Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your yeah, you hosts, like Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. 601 Pacific PM, by the way. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you live from Las Vegas. Not far from the Lions Den, everybody. 702-586-7857. You got something on your mind. You want to talk about Glendale Supercross and what a fantastic track that was. The race was great as well. Lots to talk about tonight when it comes to Glendale and even the Dakar Rally. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Amazon banner on PulpMX.com. You can uh, go there, click on the Amazon banner. It takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase, and we get a little slice of that. And uh, Patreon as well if you want some early access to uh, some um, uh, podcasts and some de- deals on stuff and things like that. Patreon.com as well. And the PulpMX app also. All of our podcasts we've ever done are on the PulpMX app. Searchable by uh, guest name, show name, whatever. I'm Steve Mathis. It's great to have you guys here tonight. Hell has frozen over because Justin Barsha is on the show. Monster Yamaha Justin Barsha is on the show tonight to talk about his incredible start to the season. Three podiums and four races, and what a surprise he is. And I guess it shows shows that I was right all along. He should have stayed on that privateer Honda. That That would have been a way better choice for sure. Thanks to Barsha for coming on, and we're going to talk about bearing the beefs when he comes on, and uh, and but talk mostly about his year because uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, Andrew Short is here, or will be on, seventeenth overall in his rookie season in the Car Rally. We love Shorty, whether he's racing Supercross, Motocross, or out in the goddamn desert, and he will be on as well. Uh, Colin Scummy Morrison, FMX. Hero, uh, now the owner of Skivvy uh, Underwear and Undershirts, and helping out privateers week to week in the Supercar Series. We'll have Colin Morrison on as well, um, and I'm uh, looking forward to talking to him. He's a big fan of the show, so it's great to have guys on that uh, that want to be on, like uh, like Colin Morrison. And Colton Eck will be on Privateer Hero. Colton Eck, uh, Scummy helps him out as well on the team Skivvy, and Colton Eck was caught in the Steve Mathis Memorial Net this weekend in Glendale, and it's glorious. And uh, we want to talk to him about it. The Nets are something that Supercross promoters have tried putting up this year, and it's something we've been going on and on about for, for years. And they're on. They're here. They're on the track. And Eck was caught up like a tuna in the net uh, during practice. And we'll talk to Colton about that experience and everything he uh, wanted to do um, about that. So, uh, yeah, again, thanks uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels. Seemingly half the teams in the pits use W Wheels. Whether you've got a street bike, a vintage bike, or a modern dirt bike, WUSA.com for all your wheel needs. They can rebuild them. They can do all sorts of things. Guts Racing. As well, we thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on. Get Data uh, works 
works part for your production bike the get data the little orange box on your front fender uh, will help you, and uh, as well, they got an inje a second injector kit for uh, 250Fs that you might want to look at. That's many, many amateurs use out there. And um, we have some stuff to give away tonight. We don't know how we're going to do it, but thanks to Maxima, we're going to give away a oil kit and a T-shirt. Roost MX, folks at Roost MX, we're going to give away some tickets to this weekend's race in Oakland that include a track walk. We have a Vertex piston kit. A Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device used by JGR, Star Yamaha, and again, half the people in the pits seem to use it. All right, so with that, let's me, let me welcome my in-studio guest all show long. He's here to talk about dirt bikes, sandwiches, some X-rated stuff maybe, and, and Glendale Supercross. You know him as uh, the, the writer of the daytime program on PulpMX.com, Chris Kiefer. Happy Steve, how are you? I'm so happy you're here. I am really, I'm really so glad happy. that you're like motivated I'm, oh, and I'm happy. spunky. It's unbelievable to have you. Thank you for and, having and me. And the lovely Heather as well. Thank you for uh, having yeah. us. Um, thank you for uh, not doing a sandwich shop. What? You were talking about you were going to open up a sandwich shop, maybe. Yes, yep. I was uh, going to say, hey, I'm out at Pulp, and me and Heather are going all in on a Sammy shop. But you've changed your mind. You begged me. Not to do it. It, 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 it the pulp you were like on your knees, like Kiefer, do not leave me. Pulp would I be you. half of what it is without <laughs> you. Uh, also, too, Fly Racing, Brayton, uh, Justin Brayton signed jersey. Brayton beat Barsha, Tomac, and Roxon in the heat this weekend, straight up. Did you see his turndown at the finish? Nice. You were very impressed by that. I thought it was great. 33 years old. 33 years old, turning it down turn like it down. Axel Hodges. Yeah, it was great. great. Uh, so we're going to give away a Brayton signed jersey uh, worn at a race. Also, so thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, we have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment, the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment, Race Tech Suspension Rant. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, boy. Um, and also to the Gear Alloy RM ATV KTM uh, check-in. And uh, Jason Thomas will be in as well. Uh, producing the show over there, holding the phone lines down. The man guiding Pulpamex Fantasy to a very good weekend this week with the site. We we may have perfection close to it. And a man who may or may not have uh, marriage problems. We have sun disclosed right now. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? How are you? Uh, you're the worst. Uh, uh, you're the worst. Really? I get I get <laughs> people that are seriously concerned for me messaging me on Facebook and Instagram. Bro, are you okay? Good. Why? I like it. <laughs> But we, we just brought that up. How could they already be messaging? Well, you? last time it happened, uh, oh, what was it? When, oh, when, when Courtney to... was going to Spain. Well, okay. <laughs> People were so legit Heather, like, Bro, are you okay? Heather noticed your dour mood, your sad mood. She noticed no wedding ring today. Yeah. Keeper's concerned. Yeah. I don't really give a shit, but. I know you don't. Thank so you. was everything okay? Everything's fine. Yeah. When you, when I say, how are you doing? And there's a, how are you doing, Marks? And there's a, everything's good. There's like a pause. <laughs> yeah. Something's up. Like I'm reading into that. I a think bit. it. I think it took me a second to realize that you were asking me a question. Well, oh, when you actually—that's that actually makes a good point. He probably came up here, and he's not used to getting people caring about him. And you know, we'll mostly see what yes, doing. yeah. That's that's usually how <laughs> Fuck it goes. You. Yeah, seven zero two five eight six seven five seven marks. Uh, Barsha's on the night. I don't know if you heard. I hadn't heard. Perhaps that, you no. check some of those Twitter mentions. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did it um, I want to take some credit for that. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Last year. Before end of the year, I think it or maybe it was a New Year's show. I said, "Hey, we're going to mend some Don't fences." Don't me. And I'm like, "Anderson and Barsha are going to come back on the show." You're like, "Nope, not going to happen. Nope, yeah. not going to happen." And half of it is here today. Uh, well, tonight. Congratulations. Do you think you're taking this a little a little fast? You guys are moving pretty quick. 
I just don't want uh, this relationship to burn up in flames. Like, yeah, you know what? We could. It, it, yep, we could. He, do Do we know why it was apart for a while? Oh, well, let's get to the bottom of it when right. it comes on. Okay, good. Uh, he's riding great, though. He is. He is riding fantastic. He's about seven seconds down from Eli at one point. Dude, he caught up quick. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great ride by him, and I am. That's my number one surprise of the series. I would, yeah, without a doubt. I, I, I thought going back to a bike that he didn't have success on before, and I know the eighteen is different, but mm-hmm. not that much different. And yeah. I, I, I did not think this was going to work out. Late start too, and I think six all, race deal. We all kind of thought about that too after the Monster uh, Cup. Even JT was like, "Yeah, you know, he's he's just okay. Sixth guy, seventh guy. Yeah. He's yeah. not this guy. This yeah. guy's totally different." Oh, absolutely. Uh, you as a former rider, Kiefer, like. DV's got his theory about, you know, not being wanted, being desperate, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. motivated. Yeah. I mean, is there... That, that's some. I think that holds some clout. Something to that? Yep. yep. But also, I too, he has a, has a stable chick. And uh, when he says, hey, my... When you listen to the interviews, he says, my home life is good. Everything's good at home. And I think that has something to do with it. A stable chick. Yeah. Um, you're not out there hunting, prowling, and doing the shit that you're supposed... You know, you're right. doing as a... Like an A-Ray. Yep. If A-Ray had a Can we stable chick. A-Ray? Yes, please. I'm pissed. You're so mad. Pissed. He did, first of all, he did. He re- was sick, dude. He rode really good. Yeah, in the heat. Killed really him. good. Yeah. And then, so he had a bounce. He, I guess he had a crash in the main. Yeah. Super sick. Went back to the hotel. Yeah. Well, he got some DMs on his uh, Instagram or whatever, Facebook, I don't know. And it says, hey, do you want to go out? Now he's like, no, I'm super sick. Because um, he screenshot these and sent to me. And she's like, well, I feel like... She Keith, might be a listener, so you're, that's fine. you're outing her. No, no, that's, I didn't say the name. No, I know, but okay. Anyway. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. hey, like... You're outing Keith for... You're outing Ray, A. Ray for, for screenshot. That's all right. Okay. It's his friends. He can do that. Okay. Um, Nobody listens to this show anyway. <laughs> she said, hey, I feel like Kiefer would make you go out. And he's like, yeah, he uh-huh. probably would. And uh, he probably could have went out with her, hung out, maybe done some extracurricular activities with her. Possibly, I don't know. She seemed she's like she was cute. very. She's super cute, and she seemed like she was very willing to do some extracurricular so activities. He must have been really sick. How sick would he have been uh, on a scale of one to ninety-one? Ninety-one, right? It had to have been oh, because yeah. I can do some things when I'm sick. Yeah. So, uh, Chris Kiefer, crucial region. Speaking of Alex Ray, Chris Kiefer brought to you by RoostMX.net. The folks at RoostMX, uh, quick forty-eight hour turnaround, custom graphics, custom shirts for you, official brand for the Cobra people out there. RoostMX.net, great company, great guys. They got a whole Pulp Nation segment section on their web- website. Just type in Pulp Nation for the code to save. And last week, speaking of A Ray again, we said that we were going to give uh, away uh, a set of uh, gear from Alex Ray. Uh, that was used, and uh, it may or may not rhyme with the word schmooze. And uh, so we got all your entries here, right here. Chris, and Bruce Demex bringing you Chris Kiefer. So Chris Kiefer, all right, let's do Heather. Yeah, Heather let's, can let's, do let's it. Heather's, Heather. Heather's classy. Yes. Heather, reach into the hat. Spirit finger Reach it. into the hat. Pull out a name. Just one. There we go. And the winner of the Alex Ray signed uh, race used moose gear is? John Turasini. Congratulations, John Turasini. You are the big winner. Thanks to uh, Alex Ray for donating the gear. Congrats, JT. And uh, thanks to... Okay! <laughs> okay! That was early tonight. And we, uh, we're we going to do that. Uh, JT's going to text you, Marks, or right now or something. But yes. He, he did. Okay, perfect. Uh, JT coming up real soon. He's on the East Coast for, for business, so uh, we'll get to him. Um, yes. 36 points for Eli Tomac. Down. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, no, he's not going to do it. 
that what you're going to ask me? Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like we're in sync. It's like I know what you're going to say. It's like we're best friends. Um, Sounds gay. No, I do not think he makes all of that up and wins the championship. No. It's going to be tough, but good balls he's riding. If I mean, yes. I yeah. still think... J.A., if J.A. and Tomac start together, J.A. is faster than Tomac. Oh, no, 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 no. No? No, no, no. Really? No. No, no I do not believe so. <sighs> I disagree. But what a track this weekend. What a race. Much better. Whoops. Fantastic. I wouldn't say fantastic. Fantastic. They were bigger. Bring them to every race. They weren't so big that, you know, dudes are going to weed, weed in them. Yes. But they were a nice size. Like, you know, yes. some nice a nice size. Yes. Just more than a mouthful. Yes. Not you know what? You know, not another thing too. I don't know. I don't know if I came back after this JT and I don't know if we talked about the whoop thing with JT. Oh boy. He, he, how long is he going to text you for this? Uh, it's okay. I deserve it. Okay. But you're all right with that. I'm okay with okay, that. Like, right. I, I admit when I'm wrong, but like these whoops in Phoenix, they didn't break down. They just got hard packed. Right. So, Perfect. Love them. Yeah. So no jumping through those. Oh no, yeah. It's not, it doesn't apply. And Pike was got passed. Pike would blow by Muskan, and Muskan, you can see, was visibly frustrated. I love the DV tweet where just Bowers, he, he yeah. screenshotted Bowers. Just blow him going, by. <laughs> going by. And he said, I'm scratching my French bald head. <laughs> and some guy's like, why don't you try to, it's jacked up that you're not trying to help him. I think it was Timmy. Oh, maybe it was. Very. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what do you want me to do? Reach out to guys and say, I want to help you? Yeah, no, DV. <laughs> God bless him. Uh, quickly, before we get to JT, uh, Jimbo, what's up, bud? How are you? Hey, how are you? Good. What's, hap- what's happening? I got a little uh, Chad Rees breaking news. Can I get a little drum roll? Uh, breaking news? No, we don't know what the news is. No drum roll. What's up? Come on. Okay, well, I, I think I figured out why he's not doing this well. And... Uh, I heard he's got himself wrapped up into that Scientology. He's been a uh, full-blown Scientologist now. Nah. I, I don't know. Even if, if it was true, I mean, how is that going to affect him on the racetrack? He's got a, he well, broke his ankle in November, Jimbo. Well, it's, complicating, it's, it's complicating quite a bit of his personal life and taking his money, and, and it's really affecting him. <laughs> oh, well, Jimbo. I don't even know if this is a real call or not, if you're being serious, but... No, no, I, I am serious. I, I mean, I mean, I do okay. have it. You could, you know, what I would do? I would ask JT. Okay. Oh, him and JT aren't as tight as they used to be. There's... Not anymore. Right, right, right. Hey, I've been around Chad a little bit, not as much as JT, but yes, Chad has quirky, quirky. How do you say it? Quirky, quirky things about him that I've seen. I'm like, what the hell is that? So, I think what you're seeing or someone told you is kind of just those things. I don't think it's so much Scientology. I just think um, a little bit of uh, this weird voodoo things that he's always been into, even when he won championships and races. So I don't think anything changed yeah, Jimbo. over time. I mean, he broke his ankle. He didn't. He rode the bike three times before Anaheim. Won, I understand you know? that. And I so, understand that. But one thing I do I want mean, when when the word does break, I just want you guys to know you heard it from Jimbo first. Okay, Jimbo, you will get credit for that. Absolutely. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. You guys, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Skippy, what's up, man? How are you, Jimbo? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I was, uh, I'm actually on the Lane Shaw bandwagon. The Lane Shaw? Yep, Lane Shaw bandwagon. Oh yeah, we're in too. I'm on Team Lane as well. I don't know what you're talking so, about. So uh, you'll you you'll so know this, Lane, Steve, when East Coast hits. Okay. Is that the guy who died from uh, no, Luke Perry? No, no, no. Oh. Lane is a very very nice bull, kid. The bull rider. Shorty helped him out when he was okay. At, right. You know, doing that stuff. Who's the bull rider? 
Who? The bull rider. The guy from 90210? Lane Shaw. Yeah. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Okay, all right. So, so, so Lane's uh, really been going out of his uh, way and really investing in himself and uh, riding with a lot of uh, championship contenders on the, uh, you know, w- which will be racing in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what you guys think that, you know, just the average guy that's just working for, you know, making main events, what that can do for them uh, training with championship contenders. You know, do you think that somebody that's just, you know, going for main events, if they're riding with championship contenders, then they're probably going to be able to make main events if they're practicing with them regularly, right? Yes. Here's my mental aspect with that. Obviously, he's going to get beat down every single day because Martin and the guys he's riding with are going to smoke his ass during the week, right? But what that does to you when you go to races is you ride with the best day in and day out. So no one is going to intimidate you when you go to the races. Therefore, you're going to kick ass, and no one's, you're not going to be lined up to so-and-so next to you um, and be like, oh, shit, this guy's next. This guy's is he riding, he's riding with Marty? Does that mean he's riding with Tim he's Ferry? Ri- he's riding. He's at Ferries. Oh, the, the, he's at Ferries. Yeah, he's Lane Shaw. I'm, I'm on board. I am on board with Lane Shaw. Yeah. Lane Shaw is the man, dude. He is, he is representing Texas like a boss, and I tell you what, he's going to whoop some fucking ass. Thanks, he's- Kippy. Appreciate it. Lane Shaw hype, everybody. Give me some. Uh, speaking of, give me some. Give me some JT. What's up, JT? How are you? couple things. What was, uh, well, first, it's Lane Frost, who was the uh, bull rider. Oh, thank that's you. What it was, thank Lane you, Frost. Lane Frost. Thank you. Of course, JT would know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what was Jimbo saying? I heard something about voodoo. And, Jim says uh, the reasons Chad's struggling is not have anything to do with the broken ankle uh, and the three rides before Anaheim won, but is, Chad is now a Scientologist. That is. Uh, I don't is, know. That that could or, that may or may not be true. I've I've heard the same rumors, but I I would assume it's more about him him not riding and gaining twenty five pounds in the off season. Yeah, right, I would exactly. think so. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Jason Thomas on the show. Flyracing.com. We are going to give away a Justin Brayton signed jersey tonight uh, from somebody uh, for somebody from some race. Uh, heat race winner Justin Brayton. JT, look, Barsh is the biggest surprise, but Brayton's not trailing that far behind. This has been very good. Yeah, it has. I mean, you know, the main difference is uh, I think expectation. The gear, plays. the gear. Here's where you say the gear is well, the biggest no. difference. Oh. <laughs> no, I think the expectation over the past few years that Barsha hasn't lived up to plays a role. And then three out of four podiums is, I mean, that's insane yeah. to think that he's done that. I mean, no, nobody, no, no. even Lorraine, didn't think that was going to happen. But Brayton has been good. He's been great. Yep. I mean, he's been as advertised. Um, I think the. The one question I have for Brayton is, I, I know this because I dealt with it myself, is when we get into week 10, 12, 14, is he still as strong as he is right now? Because his MO is kind of like mine where he race, race, race every week of the off season. He's in Australia. He's in Europe. Um, and, and that's a very profitable move for him. And I, I applaud him and commend him for doing it because he'll thank himself later. But it also starts to really weigh on you in the kind of the dog days of the Supercross season, week after week, travel, all this travel and racing on top of each other, uh, where all these other guys, they came in really fresh and really ready, and they haven't raced in months, Where he and he came in kind of mid-stride. So um, that, that would be where I wonder if he can keep this momentum up, because all those guys are, I think, going to pick up steam, and he may start to suffer a little bit from all that racing. Well, he says... Uh... I brought that up to him, and he says that you always did the nationals, JT. He didn't do any nationals. Yeah, right. Yep. You know, so he feels like it's That's not going to be as bad because you, 
you were in search of the dollar, so you rode 12 nationals, 17 super drives. Well, I, I was forced to. Right. I, there was, I don't think I was making any dollars outdoors. Right. I don't think yeah. it was that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Brayton's been great, and we're going to give away a signed uh, jersey from him. Uh, thanks to Max and everybody at Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, later on, JT, we have uh, Cooksey coming in from Fly Racing and uh, Shane from Fly Street. Cameron? Cameron from Fly Ron Street Burgundy? coming in. <laughs> Cameron's coming in for Fly Street, too, so he's going to talk about that a little bit. Exciting things for you guys. Uh, something line that uh, WPS and Fly is pushing. So uh, that'll be coming up later. All right, so uh, Kiefer. Yes. The Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath move. Yeah. Where Aaron came over. Yes. Where do you stand on that? Uh, I stand that Aaron did that on purpose. He <laughs> says he didn't know that what he was doing. He knew exactly what he's doing because if you rewind it, you look over in the air. He looks, he looks over, over in, the, in air. the air. He's like, oh, shit. He's going to have the inside and the next right-hander. I'm going to move over. and I, But I do think he moved over a little quicker than he expected to. So I think it was, uh, was pre-planned. And I don't know, as heated as McElrath should be, which I get, I'd rather have that guy do that on me on the ground versus cross-jumping me. So I don't think it was as dirty as it looked on TV. That's my take on okay. it. But I would be, if I was Shane, I would be pissed as well. I think, JT, you and I came to the same conclusion in our Racer X wrap-up pod. Uh, not that cool. Nobody got hurt. wasn't the end of the world. Right. But it wasn't that cool. <laughs> no, it definitely was out of line. I just don't think it was as dramatic as some people made it. Um, I, as far as intent, he definitely was doing it on purpose. Yeah. Whatever you, however you want to interpret what he did, uh, he definitely did whatever he did uh, intentionally. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he came over quick before that next face of that jump. Well, and, and that wasn't the line. You know, no. I, I know from TV maybe you couldn't see it, but from where Mathis and I were sitting, for sure, we were right behind it. The line was to jump the triple and move left all the way down the straightaway, uh, not to move to the right. I mean, he swerved right. I don't think I don't think I saw anybody go to the right all day or night, other than Plessinger and McElrath in that section. Yeah, because wasn't it a double triple, or some guys were double double single into that right? It was double. Yeah, triple. you go double and then kind of bounce into a double and then triple into the corner. But everyone was to the left, like no matter what. I mean, it was. It was so obvious that he yeah. was way out of the normal race line. I mean, uh, there, there would really be no way to argue against it. AP doesn't have a history of this. You know no. what I mean? It's not like something where He's not if that's Vince Freeze, JT's losing his mind. Right. Vince Freeze, fly rider now. What? By the way. Okay. This, we got to talk about that later because I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. No, JT. Well, I, we got to make sure because Kiefer will get him. Boy, Kiefer will push him over to FXR or something silly. <laughs> oh. oh, is there beef here? Is there? No, there's no beef. Uh, oh. No, no. I'm just oh. giving Kiefer. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so uh, anyways, um, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, McElrath, they talked it out, Shane was cool about it, but, uh, and you know what AP told me after the race was, I might do, he didn't say he might do that again, but he's like, I, I want this, I, I really want this title and get ready for more aggression, Yeah, you know, so. I, you gotta be careful with aggression, because it's, uh, it'll yeah. come back and bite you. Yeah. I, you know, I learned, uh, I learned from, from Josh Demuth a long time ago that your best your best odds of winning a title is to not have any enemies at all. Yep. And I yep. think Ryan Dungey was very good at that, and I think Ryan Villapoto was very good at that. Uh, they didn't have anybody aiming for them, ever. MC? Never, MC? Yeah, they just mm. never gave people reasons to, to want to retaliate, and you're going to need that at some point in the season. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I agree with that, absolutely. Alden Baker was telling me that about Jason Anderson. The, he has I, some? That he's trying to not do that. He's trying to not create enemies, and he's not being as... 
you know, let's face it, in the past, he's done some dumb things on the track. And that probably trickles down from Dungey telling him that, too, when they was riding with him. Like, hey, this yeah. is probably not smart. Or just seeing it anyways. Uh, Jason Thomas on the Pulp Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, some Glendale Supercross talk. Um, JT, when, who wins first, Roxon or Barsha? I would say Roxon. I just think he's been there and done it too many times. He's going to figure it out. I mean, you put him... At the end, you put him at the front at the end of the race, he probably wins that race. Same for Barsha, but they were both coming for Tomac at the same time, and I just think uh, as good as Barsha's riding, I think Roxon's ceiling's higher. Kiefer? Uh, Barsha, because I feel like his starts have been better. Yep. And um, I don't know this for a fact, but I think uh, there's some stuff that Honda needs to work on with Roxon's bike a little bit that he may, may or not be unhappy with. Okay. So... Uh, but as far as the Yamaha, I think uh, Barsha's happy with it. He's confident, and he knows he can last 20 laps. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like a, a win's not that far off, and I think that's going to be before Roxon. Uh, thanks to all the people on Facebook, RacerX Facebook. What's up, everybody? Thanks for watching. Uh, I texted Red Dog, who's Lane Shaw? Yep. He said, J- you just wait, you'll see. Right. Okay. All right. So, um, Fly rider. Lane Shaw? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. There we go. Who isn't a fly rider? Right. Uh, speaking of uh, fly... Baggett and Bloss ride for the RMATV KTM team, and the Gear Alloy guys are a big part of that. Uh, SoCalSuperTrucks.com, Pulpamex17 is the code to save on Gear Alloy wheels. Uh, the brand that dominates the truck, Jeep, and SUV market, Gear Alloy has got you covered and is a go-to wheel brand for the lifted truck, trail riding, Jeep, diesel burning pickup, or street cruising SUV. Uh, 22, uh, 16 through 24 inch diameters. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Proud sponsor of the RMATV KTM team. So this is going to be a quick check-in with those guys, JT, that you're familiar with. Um, sponsored by Gear Alloy. Big part of that. Baggett. Still waiting for him to get going, JT. Still waiting. Good uh, couple of mains at the Triple Crown. But, man, I just thought it would be more of a factor. Um, yeah, I, I think the tools are there. You know, I think... If he was riding poorly, and, and I've watched him ride enough now and, you know, seen the videotape of him and listened to conversations, the riding is there. But he started last twice this weekend. You only get two starts you, typically on a weekend. You want you only want two starts anyway. And uh, he was, I think, 18th on one and maybe 20th on the other. So uh, that's not going to get it done. Um, and I, I think that was the overriding factor of his results. I, you know, I don't think it was – Poor riding by any means. I mean, he, he passed some pretty fast people um, in both of those races, even to qualify in the first one and then in the main event as well. Uh, he, you know, he was the first one to jump that triple on, triple off in practice. So, yeah, just one of those weekends where nothing really came together. And uh, you know, he had that one crash with the with the tough walk in Anaheim mm-hmm. two a week ago. Yep. Or otherwise, he could have been in the mix for a podium there. So, um, I think it's a little deceiving when you look at it on paper. But I think things are coming together. I think they realized that. He was on the underachieving list on daytime program today. Yeah. Kiefer? And I, that's valid. You know, I, I agree with JT saying, like, on paper, he uh, results aren't that good. He has some, had some good starts, so that's why I said I think he's going to turn around because, one, that bike's really fast. I think he has the best bike in the paddock. And um, with those starts will come good results as long as he stays on two wheels and don't get shuffled around in the front, you know, the first few laps. So. It'll come. I just think uh, I would expect him to be top five more, if not a podium already um, in the series. So I'm surprised. What do you think, JT? Yeah, yeah, I, I, w- I would not disagree with that. Um, you know, the 
that tough walk really changed the outlook because you know he he even he was battling with Weston for fifth uh, at Anaheim two after the tough block crash and you take that crash out of there which really wasn't his fault I mean whatever stuff happens in the races but um, tough blocks rolling out in the front of you or that's you know just yeah. kind of bad luck and bad timing more than anything um, but I think that would have changed the whole basically perception you know the, the, the thing, first yeah. week was bad they uh, they really got the bike set up I mean way wrong like they uh, they just kind of were scratching their head and everybody was kind of looking at each other after the first round like I don't really know where we go from here um, but I know they're a long way away from from where they were a month ago or whenever that you know three weeks ago yeah so I, I know the mood is much better than the results should be. Mm-hmm. If you look, just looked at it on paper, that you know the sky would be falling. But I know you know that's it's a little bit uh, deceiving as far as that goes. Uh, let's get to some phone calls. Uh, Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? <clears throat> no, TJ. TJ, what's up? Hey, what's going on? So first off, the best thing that happened in Glendale was the wrestling podcast. Wow, you hear that, JT? That's a I mean, bold. go ahead. That's a bold statement, JT said. That's very bold. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you guys, I just. Well, I am sitting here. I am sitting here watching my very first wrestling match right now while I was on hold because uh, because of that podcast. Loud it's kind of ridiculous, wow. but I did see a grown man pick up a table as a weapon. So, yeah, I, I didn't know wrestling um, was still on TV, honestly. <laughs> It's on right now on USA. All right, man. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Please well, check it out on the feed. Well, any, yep. And um, anyways, um, I don't understand how y'all y'all could say that Brayton isn't a bigger surprise than Barsha. Barsha was expected to at least one day be a winner. Um, Brayton, I, we I got to talk to him here recently. I'm a huge fan now just because of hearing his background even more, learning how he you know came up like. That's a way bigger surprise than no, Barsha to me. No, Barsha was no. supposed to be there. No, he was What's not. TJ, uh, JT, is TJ drunk or not? Um, He's buzzed. I think, if you, I think that Brayton's results, they've been really good. If he would have come back and been, like, you know, third or fourth this weekend, I would say, yeah, you're probably right. But uh, the main event didn't go 100% to plan mm-hmm. this weekend, so... I would go with I mean, Barsha. Three out of four podiums yeah. is just unheard of for yeah. what we've seen from Barsha. Absolutely. Now, Kiefer, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Brayton's been great. I wrote him on my overachiever. I think he's been really yeah. good. But uh, I also know that he's really good at this stuff. That's why he's doing it. And he's a top five guy. I mean, we even kind of mentioned that before the season started. Brayton is a top five guy all the time. He has good whoop speed. He's strong. Um, it shows how good his bike is off the start. You know, in Glendale, he pulled the whole shot over a factory bike, so that bike's good. That uh, that heat race win showed me a lot, man. Impressive. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. All right, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, TJ. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, no worries. Yeah, good night. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, JT, uh, thank you, buddy, for calling in. You're on the East Coast, so uh, we're going to run into uh, a fly rider, ex-fly rider, Andrew Short. Talk to him about the car a little bit. Hey, JT. Uh, yes, sir. Marvin's bad at whoops, man. When do, when do you stop texting, <laughs> Kiefer? Uh, no, you know what? I think Kiefer... I know. I get it. I think Kiefer <laughs> realized it. And, it. and it was... I didn't honestly ever... I didn't think I would get any sort of verification at all because I was like, man, if he if he kills it and he just jumps his way to a title through the whoops here, I'm going to look like such... Oh, I would have been all over your shit, too, if that oh, were... Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. And the worst part of all of it is that Marvin hurt himself in the process. Right. Sucks. Yeah. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's one of those things where if he wants to win a title in this class, he's going to have to be better. When so. Bowers blew by him and Pike blew by him in the whoops, a, a yeah. little piece of me died and watching the race. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Well, it's just surprising that they haven't figured it out. I mean, he's so damn good. But to, just like you said, to be getting passed by guys who aren't even really – and that's not a knock on Bowers, but this, you know, this class is really hard. But Bowers isn't getting top tens right now. So for those guys to be passing him, it just it, that much of a weakness is that's that's a hole they've got to fix. I mean, I would be out there every single day if I'm DeCoster. I'd be out there every day with him over and over and over until we fixed it. You know, and, and I'm sure yeah. they've tried, but yeah. it's just crazy they haven't been able to figure it out. Absolutely. Well, hey JT, if you if you're still up and you're uh, you're feeling all right, we'll get you back on a little bit. All right. Okay. All right. Sounds good. See ya. Thank you. Flyracing.com, Jason Thomas. All right, everybody. Vertex Pistons come standard on a Husqvarna. And uh, Vertex Pistons was founded in a small technical workshop 65 years ago in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. Bradshaw, Gas Gas. Uh, to see the full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression or GP style, visit VertexPistons.com. Pulp of Mech Show 2018 is the code for a special discount. Ask for a Vertex Piston kit today when you're rebuilding your machine. And the reason I say that they come OEM on Husqvarna is because this next man on the phone, he races for the Husqvarna Rockstar uh, Dakar Rally Team, Supercross winner, national winner, a hero of the sport. Nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy in the world. We're happy to have him on. Brought to you by Vertex. Andrew Short. What's up, Shorty? I'm uh, just sitting on the couch, honestly. <laughs> it, is, um, it is nice to talk to you, buddy. How are you? Uh, you broke your tip fib. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm sitting on the couch. So, uh, But, man, I'm stoked to be home. I had a blast in Dakar. It was an amazing experience. And, uh, oh, yeah, all good. So you rode the last stage? Like, Talk to us about breaking it and then keep and you kept riding. Yeah, well, I broke it on the second to last stage, and uh, it was perfect opportunity for me because uh, the, the first part of the special stage is basically like the time part. Okay. It was like Southwick. It was awesome. It was perfect. It was rough and uh, sandy and everything that most of the rally guys aren't super good at. So 17 kilometers into it, they had a rock section, and I was full on gas front and rear. Mm-hmm which is a lot of gas. I don't know how many gallons. I'm going to get like nine and a half gallons because right. it's in all in liters. But uh, next thing I know, the bike was sideways. It stepped out. I hit a rock, and uh, it spit me off. So I was seeing sky, then ground, sky, then ground. And oh. I don't know how my ankle got hurt, but I, it must have tagged a rock or a bush or a tree or who knows what. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I figured it would have been more my head or my shoulder, ribs, something like that. But I got up and I knew my ankle was messed up. And for the next hundred kilometers, I rode uh, with my foot off the ground, basically, and my butt on the seat through like Southwick style stuff. So oh. it was too fun. And then I had another nine or so hours of uh, riding. I think maybe even longer. <laughs> but uh, a long liaison, which is basically just cruising on the road. Yeah. And then uh, like a world rally style uh, time section after that, which is basically just roads. Uh, not my favorite, but I was stoked on the Southwick part until I broke my leg. <laughs> oh man, wow. that's tough, dude. That's um, like mentally draining too, and you got you know you got that much more to go. Yeah, well, dude, when you've been riding for I think we were at twelve days at that point. You're so fried anyway. You just want to get to the end, and especially me. That was my goal, and with the team, and 
Uh, they really wanted me to get to the end, but for me personally, I felt like it was so much of an adventure and challenge yep. that I made it so far. I didn't want to stop. You know, it's like it's yeah. like a tease. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just I wanted to get there, so I was stoked to make it, and uh, it was a, a crazy experience. Like I said, yeah. So are you okay? All things considered, of course. I don't know what position you were in before you broke your leg. What, what were you in? How many spots did you lose? I, dude, probably not that many, honestly. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, because it was <laughs> near the end and everything. But, I mean, are you stoked yeah. with 17th and you're finishing? Are you happy? You told me before you went you'd be happy to finish. So now that it's here, are you happy with your yeah. finish? Yeah, no, I, I was stoked to finish. That was my main goal. I didn't really know what to expect with my speed, except yeah. for I knew before I went I was getting smoked by my teammates. So I obviously knew I wasn't going to be in a contention for the win and, like, to compete with those guys. Yep. But I honestly expected to be a little better, not at, at the beginning, but more towards the end. And uh, towards the end, that's when I started crashing a lot because I was starting to push. And mm-hmm. uh, I had four high-speed crashes, which typically I didn't really ride much over the edge when I raced motocross and supercross. I mean, yeah. I crashed. Yeah. Everyone crashes, yeah. you know, but I wasn't known to be, like, a crasher. And uh, I I was a crasher, like, for the last week, you know. Like, I had some <laughs> big crashes. And with the big bike, it's insane. Like, yeah. I've never crashed that going that fast before, you know. It's more like road race-style crashes almost. And, uh, man, it was, it was really scary. And, uh, uh, honestly, I'm pretty lucky that I just walked away with uh, a broken ankle. But it was uh, – it was – were like totally worth it. I had so much fun and it was a uh, amazing terrain landscapes and, uh, wow. you know, each day was just, uh, an adventure. So I, I really enjoyed it. Kiefer, Kiefer, would you ever do this? <sighs> no, no, but I can see how and why he, he, he likes that stuff. Like I rode desert growing up and national uh-huh. hair and hounds, but, and that's fun. Cause it's like how I can explain it. It's like, it's an adventure, like he said, and it's almost like you look back and you're like, I can't believe I rode that far yeah. when you look at it, you know? But what's yeah. interesting to me is, and I, when you say, Hey, I crashed a lot. And like you said, you weren't a big crasher when you rode moto. What, what is it that is making you crash? Is it you hitting something or is it the bike reacting like you're not used to it? Or what is making you crash? Honestly, a little of both. I was getting frustrated towards the second week because I expected to be a little more competitive. And I, I feel like if you, I, I want to compete at a high level, obviously, and I want to be, I want to do well. And so I was just kind of cruising around, riding, being safe and conservative and trying to learn. And I was still getting lost, honestly, the first week, mm-hmm. a few times by doing that. And so I wanted to pick it up. But like one time I crashed in this Rio, which is basically a dry riverbed. It had some water. And uh, the top guys got lost at the start of the second stage. Mm-hmm. So I hopped in behind them, and I just tried to latch on. Well, I was going down this Rio, and I was going too fast trying to navigate, and there was a little bit of slime in it. Yep. And with that big bike, it just reacts differently. Like once mm-hmm. it steps out, there's no pulling it back. Where if it's a motorbike, you can just kind of stay on the gas, and it comes back. Well, with the big bike, once it goes sideways, it's over. Like, you, you just long for the ride. So um, no. I have to learn to ride that a little better. And then the other thing I learned was those guys pin it on the roads. They have these – it's like a world rally style. Like, I'm really good in off-piece, the sand, the, you know, the yeah. motor style. Yeah, 
Yeah. But the dirt roads, those guys are insane. And uh, I asked my teammate, I'm like, dude, I'm kind of bummed. He's a South American dude. He's from Chile. Uh-huh. I go, man, I'm kind of bummed, dude. I just wish I could ride and be closer to your level and all that. And he's like, the problem is you value your life too much. And <laughs> oh that's coming with a good South American <laughs> accent, you know? And it's true because they just play with fire on these roads. Like, they just look at the road book, and they'll hit a blind crest wide open. And they don't know if it turns right, left, oh, up, down, geez. if there's rocks on the other side. And if there's not a danger on the road book, they just go. And uh, it's insane. So I got smoked on that stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next year I have to learn how to ride the roads better. But some of my strengths were just like the sand and, you know, where you have to have technical skills. Yeah. Your endurance, stuff like that. Like that stuff I loved. Like Peru at the beginning, riding up and down these massive dunes and in and out of like these riverbeds and stuff like that was so much fun. And um, But I didn't enjoy the roads and I got to work on it. So, uh, it's pretty well, crazy. So this might, this you might have just answered it with the, with the talk about Peru, but was there a part that was the coolest where you're – you're in control. You're able to look around a little bit. Your scenery, things you're seeing, the geography. Are there something that will you'll never forget in your life that you're just like, this is amazing? <laughs> yeah, for sure, Peru. Yeah, um, dude, the dunes are huge. The landscapes, the train, like all that was was amazing. And racing up and down the beach, dude, you're flying on the beach. It's it's crazy. You just six gear on that big bike. It goes really fast. Yeah. There's crabs like running out of the water and you're just smashing them, pinning <laughs> it. Like it's just yeah, insane. Like so much fun. Oh wow! And uh, like that was really cool. Riding into Bolivia, the riding in Bolivia was horrible. It's just like fire roads, basically, uh-huh. uh, more or less, and a little bit of sand and stuff. But the people there were insane. We went into the capital city La Paz, uh-huh. and for like 40 kilometers, which is I don't know, 25, 30 miles. Dude, there were people just lying on the streets, like 10 people deep, yeah. and the city was like straight out of a movie. They're like, it's full of gondolas, and it was the weirdest place ever, but wow. stuff like that I'll never forget, and uh, and also, like, I've always studied, like, Dakar, you know, just like Supercross or whatever. Yeah. I had this vision of it, you know, and then to get there and to see all the passion in the paddock, they call it the bivouac. But uh, from the cars, quads, side-by-sides, and obviously the motorcycles, uh, it was really cool just to see all the passion and uh, everybody working and how it worked, you know? Because yeah. each day the, the pits basically moved, you know, to another city. Yeah, so yeah. It was, uh, it, was a, it was really cool to see. How long would you ride for? What was the longest stretch of the day? <laughs> Dude, it's so long. What's the longest? Honestly, I think the... Yeah, the day I broke my ankle, I think, was the longest day. Oh, I woke up at, like, 3.15. I was on the bike at 4.15, and I didn't get into town until 8-something that night. So, oh, jeez. Oh, it's, like, uh, it's like 700 kilometers, right, oh, or something like that? I think that day was almost 900 or something. Oh, my It God. was insane. Yeah. But the worst part was I had a broken ankle, and I'm riding through, like, L.A. traffic, you know, in a South American city where there's no shoulder and stuff like that. So Really? You have to go through, like, traffic? Break and you go through traffic? That? I, I didn't I didn't know that this took you through an urban area. I didn't realize this. Oh, thing. yeah. I mean, that that's the thing, man. Like, you start in a city, and you end in a city or a bivouac, you know? So sometimes the bivouac's in the middle of the desert and the dunes, and sometimes it's, like, in the middle of La Paz, which has millions of people, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. There's all these speed zones, and that's the hardest part about rally. If it was just about riding and racing, I think I could kill it. 
um, yeah. a lot sooner than I than yeah. I, you know, on my road to learning this process. But you know, from speed zones and all that stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll be ripping, and in the road book there'll be a thirty kilometer mile an hour zone, and you're like, what the heck? And you don't know it, but then there's a town there, you know, so you have to yeah. go thirty kilometers, which is like nothing. And then you'll ride through the city, and then all of a sudden you're wide open again, you know. So it's uh, it's it's pretty cool how it all works, and and all the stuff you see, you know, it's oh, it's I can nuts. imagine. And there's so many, yeah, and there's so many people throughout the 14 days on the sides of the course. It's it's pretty nuts too. For the people that so, don't know uh, out there, um, moto people, I guess, talk about the physical exertion because obviously it's different compared to moto. So I guess if you can compare mental and physical exertions compared to you know when you're at racing at the top level of moto what does it compare like it doesn't i i think honestly like racing moto is, is tougher I, this is more like climbing everest it's not or like a tour de france style without yeah. like the mount the mountains you know so like i've never pushed my body harder than i have in outdoor motocross like there's points where i got there where i couldn't see anymore and i was just like faded you know but the hardest part about this is you get back at 8 o'clock at night and then you have to get all your stuff ready, do your road book. You're going to get three hours of sleep and you wake up and you ride again all day. So it's more like uh, it's testing in different ways. You don't get like so much to the edge where you you can't go anymore, but it's just a compounding right. fatigue, you know. So it's super gnarly, don't get me wrong, it's, but it's just gnarly in a different way. Did you and, uh, do you ever get so tired, like mentally tired, where you start seeing shit in the side of your, <laughs> and like just like it's like, not there? You like see gothic over <laughs> the side of the de- the dune. Yeah, everything just turns into automatic because I think you're in survival mode. But yeah, yeah. since I've gotten home, I haven't been able to sleep normal. Like even when I'm dreaming, I still think I'm in Dakar. <laughs> yeah, and like I have alarms going off, like for my bike, or I'm, I wake up and I'm lost. Like I'm having really bad dreams. <laughs> I don't know if that's the pain medication or... That's probably a little bit of that, it's too. Just, it's probably everything. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I think it's just messed with me mentally because it's so hard. And um, Shorty's going to grow a big really beard. Hard. Shorty's going to grow a big beard and hair out, like be some yeah. sort of like Unabomber Dakar guy. Uh, oh, he's yeah. going to be like Dave Letterman just yeah, coming yeah. out all the uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Andrew Short. Shorty's Rockstar Husky uh, 450 comes stock with a Vertex Piston. Pulpamex Show 2018 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, let's take some phone calls for Andrew Short. First up is Michael. Michael, what's up, man? How are you? What's your question for Andrew? I'm good. How you doing, fellas? We're good. What's up? Good. Hey, uh, Shorty, excellent, uh, excellent first year at the car. Um, you know, I think the diehard motocross, supercross guys kind of look at off-road as kind of a secondary thing, like... You know, a lot of those guys would do motocross or supercross if they could type of type of attitude. Talk about some of your competitors. You know, what kind of riders were they? What did you learn from them? How do they compare to your competition in motocross and supercross? Yeah, I think you're kind of right. The perception of off-road and all that. But I think the community is amazing for one, but... Honestly, I don't have much of an education on, on rally and how all talented these guys are but like steve the way i relate it to is you know james stewart back in the day he'd go crazy balls as you would say yeah do something mind-blowing yeah balls out yep. yes okay there's about four or five dudes in rally most of them are south american and there's one dude uh Breda, he's a honda guy they are like crazy ball stewart style <laughs> 
and <laughs> the talent that these guys have and the big balls that these guys have yeah. are next level. And, uh, I mean, they all can ride. Like, Mateus Walkner, the dude who won, I don't think he has big balls or he's, like, crazy. He has big balls, don't get me wrong, but he's not, like, crazy like the other guys. But he's a motocross dude. He has good talent, and he's really well-rounded, and that's why he won, you know. But some of these guys are amazing riders, but the courage and the faith that they have in the road book is unbelievable. But uh, it, it was really cool to see these guys, but it's amazing how crazy they are, I think. But I think more or less just the off-road community, what I've learned coming from the motocross and supercross style is the community is, is – uh, full of passion they're good people they help each other and it's a totally different vibe yeah, yeah um, sure. motocross and supercross is more cutthroat and more business oriented did, uh, did these guys want to ask you about supercross and motocross and racing james stewart and chad reed and these dudes they all want to ask you questions yeah i mean yeah they, only they follow supercross you know so they think it's cool yeah uh coming from motocross and supercross but they still all follow it most of sure you know, for the most part and even like the car car guys uh you know, they're in the moto and supercross. And yeah. A lot of the French people, like, Bercy is big. So, like, they might not know me from supercross here in America, but they'll be, oh, yeah, I saw you race at Bercy. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Stuff right. like that. But yeah. the first couple races, uh, like, all the KTM people obviously really stoked on supercross, and they were stoked on Marvin at the first race mm-hmm. and um, stuff like that. So, it's, uh, I think, you know, obviously motocross and supercross is huge worldwide. And yeah has a big demographic and it's really important and especially for two wheeled enthusiasts. So yeah. I think uh they get pretty stoked on it. Should have got you a pulp sticker deal for Dakar. We should have worked that out. get blown <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I yeah, I wrecked two like I had two brand new helmets, they're just wrecked. Yeah, just so long. Garbage. <laughs> hey, yeah. Two, two, I brought over so much gear and it's just thrash. Oh, that, that see I could ask him about that. How much more gear pound wise when you're riding does it feel like you're wearing? Compared to moto, uh, a lot. Yeah, I mean because dude, you have so much stuff on your back and in your jacket. Uh, you carry two Camelbacks, one with like an electrolyte drink and one just water. And on the hot days, you go through it like crazy. You know, you'll drink at least three three liters, like a full Camelback and a small Camelback on the front, really quick. Um, but dude, I brought four gear bags of gear, and that's like electric gloves for heating and, yeah, yeah, everything. you know, electric yeah. vest and rain gear, and I ran out of rain jackets. I brought three of them, but I crashed in so many of them, and you need them all the time, <laughs> that I was out of rain jackets. Uh, you know, like uh, stuff like that you never think of. Right. So, uh, hey, uh, weight loss, how much did you lose? And do you see, now that you have one under your belt, do you yeah. see yourself... You know, obviously you're going to go back because you have a contract, but do you see do you see yourself winning this thing? Um, honestly, right now that like that's Husky's goal, obviously, right? But I'm pretty far off. Like I got to take one step at a time. So, um, yeah, I would love to, but I have a long way to go. Let's put it that way. Right. So, um, we'll see where it goes. How much? And, how much in terms of like weight? Yeah. Yeah, like I put on weight before I went, and I didn't lose any weight. They have a doctor that goes to the rate like they follow you and every morning and night you get weighed for you know see if you're hydrated see where you're at and they stay on you you know and uh i didn't lose any weight the whole time so next year i'm going to try to go in a little lighter and leaner um now that i know there's good food Mm -hmm. and i think my body would be more efficient and um so next year i'm definitely going to change that and i think 
that would be better. But yeah, Kiefer, I'm uh, um, Kiefer, I'm training for the car. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. We'll get you a doctor um, and massages. Um, and... All right, good traction. Uh, <laughs> Jason, what's your question for Andrew Short? What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's happening? Thanks for taking the call. Um, Shorty, I was just wondering. Uh, I live in Texas now, also, and uh, originally Northern California guy, and used to do a lot of woods riding and, and off-road stuff. And uh, there's just not much around. Um, I'm in Corpus Christi now, but I, I was in Houston for the last shoot eight nine years, and um, just looking for places to to do some off-road riding without driving, you know, eight ten hours. Where uh, where would you ride, Shorty, in Texas? I know that they actually have a pretty cool off road race in Smithville next weekend at McMahon's Ranch. That's really cool, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's plenty of series I think by us in Austin. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far that is from Corpus, but yeah, I, I, yeah, even for rally, it's really difficult, right? Like if you're an American to go yeah. do rally, you have to basically go to Mexico. There's one in Utah that's pretty small with a bunch of good dudes, but. Mm-hmm. It's tough, man. And, uh, yeah, I think also it's like for the future of motorcycle, like just our sport in general, there's not as many riding areas as there used to be. And I think that's, uh, it, it could be a, a problem in the future. But, um, man, I don't know. I think if you want to find riding, it's. Yeah, go to a shop it. and, yeah, find. I talked to Jason. Yeah, uh, get what kind of bike you got, Jason? Uh, I've got a couple uh, YZs. Okay, do you want a Vertex piston kit or a, a Maxima oil uh, oil kit and a T-shirt? Mm. What do you want for your, oh, one of your bikes? You pick. I would love to have a Vertex piston kit for my uh, – I've got a 13 uh, YZ250F that's getting a little tired. Well, perfect. Right for- Vertexpistons.com. Pulp MX Show 2018 is a code to save. Jason, stay on hold. Uh, Travis will get your information, and we'll get you uh, a Vertex okay. kit out to you. All right, man? Hey, can I ask a couple more questions real quick? Sure. Uh, Shorty, have you been to uh, Costa Rica Unlimited? Have you ridden with those guys down there? No, I haven't. I've heard of them, though. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. No, he hasn't. He hasn't done it, dude. Sorry, I didn't. If you didn't hear that, he hasn't done that. All right, Jason, stay on hold. <laughs> Jason. Uh, Shorty, so okay. My 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 question was: Are you new again? And you are. You said yeah. Kiefer said you got a contract, so you're in for next year. Um, so what do you do now, Andrew, after you heal up? Like, what's the, what do you do? Do you just start slowly riding again? Do you take some time off? Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I got to heal up for one. I think it's six to eight weeks to normal, but they have uh, six world rounds. The first one's in Abu Dhabi. The next one's in Qatar. Uh, there's three in South America and, uh, one, the final one's in Morocco, which I did this year. Okay. All right. Um, but dude, it's really weird for me because, for the last 17, 18 years, you know, I've done the same schedule that you're on, you know? Yeah. And so for me to come home and then to sit at my house on Saturday is really awkward. You know, it's yeah. like, for me, it's a big change in my life and, uh, it's totally different. And, you know, to watch a race on TV and to read about it on the internet and not like, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. Have you so, been following it? I definitely. Have you been following it and yeah, watching yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. And but I miss uh, like the whole community there and the yeah. people and friends and the feelings uh, of being there on Saturday. So the media. How's uh, uh, how's, media. how's Jackie dealing with you? You're not being mean because you're not going anywhere. Putting <laughs> 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 up on me right now. I've only been home for a week, dude. So I don't know. 
Good to uh, good to see Kenny back at it. He hasn't won yet, Shorty, but uh, I know you're tight with him, and you worked with Honda last year, and good to see him. The sport's better uh, with him back, and I'm sure he'll be winning soon. Yeah, for sure. And I, I like his approach, and uh, I thought he maybe would have won one, but I think uh, it's it's coming soon, and I'm really excited to see him back on the track. And I think Cole did really really well for the first few races. He didn't do so well this weekend, I noticed. Yep. But, um, I'm happy for all those guys, and they're a good group of people, but especially for Kenny yeah. to know what he's dealt with. And I think uh, I, I expect more, like once the series gets halfway, if he's still riding or finishing where he is, I'd be a little disappointed because I I think mm-hmm. he's a better racer than that. Not that his skills aren't bad, but his mentality of wanting to win and to crush people. Yeah, um, I expect that to come back as the season uh, progresses, but um, – yeah, I hope for him that he has a good season. Yeah, it, uh, and your teammate, Jason Anderson, quasi-teammate, red plate holder on the Rockstar Husky team. So he's he's looking yeah. good. Yep. Yeah, those guys uh, had a good season. I don't really know those guys so well, right. but uh, right. it's, they've, uh, they have a new bike. It looks good, and yep. they, started, they started strong. So wow, it's good it's, for them. it's so weird, Kiefer. To say Andrew Short seventeenth at the car rally, it's just so weird for me to really say that. It's kind of like think about that. Like I don't know. I guess because I know Shorty and how much he loves dirt bikes and and yeah. just like Zach. Like I could see after Zach's done, yeah. Zach would do the same yeah. shit. I feel like he'd do the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just dude, if you're into motorsports, like you, you got to do one Dakar. It's like amazing. It's uh, yeah, like to compete in it and to experience it, the motions and feelings and. It's unreal. So I realize not everyone can do it, but I, I mean, get, for the there's a lot of people that do it that don't necessarily have the skills, but they have the money to go do it. So, yeah. uh, but man, it's an amazing event. I guess I'm around it with Ricky and stuff, so I hear about it all the time. So it, it um, when I hear Shorty talk about it, it's all the same stuff that I kind of hear, but uh, it's always interesting. Yeah. Interesting when they come back. So I like to pick yeah. Ricky's brain and just and Ricky's bike broke. Right? He was fourth. Was he fourth? Uh, I don't know yeah. if he was that high up in the oh, standings okay. or not. Yeah. But um, he got fourth at a stage. Oh, well, maybe that was it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he had some battery issue, I guess. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, so, Shorty, before we let you go here on the show, we've got to do the X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment with you because uh, you might know a thing or two about the guy who submits some of these questions for the show. <laughs> so, uh, let's do that right uh, now. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire Q&A. Andrew Short does not wear X-Brand goggles, but Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norn, and uh, Hayden Melross. Ricky Brabeck. Ricky Brabeck. And, yeah, Ricky Brabeck was beating you with X-Brand goggles before his <laughs> battery issue, Shorty. <laughs> Lots of people were. Yeah. <laughs> X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Henry Miller, Kyle Cunningham, the Hep Suzuki boys are running uh, X-Brand. X-Brand.com, use the code PULPSHOW18 to save with X-Brand goggles. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Mm. I don't know him, Weird Kiefer. Name. You don't know him, but no. Shorty, you may know him. Yeah, for sure. Come on. Um, and uh, thirty seconds or less to answer these questions. Let's go, Marks. Let's do it. Steve. Yep. Do you think Nets have improved racing or have more potential to come? More potential to come with Nets. You see those Nets, Shorty? Yes. Pretty soon there's gonna be Nets everywhere. Huh? <laughs> Dude, just bring the bull turns back, bro. Bring them back. That's, uh, that's hey, my my fear with the Nets is it's gonna be like Washougal, you know, like they have the backdrop with all the sponsors yep. with the whoops, yep. and then you can't see anything. Oh yeah, you know, 
So pretty soon they're going to be putting sponsors on those nets, just like the NFL or whatever. It's They're going to be selling signage, and then you're not going to be able to see as much. And That's oh. the only negative about the nets. Uh, I know you love them, but Lane, I'm just waiting for that. Lane Shaw wears X-Brown, according to somebody in the chat room. Yeah, Lane Shaw. Yeah, it's Lane. Yeah. It's, it's my guy. It's my guy. All right, next yeah. question. Kiefer, mm-hmm. do you think Marv makes it through the season without getting having surgery on his shoulder? Yeah, I think he rode pretty good for having an uh, injury like he did the you know what week or two before that. So uh, I uh, I talked to Alden, his trainer, and yeah, there's no surgery going to be needed. Yeah, it's no. just a week to week pain tolerance thing, and yeah, so there won't be any surgery needed. The bummer about shoulders though is like once you hurt them, yeah, you're going to hit the ground sometime through 17 races, right? Pop out yep. again. So right. yeah, it's like it's right now it's fine, but man, it's like you're playing, you're on the edge right yep. now, you yep. know. So it could right. go either way, quick. Sure. All right, next question. Shorty, what was something unexpected about the race or just the experience of racing the car? What was the most unexpected? What was the, unex- what was the most unexpected thing you came across? Mark's talk into the mic. Okay. I don't know. Everything was unexpected. I was a rookie, so um, yeah. Did any the whole thing? Did you hit any wild animals outside of crabs? No, but Laya, you know the chick that smoked me every day. Nope. Actually, I beat her one day or something. Okay. But my wife reminds me nonstop that I got smoked by a chick. Mm-hmm. She um, did. She beat you. Dude, she smashed a llama oh. going wide open. What? And I go. Did you see that llama on the side? It was in the middle of the grass. And she's a big animal lover. She's like you, like Mathis, like you and Pookie about dogs. Uh-huh. And I never, I couldn't believe it. She's like, yeah, I was so glad I killed that llama and it didn't kill me. I couldn't believe the words that came out of her mouth. But Dude, she how smashed it, a llama wide open. A llama is huge. Huge. Yes. Oh, huge. she's lucky. Um, yes. All right. Oh, my God. Next question. Steve, I'm I'm shook right now. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, wait. Did she crash or just plow through it? Dude, just plowed through it. Like bench or clamp, bike up, everything. Finish, no problem. Wow. Yeah. Steve, having mended fences with Hanny and Barsha, Mm -hmm. who's next? I don't know. I mean, Anderson told me to, you know, suck. S the D? Yeah. So maybe Anderson at some point. I I didn't mend any fences. Barcha came to me and, and said, hey, man, let's let be, bygones be bygones. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Sure. And what so, about Josh Grant? Yeah, maybe Josh Grant. I don't know. Whatever. You know what? These guys all come around at some point. Shorty was probably mad at me at some point, too. And look at him. <laughs> now he likes me. <laughs> Kiefer, what yeah. is the best and worst part about the new house? Uh, the best part is obviously having a pool and a jacuzzi to go to. The worst part is in the middle of the day when I'm looking for shit to in the cupboard, I don't know where anything is at because Heather put everything away. So I have to call her like three times a day and know where stuff is at. And I end up yelling a little bit at her because I don't know where anything's at. So that's it. That uh, Heather just said there's a ghost. You think there's a ghost? I think so. We hear some weird things at night. Really? Yeah. You're so full of it. <laughs> Can you imagine that hot tub is like the grotto? No. It's like the Playboy <laughs> no. Mansion grotto. Nothing happens in the grotto. Oh, please. Our, our sun goes in there, so I don't know. Nothing I saw happens. a little twink, twinkle in Heather's yeah, eye when exactly. you were talking no. about it. Exactly. Call, hey, it's only 7 o'clock. Everybody calm down. All right. Relax. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Next question. Shorty, what do you do when you have to take a dump in the middle of a stage? Mm, oh, good question. Yeah, good question. Oh, dude. You, yeah, you carry wipes in your jacket, so... So you stop. That was the first thing I learned with rally. Yeah, 
No, well, like before the stage starts or after, because you'll ride on the road for a while. Yeah. So before you, like everyone just rides off into the desert. <laughs> yeah. But what about if you have to go we have to go pee during hey. the stage? Yeah. Well, I've stopped a couple times, and people laugh at me. They're like, yeah, why don't you just piss on the bike? But some dudes, they wear condom catheters, which blows my mind, because my first rally I did, I thought the guy's bike was leaking fluid. It was this Yamaha guy, uh-huh. Dan Beveren. He's pretty good. And I about stopped him and pulled him. I'm like, dude, there's something out of your bike. And then when the sun came up, I could actually see it was a tube coming out of his pants, and he had, like, like a condom catheter on. Oh, and I was mind blown. Wow. Like, I'm like, yeah, these guys are serious that they won't even, like, stop to go piss. Wow. But, um, yeah. Peace. That is, yeah, that is pretty. Do you ever did you listen to the Pulp Show at all, Cody? When you're there in the car, did you put download it? And... No, uh-huh. sorry, I, I've listened to a lot of them since I've gotten home. Actually, right, right. No. okay. Well, I thought maybe we could spur you on for the car, but I guess not. <laughs> all right. Next question, Steve. Which Supercross are you most looking forward to? Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas. It means the series is done. Great questions by Moser tonight. Just I thought it'd be Atlanta because you're not going. Yeah, maybe that one. <laughs> uh, Kiefer, maybe not Dakar, but do you have an off-road event you would like to race someday? I've done Baja, so no, I did that. I'd never want to do that again. Um, I would like to go ride the Virginia City Grand Prix. That's an off-road race. That's in Nevada. Hmm. All right. Shorty, assuming the car is the hardest thing you've ever done, what is the second hardest thing? Uh, honestly, I think the toughest thing is a hot outdoor national. Like, that was yeah. really, really hard. Like, everyone at Dakar was freaked out about the altitude in Bolivia, which is basically you're up 14,000 feet. But uh-huh. I kept telling them I was scared of the heat and the dunes just because of my uh, past yeah, you know, feelings in the, in outdoors. So right. I would say, you know, something like Freestone or one of those hot ones. Those are the worst. All right. All right. A bonus question for Shorty. Oh, shocker. Yeah. Uh, where do you rate finishing Dakar on your long list of racing accomplishments? Uh, it's not so much of an accomplishment, but just more like the feelings and the what you take away from the race. Like it almost changes you and your outlook. So. That was, it was more of like a, a life goal and not to have any regrets. Um, so I'm really happy I did it and something I'll never forget. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. To say. It's like it's like the Tour de France, really, because the same organization puts it on. Yeah. Um, yeah. The way he's talking, you know, it just sounds like just sounds real Tour de France ish, like a long. Yeah. long I think it's well, it's longer than Tour, but I'm just it's that's what it reminds me of. Kind of like that and, like, climbing Everest, like, competition. Like, if you combine the two, it's it's, it has, like, similar similar feel. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain. The bummer part is, is you can never explain it to anybody. And nobody can watch it. And the TV doesn't do it justice and stuff like that. Like, I know worldwide it's massive race. And they say the numbers are huge. But North America, no one really knows about it or cares. Yeah. But... To experience it, I'm telling you, it's like there's nothing like it. And uh, the riding is insane, and the feelings and the sense of accomplishment at the end is is huge. So it's really cool. Uh, that's been the X-Brown Goggle Tariffs. <laughs>
X brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere, like Ricky Brabeck, who was putting a beat down on Shorty at the car with the X brands <laughs> before he had a bike issue. Pulp Show 18 is the goggle, is the code to use uh, at xbrand.com. I'm, I'm kidding, of course, Shorty. Um, what, are the cha- what are the chances, Shorty, that we see you on the line for a 450 motocross national one more time? Uh, I'd love to, but yeah, I don't think they would let me do that. Really, point, huh? So. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. I would love to. I want to ride that new bike that Kiefer has. That uh, thing looks bad. No, he's in love with it right it's now. So he's good. in love with really? it. That's all yeah. he keeps talking about. It's great. You're gonna yeah, love I want it. one. Yeah, you're going to love it yeah, when you get one. I won't get one for a while, or I don't know if I ever get one, but yeah. Um, they look rad. I would love to go race. Well, thanks. Uh, Especially Colorado. Yeah, no doubt. Well, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Congratulations yeah, great on, job, on, the, on the race and the finish. and It's awesome. It was really cool to see that. And, and um, man, it's really an accomplishment. And uh, so thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Have a good night. All right. See you. See you. Andrew Short, everybody. Brought to you by VertexPistons.com on the Pulp Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. What a hero. He's gnarly. I mean, what not hero. only is he gnarly, but he's getting other people interested in off-road racing from Moto's yeah. side. So. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, Chris Kiefer here in studio. Uh, Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? What's up? <clears throat> hey, I uh, I have a couple of the race or the uh, what is it motocross action future headlines. Yep. Okay, Brayton wins uh, the oldest Supercross rider, or uh, Reedy reigns in the records. Mm. The oldest, the oldest winner is Larocco. Um, yeah, I think, and I think they said that Brayton would, if he won the other night, that, that he would actually be the oldest. Okay, I don't know if that was accurate or not. I think he's thirty-four. Dude, I think Reedy's thirty-five. Dude, I don't think any either one of those guys wins. I don't. <laughs> really? I don't think I'm a huge Brayton fan. Yeah, he's from my hometown, so seeing him out there winning is, is amazing. You know, it's just a small town in Iowa. It's crazy. Yeah. So Ch- Chad Pedersen, yeah. Teddy Mayer, Gavin Faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pedersen actually just got a jersey from Pedersen, too, so that was pretty pumped about that. So. Oh, cool. Well, let's really uh, cool. l- let's give you a fly racing Brayton jersey, all right? Assignment. Oh, sweet, sweet. That's um, cool. I have another another one, too. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the uh, – okay, does, is McGrath come back before uh, – Stewart, I'm not as creative as you on that end, but who do you think comes back first, Stewart or McGrath? You know, the rumors of, of McGrath coming back on Vital are strong. There's rumors of McGrath coming back? What? Well, him getting <laughs> trimmed and everything, and I think, I don't, I, there was an Instagram post that was, like, screenshotted, and I don't know if they just Photoshopped it or, or if it was legit, you know, he was kind of making a joke or a comeback or whatever, but, I mean, the dude is pretty trim right now and looking pretty good. Yeah, so. he is. No, absolutely, but uh, I, I don't see this happening, so. No. And Stu, Stu's, Stu's done. Stu's done. Stu's coming back. I'm so sad. Stu's coming back. I'm so sad about that. I think Stu comes back. I want him back. I, I've been on record. I think Stu comes back. One more race somewhere. Nah. It's over. He it's should over. be back by Daytona. By Daytona. Uh, there right? we go. Uh, stay on hold, man. Marks will get you okay. your info, and we're going to send you a signed Brayton jersey, uh, courtesy of the Thank folks at Fly Racing. All right, stay on hold, and uh, we'll make that happen. Thanks to FlyRacing.com uh, for stepping up and and doing that for that for that guy. Uh, is this, uh, who is this, Five Star? Yeah, hey, what's up? What up, bro? Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, Brayton for a minute. Um, Unadilla is the the one time a year that I get to go uh, really see all my motocross heroes race just because it's, you know, the closest to my house. And this was the first year that I got pit passes, and I kind of forgot that, Brayton doesn't do the summer outdoor series no. right now anyway. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But 
uh, I got to kind of check out Benny Bloss for the first time. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And he actually went really, really well in the mud this year, which yeah, is did. cool to see. Yeah, he's good at that track. But uh, yeah. anyway, I was um, you know, watching uh, Justin race this weekend, and he's just his style is so impressive to watch turned, turned considering how mm-hmm. you know how old he is compared to the rest of the field yeah. and i was struggling to remember a, a time when he had like a really gnarly injury or anything he's had to come back from like like really bad you know well, i don't think he's had one i can't think of any he he had concussion problems a couple summers ago with the bto team ktm team right yep but uh yeah it, i don't think I mean, yeah i don't think he's had too much really seems like just little things I mean, relatively speaking, little yes, things here yes, and there, but it's some. Um, right. I mean, the fact that he can he can ride at that level for this long is just like yeah. it just seems like he keeps getting better. It's so awesome. It's great it, to see. Uh, absolutely. Go ahead. He's technically uh, you watch him ride, just like you said. His back's real straight. His elbows are bent all the time. This track his, was so good for him too. I mean, he's good at whoops, yep. and you he rides on his toes. He's really if you guys are out there listening and want to watch a good rider to to mimic. He's very good at that. He's really good technically. And I think that's why you're seeing him do well and the longevity. You know, he's evolved as the sport he's evolved. So um, that's why. I think that's why he's good. Yeah. That guy could still scrub like no other, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's all right amazing. at it. Um, thanks, man. Thanks for yeah. the call. Actually, real quick, um, Kiefer, before I go, um, I had a technical question. Yep. Uh, I had a, a crash a few months ago and ended up kind of smushing the head of my rear brake lever up against the cases. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's essentially useless at this point. It's an OEM one. Uh, so I was looking at some aftermarket options, uh, for a 450 and was kind of playing around with a couple different brands, uh, which, uh, do you think are, are pretty good? Uh, I've tried a few tusks make one that is pretty good. Um, I, if, if it was just me, I would get an OEM lev, you know, just because that's what I'm used to. When you get the bike, I'm always an OEM guy, but for an aftermarket one, I would either go Tusk or, um, Hammerhead, those two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they make replacement parts when you break those Unlike a, unlike an OEM one, you have to replace the whole thing. Correct. But, um, yes. It looks like the aftermarket ones have a bigger head to them for better feel. Yep, then some of the teeth are a little bit different, sharper, wider, and also there's lengths. You can have a different length pedal, depends how, you know, or short, depends how uh, big your foot is. So um, just make sure to pay attention to all the options that, that's available. Cool, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, Thank guys. you. No problem. Yep. Colin, what's up? You got a question for Kiefer? Colin. Yeah, here, sorry. What's up? What's up, Colin? Hey, on, um, I've got 18 450. I bugged you quite a bit about this thing i'm getting sore in like random places is that thing because it's so damn rigid well it's not so damn rigid i mean it is compared to other machines it's a little bit more rigid um but i don't know i'm getting sore i mean i ride pretty regular in the summertime and i was getting like sore in places like i've never been sore from riding Hmm. yeah as soon as i switched that to that bike yeah that's weird i've never heard anything like that usually uh dirt bikes a dirt bike but uh yeah, that's super weird, Colin. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Colin. Now, some, somebody posted uh, on uh, Instagram last time about making those different engine brackets. Is that work fine? Yeah, I saw something like that. Someone tagged me. A few people tagged me in that photo. I haven't tried them yet. Um, Who makes them? Some guy. His name's Chris. Just a, it's a dude. Just a kid. Yeah, but 
you got to make them with a certain thickness. Well, and that's, a, that's, I mean, you just can't make them. So on paper, well, I guess you know, Intignac uh, is running them. Yeah, well, here, 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 Adam Intignac. So on paper, on theory, it's it's okay, but. Once again, you got to make sure the material that he's using is the right material. The yeah, thickness of it is, and also the you know if he's saying hey it's stiff, soft, where he's cutting the holes, how big the hole is. So there's certain things that you need to do, and I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, yeah. it's, it's bad or good. I'm just saying I haven't tried it, so I don't know yet. Uh, thanks, Colin. We got to run. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate right. the call. Thanks. All right, going to take our first commercial break here. Chris Kiefer is here. KieferIncTesting.com and Pulpamix. How's that going? Are you happy? I'm loving it. I love Pulp. I you love know, working for you. you, you the only thing happy? I'm bummed out is right. you don't send me your article for your RMZ. Yep. Waiting on that. Yep. Um, otherwise, love it. All right. Fantastic. Great. That was your first dig at me at not riding since <laughs> 7 7. There's going to be more of those tonight, I'm sure. All right. We're going to take a commercial break here. We'll be back with Colin Scummy Morrison, Justin Barsha. Ooh. Cold Neck still coming. We've got some more segments. We'll maybe get in touch with our buddy JT if we can. we got some stuff to give away, got a contest to play. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial break, everybody. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulpamex 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. 
from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance ability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride.
WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody. We thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented pro-launch start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, 
today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, bringing you Chris Kiefer tonight, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, and Works and the Get Data. All on board with us, Chris Kiefer in studio. Hello. This will be on my sound check. So it was on your sound check, I guess, several years ago, too. Your five CD changer yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't far off of my current list. And you're not having 13, correct? I 10. Don't I don't know about that. One Zach, zero. Zach Osborne is going to conduct it, and uh, he's not letting me go push no. the limits. So good. Zacho is on board. You never responded to his text, by the way. Yeah, I, I did. Think. Did you? Yeah, okay. you just don't uh, So thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. We are going to give away a Maxima USA uh, kit, an oil kit, either two-stroke or four-stroke for you people, uh, whatever you need. Uh, MaximaUSA.com, the official oil of the uh, Pro Circuit team. And uh, also, too, uh, Maxima Oil, they've created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. The demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in the DNA of Maxima and championship-winning factory Cowie race team. Uh, the longtime Maxima partners exclusively use Maxima throughout the bike. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com. We are going to give away four-stroke or two-stroke oil kit, a chain care kit, T-shirt, promo pack, uh, a VIP card for 50% off an online order of Maxima to a random guy who emails contest at pulpamexshow.com. Just put oil or Maxima in the subject line, and uh, we'll draw somebody out and uh, let our archive guys uh, get a chance at this because a lot of you people live uh, win, and uh, so we're going to do... Um, let our archive guys do that. So contest at com for a Maxima USA oils kit. Thanks to the folks at Maxima. Official oil of the dogger. That's so, what I use. That's all you need to say. Yeah. Official oil of the dogger. 
That's it. That's it. Um, so thanks to Andrew Short for coming on. Justin Barsha coming up. Colton Eck coming up. Eck was caught in the nets. That's poor guy. He's had some bad luck this year. It was glorious. It sucks. It's not even glorious. It was glorious. That's so bad. No, it was, it was awesome. A little whiskey. Well, speaking of Colton Eck, uh, he is at the races right now uh, riding for the uh, Skivvy uh, Honda or Skivvy race team, I should say, privateer team there. Taking a bunch of guys, helping them out, uh, taking them to the races, giving them a little pit area. Really, really nice of that company. And uh, the owner of that company is on the line now. He's a freestyle motocross pioneer, Colin Scummy Morrison. What's up, Colin? How are you, man? What's going on, Steve? What up, Kiefer? What's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, dude, I, I think you already know I'm a big fan of the show, so I'm uh, I'm pumped, man. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Uh, um, so talk about what you're doing a little bit. And uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce is under your your wing. Uh, Tyler Entignap, who just, uh, by the way, get well soon, Tyler. He had a bad, bad crash. He was riding for you. X riding for you. Yeah. Alex Nagy. What are you doing? Yeah, man. I mean, I, so we did this in 2015 on a shoestring budget. We had Adam and Tyler on. Um, I got my underwear company, Skivvy. My partner has that big trailer we're pulling with. So we're like, you know, I've always been a big Supercross fan. And, uh, you know, I think it's a complete joke what these poor guys make. You know, the top 20 dudes, they're making good money. But all these other guys, I mean, it's a complete nightmare. I mean, just for them having to pay to race Supercross, coming in 20th place if you make a night show, make a – thousand bucks couple thousand bucks i just felt so bad for these guys so 2015 we did it helped out adam tyler got him to the got him to the races and uh so that first year really under the radar whatever we we skipped uh two more years i got some uh all my sponsors i rounded up some money skivvy started started doing a lot better so we had some marketing dollars and uh you know i told my partner i said you know let's Let's try and do the Supercross team a little bit bigger. Uh-huh. I know it's kind of smoke and mirrors from the outside. We don't got much race parts or anything. But, uh, you know, we got the rig. We're supplying race gas for the guys, flying the guys out, paying the race entries, just trying to do whatever nice. we can do yeah. to help, you know. Um, yeah. So That's awesome, Trying dude. to help these guys. Yeah, Absol- yeah. No, absolutely. It's great. Great deal. Um, and, uh, it, you know, these guys don't have much. And so you're giving them something. Like you said, it's not – it's not a full factory ride, but it's the best that you guys can do at the time, and I'm sure these guys really appreciate it, and I think it, more people like you are needed in the sport. Uh, where can they go to, to support your company to support that supports privateers? Uh, you know, just maybe just Skivvy official on Instagram. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying really hard to get that going. We want to do this again next year. And, yeah, once again, just want to help these guys out. Yeah. I think a lot of people that watch the sport, they don't really see – the ins and outs and what these guys have to do to get to every race. I mean, you know, it's it's gnarly. The gnarly dudes on the sport and these guys, it's hard for them to make it to the race. So if I can do whatever I can do to help these guys a little bit more, I mean, I'm it's it's so much fun. It's a, it's a lot of work because, you know, we don't have a lot of guys working for the team. Like last week it was me and one other guy setting up the rig. But we're doing everything I can do. Yeah. So the riders just have to worry about the riding and we can – somewhat handle the rest so it's it's going good so far skvi.com or what what is it what's the site skvi.com yeah there we go uh, that's yeah. the website skvi.com no that's uh, uh, yeah. that's great man and and maybe our listeners will go in and support you a little bit and, and the, great, great quality hey, product that, yeah the alex naggy thing i, I yeah. hit you up on instagram that was classic i heard 
heard uh, that that podcast you did with Ray and Alex, and yeah, dude, heard this guy sleeping in his car. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? So I I hit him up on Instagram. <laughs> he was really pumped. So yeah, we got him on the rig, and that guy is so gnarly. I got so much respect for him. The last yeah. round, the poor guy was sleeping in his car. I found out. Yeah, and he's and I went up yeah. to him. Yeah, I said, listen, man, like I'm here to help. I will get you a room, whatever you want. He's like, dude. I don't even want to ask you. It's cool. I'll sleep in my car. I'm like, listen, I will get you a hotel room. He's like, That's no, awesome. no, I'm just going to sleep in my car. So that that kid is punk rock, man. And yeah. uh, he's just a good, solid guy, him and his dad. And, um, yeah, man. No. So. Yeah, this 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 Alex Nagy guy, he lived in his van for like a month. Where is he season. from? Illinois. Okay. And he he's had a hammock in his van. Him and his buddy slept in it. They, they showered once a week. He rode at Milestone every day. He had to wrap his race gas can in a garbage bag so it didn't smell so bad so they wouldn't die. Holy shit. And at Houston, him and his dad slept in a rental car at the stadium. Really? Yeah. I got to get uh, Nagy. I Nagy. Know, Alex okay. Nagy. I'm going to write this down. 509, oh, bro. Dude, Nagy is, yeah, Nagy is rad, man. And it's he... just him and his dad, they're such good guys, man. And like I said, I don't know. He, he turned down a hotel room just because he was afraid to ask. And, man, I, you know, I'd pay out of my pocket, like, just try and help this guy, but he's just a genuine, nice guy. And same thing with Colton. I live, uh, I'm in the 805, the racer's edge. I've known Jason for 20 years, and that's uh, yeah, Colton's nephew. And then yeah, I yeah. mean the Deuce Deuce Tyler. It's just such a good yeah. group of guys. We have a good time. And um, dude, it's, can it's you a good vibe uh, over there. can you believe how popular the Seven Deuce Deuce is with these fans? <laughs> like, dude, I, you know, I think because he's just a genuine guy. He's not yeah. trying to put up no front. He's just a real dude, and I don't think there's enough guys in this sport like that. You know, he just yep. says says what he what he really is, man. He's a he's a good dude. Really uh, like him. Absolutely. And Colton X going to be on later tonight. We're going to talk to him about getting. Unfortunately, we're not talking to him about his results, Colin. We're going to talk to him about oh, getting, getting I, caught I, in the I, net. But <laughs> I knew that, we're going to have him on. I couldn't of the net. believe it. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. dude, he's like a big tuna getting caught. I loved it. I couldn't Jesus. believe it. Um, Hey, so uh, yeah, it's a great thing you're doing, and uh, I love that. Na- I love that you heard the show with with Nagy that we did, and then you're like, I got to help that guy. That's awesome. You know, that just, yeah, that yeah, just says that, a lot. It, it, yeah, it works out, man. And uh, yeah, everything everything right now is working out. You, I think you already know. Talked to Kiefer, got sober six years ago. Pill addiction, the whole drug addiction, yep. you know, just feels like once you get your life straightened up and get sober, anything is possible, man. And uh, yeah, just yeah. for me to be able to do this, I mean, six years ago, there's no way I would ever uh, thought I could do something like this. So, yeah, yeah everything's working out good in my life. No, I'm just good. honored that I can help these guys in any way, man. No, I think that's awesome. It's really cool. We bullshit a little bit at Anaheim, and uh, I know that you ride a little bit, but I do not know if you're still hitting ramps. Do you still get to go out and do some stuff? I'm still hitting ramps. Yeah, I'm actually team manager for uh, Metal Militia, so we just did a big Metal Militia shoot. actually did uh, – like a 200-foot, fifth-gear wide-open ramp like a month ago. So I feel I still have a little bit in the <laughs> nice. tank. And uh, yeah. I'm actually up in, in your hood. I'm off uh, right by the 15 in Palmdale. Okay. I guess they rented out AV. We're doing some cycle cycle gear commercial at the track tomorrow. So. Oh, is that at Comp Edge tomorrow? Comp Edge, yeah. They rented out the track, I guess. So you guys are the ones I can't, go, I can't go test tomorrow because of you fuckers. Oh, out nice, there. Job. <laughs> nice job. Nice job, Scott. Nice job. Man, man, man. Come on. Come on. Come on, drive, man. They won't care. Dude, uh, uh, I, I communicated a little bit back and forth with the Wombat. I don't know exactly his situation with the militia anymore, but that, that dude would be worthy of a podcast. 
Larry Linklater. Dude, Wombat's down, man. I talk to him every day. He's well, still doing his I, thing, and Evans is off the rocker, man. So what? What? Okay, so that was gonna. What is the beef with you and Tyler uh, this Evans? This is good shit. Yeah. On on. Dude, so you guys media. already saw that I'm racist. Apparently, <laughs> did you see the hit? Yes, yes, you're racist. I saw that. Well, yeah. I guess this is a great deal to get that out because I didn't want to chime and have to write back everybody. I've known Evans forever, man. I'm not gonna talk too much about this because he's uh. He's Evans. I've known him my whole life. You know, we yeah. I got him in the metal militia, did free the whole freestyle thing and uh pretty much he called me one day. He said, Hey Morrison, I need thirty pairs of underwear for my rapper that I'm trying to manage right now and I said, Evans, I can't get thirty pairs of underwear out. You know, I can give him like maybe like five whatever just because they're my friend. Send me an address. Never sent me an address a month later. He puts that on Instagram. <laughs> he goes off on me saying, Dude, you, you're just not doing it because he's black. I'm like, Evans, like, we got NFL players. It's not about, I'm not, come on, man. Like, I yeah. just can't get 30 pairs of underwear. Then he goes that rant, man, <laughs> that, which is just crazy. You know, you know, it's sad. Like, like I said, back to the sober thing, man. There's a lot of dudes in that era of motocross. Yeah. All that. You know, it's sad because back then it was a different world. And uh, I, in the big picture, I, I feel bad for Evans, and I, I think uh, he needs to kind of do what I did, I, I guess, you know? We had him on going. the show about a year ago. I got you in. No, I, I got – remember, I'm the one that set that up. Did I you? Okay. I gave you Evans' number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the so, one that set that up with you. Oh, yeah. Kiefer was Me here, and, and we, we – I already know. Yeah, we <laughs> He's we looking were... inside from the outside. He's looking in. He's back out. He's looking in. Corporations <laughs> and umbrellas, bro. Dude, uh, me and Steve were looking at each other like – I didn't know what to ask him. Steve's pointing at me, and I'm like, I don't even know what to say because I don't yeah. know where this is going. Well, that's unfortunate. That uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully Tyler figures it out, man. Yeah, I, I know him well too over the years, you know. So yeah, it's sad. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. You guys know Shane Best, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually, when I was in rehab, he showed up in rehab. You know, he went through a bunch of stuff, and that guy, we're like neighbors and uh, go to meetings together. But he's actually going to college right now to become a drug counselor so i just wanted to throw that out there i got a lot of respect for shane he's been through a lot of stuff but he's doing so good right now man and uh yeah, yeah he, good, he, good was, to uh, hear. he was a top dude back in the day for sure um so man, you are, you are just helping these guys for the west coast swing i guess uh scummy if 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 everything works out for you down the road would you ever want to take some guys to the whole series i mean is this would, would you, you know want that it? yeah that's the plan for next year. Yeah, I've already got a lot of a lot of people that came up to me. They like what we're doing. They definitely want to help us out next year, and that's yep. the goal. And obviously, we need to get a little bit more help on the team because right now it's just me and one other guy. You know, I want to get a lot more stuff in the rig, like parts and everything. You know, I'm not I'm not a team man. This isn't like what I do, but I, I yep. got a lot of connections, so I feel like I can yeah, help yeah. these guys. Because if it wasn't for this, a lot of these guys were going to show up in their pickup truck. So if I can. Supply them with the basics. Get them to every round. You know, we're not, we're not doing this to make money. Maybe we're going to sell 10 more pair of underwear. It's not about that. For yeah. me, I'm a motocross in my blood if I can help these guys. Done deal. So, you know, that's the goal for next year for sure. Let's uh, let's talk some old school yeah. free, freestyle stuff. What was the gnarliest thing you've ever done, man? I don't I, – I seriously, I couldn't even say that on the radio. Uh, I meant I meant like jump jump scummy, not like <laughs> oh, jump, okay. not like a, uh, not like going to jail or something. 
No, oh, man, I want to know I mean, that shit. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. I mean, Warp Tour, with I was on Warp Tour for four years, and Kenny Watson was the team manager living in a goddamn tour bus for three months at a time with Kenny Watson back in the day. If you could, you guys can come up with your own stories because it all happened Don't there. Don't me. Fuck exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know. I think that Simi Valley train jump was a big one. Oh yeah, like, we got a couple hours a night of sleep that night before, kind of going for it. We showed up in uh, fifth gear wide open over moving train. That was a big one, and I'm sure you guys already saw the past like three months or three Dude. other dudes that went for yeah, it. Yeah, but but it's one all guy. eroded now, right? Like, stop it. It's all eroded. It's not the same jump, it's right? Good. I'm telling you, it's perfect. Any dude can go there right now and claim it. It's unbelievable that they didn't put anything in front of it. It's right in Simi Valley. So one guy did it, broke his uh, internal bleeding in his head. Oh. Another guy went for it broke his foot peg, snapped his femur in half. The last time Colby Raha did it, this guy actually has bike skill. He went for it. I was on top. We were filming for On the Pipe 7. On top of the landing, we, we were waiting for about 20 minutes for a train to come. Colby's on the other side. It's on a main road. It's unbelievable. Right when the train was coming, we yelled, Colby, get the bike. Get, get it started. Jay Schweitzer got the camera rolling. All of a sudden, two CHP cops came boning down out down the road blocked him in colby went around the cops and just went for it it was the most no unbelievable way. it was grand theft auto like <laughs> in real life i couldn't believe it we all ran and he parked far away ran from the cops and i don't know if they're still after him but holy smokes you know, wow i think back in the day freestyle was just i think you know it's all about yeah. partying and there wasn't you know it's not what it is today and i think that's why a lot of guys went down that wrong path like i yep. did you know it, yeah. It was just rebellious. Those, stuff. Um, hey, hey, and to those guys like the the Dana and those guys that made Krusty, they printed money, bro. It was must have been nuts, nuts. Oh, how I, much money they made off those off those cassettes? Hey, you know, yeah. uh, uh, I saw Mike Russell at Atlanta GP, dude. He's coming back. What? Oh my God! He's yes, still wearing the bald neck. LBZ <laughs> is back, dude. They had a booth. Uh, stop it! Stop I'm, it, Kiefer. I'm Dan Zap being serious. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, uh, what? Uh, two things. How did you get the yeah. nickname Scummy? And I think that was on Warp Tour. I think uh, Watson named that. Just living on a tour bus on a punk rock show, not showering, and uh, you know, it actually, it's a real story. The the roadie from the uh, Long Beach Dub All Stars. His name was Scummy, and this guy was just all – he was a cartoon character. Kind of got it from him, went to me. Then we made the adventures of Twitch and Scummy. It stuck, and then I just went with it. So um, That's you know. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, who's, who do you think in your eyes is the most talented or ever was most talented uh, freestyle guy? You know what? I think natural riding ability was Mike Sinkmars. Really? Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys remember back in the oh, day? Oh, yeah. Just yeah. gnarly and just smooth and just, you know, I'm all about style. And I think for him, style-wise, he was he was kind of the guy, you know. And Yeah, Sink and I used to, to ride together a lot back in the day because he was a high-def kid. Was he moto? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Sink in the moto? Yeah. yeah, he was moto first. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I like the guys back in the day in freestyle that actually had racing and riding skills. You know, like Tommy Flowers was a, he was always rad to watch in freestyle. Mm -hmm. Sink Mars, um, you know, Deegan was cool. It's sad how all those guys kind of disappeared and, you know, talked to Clifford uh, like a couple weeks ago. He's doing really good. He's where being, he's an electrician right now, so he's doing good. He's still around. Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Um, awesome, man. Well, hey, um, thank you for coming on. Uh, great work with the team. Yeah, very SKVI. cool. SKVI.com. Support the team that supports guys like Nagy and the Entignap and Eck and these guys. Shoemakers uh, on that team, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a really cool thing yep. you're doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, what what's cool about it, Scummy, is like a lot of guys would come on and be like, you know, ah, oh, we got the be- you know, we're we're fully stocked, we're loaded, we're the best team in the pits, blah blah. But you're like, look, dude, we're not we're not this massive race. We're doing what we can. You're under promising, over delivering. You know what I mean? That's the and then that's you know. what it is. We I it was we did this 30 days before Anaheim. All the guys, you know, when I told them straight up, I said, listen, I can get you guys race gas, pay for the race entries. We got a pretty cool rig. But that's about it, and they're all cool. That you know, we're just doing what we can do. I'm not trying to make money. I just look at this and what these guys get paid. The you know, not the dudes that make main events. These guys are still so gnarly. You get these guys at any damn local pro race. These guys are the gnarliest dudes ever, and people forget that they are gnarly dudes, and uh, they're struggling out there. You know, they, I think it's it's disgusting they have to pay to race Anaheim. How much these guys are making money off these guys and it, it's just yeah. it's disgusting to me you know so i just want to help these guys and uh you know maybe we'll try and do a little bit next year but yeah just trying everything i can so right. that's all i can do oh no awesome man thank you for the time thanks for listening thanks for all the support Dude, over thank the years. You. Yeah, yeah i'm a oh. huge fan of you guys so thank you very much and uh, much respect and i'll see you guys in oakland yeah i'll pass your number on to kiefer so after off there he can call you to see about the gnarliest thing you've ever done yeah we gotta get together for that. <laughs> uh, i'll I'll definitely talk to you about that. Yeah, I don't think you'll believe it, but uh, I'll talk to you guys this weekend. All right. uh, thank you, man. Right, Thanks for you, the man. time, Colin. Thanks. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, Colin Scummy Morrison, com. Please check him out. Taking a bunch of privateers under his roof and uh, and, and giving them a home. I, he was a very intimidating person to meet because um, being I don't I'm not tatted up and right. I'm not in the in the freestyle scene. Then you meet him, just a normal, humble dude. Yeah. I really enjoyed, you know, talking to him, and he speaks well. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's been a big uh, part of the uh, of the Pulp Show fan base for a while. Uh, worst connection pro launch start device. Uh, you love this. I love. Yeah. This is it. If you're doing dirt starts, you need to get this. If you could only have oh boy. one worst connection part, <sighs> the clutch perch, the elite clutch pro perch, or the or the pro launch start device perch. Just because I don't race all the time. So. Yeah, okay. Perch. Perch is on RM Army downstairs. Oh, good. Yeah. I got one. I love it. Red? Blue. Oh, blue? No, blue to match the seat. But the knob is blue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You Something you could get all black, you can get red. No, I'm RM Army. We're blue and yellow. That's what we wear. Right. That's our, our uniform. I think Works Connection could like a yellow wheel. That'd be sick. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. That would be. Um, so thanks to Works Connection. We are going to give away an AZ Pro Launch Start Device. Easy. To the third caller. Uno, dos, tres. Third caller right now. Marks is on the phone, probably working on the divorce details. Third caller, uh, Marks wins. Jesus. Works Connection. Easy start device, all right? WorksConnection.com. Please check them out. Uh, great guys there in NorCal, and uh, we love to have them on the show. They've been with us for a number of years now. Atlas Neck Brace, Atlas.com. Jason Anderson wears an Atlas, and he's uh, got the points lead. He's one That's of, not a coincidence. He's one of the few riders that wear Neck Brace, I think. Uh, yeah, Chase Sexton, also an Atlas okay. athlete. Uh, so please check him out, and uh, we thank those guys uh, for coming on board. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, man. Uh, I was this weekend, and uh, I was in the pits early and stuff and walking around, and I noticed uh, 70 Deuce popped one of his uh, motors, did a quick motor swap, and it uh, looked like he was struggling in practice, and the main did 
but he didn't make the main. So I was wondering if there's anything that you heard on what happened. Uh, I've not. No, I did not talk. To, oh, I did talk to him, but it was all about lit kit stuff, which. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Kiefer will be pumped to know. Uh, no, I did not talk to him about his race. Uh, you're right; he wasn't as good as he's normally been, though. He's he's been he made the first two mains of the year, and uh, it hasn't gone as well uh, this past weekend. So, maybe, I don't, yeah, I, I maybe don't motor that, issue. So. Yeah, motor issue, yeah. and then having his brother crash. Yeah, that before. probably that probably didn't help things. Yeah. So, um, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, of course. All right, we got our winner, right, Marks? We got our winner for the Works Connection uh, Start Device, and uh, so. Uh, Racetech rant of the night or racetech.com. Please check them out. Uh, the OEMs have a tough task of making suspension set up, Kiefer. They really do. They got to cover a broad range of skill and weight of riders. Uh, so if you take it to racetech.com, you can get personalized suspension set up. Use the code PulpMX to save. They're doing a whole bunch of motor stuff as well. Racetech.com, Kiefer, you've been working closer with these guys yep. um, as just, well. Just took some uh, KX450F suspension. How weird is that? Then I just texted me. Oh, anyway, did it? Anyways, okay. And then uh, they just did a Honda set, which is unreal for me. Yeah, you love that Honda set. I do. You really do love it. Yeah, it's So, racetech.com, uh, please check them out. And uh, Racetech's a big part of that Hep Suzuki team. So, basically, before we get Barsha on here, my rant of the night is simply, and I went on one about uh, the Arena Cross program um, uh, during our fantasy show, but I thought I would just bring it up again. I know some people listen to both, but this show gets way more listeners than the fantasy show. Josh Moseman. Uh, did not qualify for the main event this weekend. I really thought he was. I thought he would. He, he's national number 64 or something. He was top 20, almost well, a ton of motos in the 450 Motocross Series. Mm -hmm. And he had to uh, miss the start of the Supercross Series so that he could get his points in Arena Cross to race Supercross. The guy's top 20 in and, 450 Nationals. And has a national number. And has a national number. But he's not qualified. Not good enough. Has to go to Arena Cross to get points uh, so that he can qualify for Supercross. So this is not the stupidest rule I've ever heard of in my life. But if you're from Europe, Dylan Ferrandis or Auberson or any GP guy, you don't have to do that. Where Supercross is very rare, that's okay. Hmm. If you're an amateur kid like Chase Sexton or Austin Forkner, who had has ridden Supercross practically their whole lives, they've done Monster Cup, amateur All-Stars, they got to go to Arena Cross. It's the stupidest rule ever. They're telling you it's for the safety of Supercross guys and to make sure you're qualified, quote-unquote. But yet, these guys are better than, than three-quarters of the people out there mm. on a Saturday night. It's the stupidest rule ever. All they're doing is using it to sell Arena Cross tickets. That's all they care about. They don't care about actually getting these guys ready to go. And the difference between Supercross and Arena Cross is huge also. Doesn't mean anything. You can race arena cars. All of a sudden, you're going to be great in supercars. No, it doesn't. No, it's not. It's not the same. There's same some thing. specialized arena cross riders. And you can talk to many, many guys about this. It's the stupidest thing ever. And it's the the RC road to supercross can suck my balls. Oh, it sucks. It's terrible. It's useless. It's stupid. When a guy like Josh Moseman has to miss races because he has to go arena cross and he's top twenty four fifty motocross last summer. Yeah, he's good. When the Europeans don't have to take. The Ricky Carmichael road to Supercross because I don't know why. When they don't really have Supercross experience, you can tells you all you need to know about that stupid rule. So I the the word on the street is that Arena Cross is going away next year. Yes, That's you've heard, heard that. Yeah, and uh, this this amateur thing is going to be the thing. I think they'll do more amateur days on Sunday, and the Amsoil Arena Cross series will be uh, no more. Uh, which, which is sad to which me. Which is sad, but I think Kiefer, someone will pick that ball up and run with it. Okay, good, because I feel bad for the guys that are making a living racing arena cross, hence yeah. Gavin Faith, Jacob Hayes, Chris Blows, those kind of dudes. Mm -hmm. 
that are still high level riders that can make a living racing as something that I would still go and enjoy and watch racing. You know, and Arena Cross, I would go and watch that. It's fun racing for me to watch. Well, I don't wish those guys, you know, ill will that they can't um, race and make a living anymore. But thank God that rule will be gone. Yeah, I mean, I don't even right, exactly. That rule doesn't affect them, the top guys, because those guys are Arena Cross dudes. They go there every year. They win the, the championship. Um, but I'm going to be really fucking pissed. This is my rant. If they take that away, and now you're removing a lot of jobs for these guys, and where are they going to go? Nah, they, they there'll be somebody to start Arena Cross Series. It's too profitable. That's fine. Good, It'll be profitable. It. But it's just the stupidest rule ever. It's ridiculous. And Josh Moseman couldn't race the two West Coast because uh, he had to go to Arena Cross to get points. And um, I've said it over and over. You tell me Austin Forkner, who rode the U.S. Open, or the Monster Cup, I mean, three years in a row, isn't ready? Chase Sexton? But here's the best part. I don't know what's happened to him, but Ronnie Ford, come on down. <laughs> that is a bad Come on down, Ronnie. <laughs> you were a pro in 99. Grandfathered. You don't need to go to Arena Cross. You can... You're 15 seconds off the next place guy. Go ahead, Ronnie. Hey, Have fun. But you, Moseman, you, Sexton, Forkner, go to Arena Cross. Right. It's such a hypocritical stance because if they really, truly cared that guys are ready, quote unquote, for Supercross, mm -hmm. they would say, hey, Ronnie, to Arena Cross, you go. Go back, yeah. We can watch you. You're 10 seconds off the last place guy. Right. I agree with that. Totally agree. Where is Ronnie, by the way? I don't know. I don't know if they told him he's can't race. I don't know what's going on. Because I saw him Anaheim one. He was at the first two. And that's it. That's yeah. all I saw. Yeah. So he was at the first two. Right. And I like Ronnie. I'm not picking on him so no. much. I think, radio. I think it's badass that he's still out there trying to do it. But I'm saying if you are gonna have this rule, hey, then there's another guy out there that I was racing against when I was racing Supergrass, Travis Smith. That dude out there, Travis Smith was racing when I was racing. So there you go. What's that got to do with anything? I'm just saying, there's still dudes out there that are doing oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but if you're if you're if you're ready, you're ready. You know, you, you, Josh Mosman is ready. His number, he's national number sixty four. If these guys are coming into this series, you're racing amateur national, going Loretta's, you're doing the Monster Cup, you're doing all this. Thing, you're gonna know. You're not some crazy dude from the outside just gonna hop on in. Like back when I was racing, we had daytime qualifiers and all this shit. Yes, we did get random people that showed up like, hey. Especially like, uh, you never went there, but like Pontiac and Indy in the snow states. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Those dudes would dust their bikes off. Right. And their first ride would be Supercross. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you've got to have some experience. Let's not make it so it's only arena cross only. I mean, that, your, your point exactly for Moseman, it, that's really bad. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And again, if you're from Europe, <laughs> Dylan Ferrandez did not have to do the road to, to, to uh, yeah. Supercross. Yep. And and if you ask me, and he's a great supercross rider, he's he's in my he's in my category of guys who don't need to go. But if you're gonna make a rule and yeah. make Bozeman go, yep. then make Ferrandis go, right? Because he's from Europe where they barely race supercross. It's so stupid. So I'm 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 happy if Arena Cross goes away because that rule will go away. But I'm sad for the Arena Cross riders. But that's my race tech rant of the night. Racetech.com. Do you hold Max 18s go? You see, what we just did right there for about ten minutes. What's that? See what you just did, though. Do you recognize what you just did? We'll, I want some of that in your normal life. We'll cover that later, maybe. Okay? All right? I'm busy. Uh, Dave, what's up? What's going on? How are, how are you? What's, welcome to the show. What's happening, Derringer? What's up? Um, Ronnie Ford. I was hanging out with uh, Kaiden and uh, Bubba Polly on Saturday, and they okay. said that Ford 
you know, they said uh, they were living with him in uh, uh, Brian McDonald's house, and he got asked, I guess, to leave Houston or not ride Houston, and then he never came back. They haven't seen him or heard from yeah. him in like three weeks. So I don't know what's up with that, but they they dis- he disappeared on them. I, I heard that. Off. I heard the I, – I, Look, again, it feels like I pick on the dude, but he wasn't ready. It wasn't – it was dangerous for him. It was – Sure. And, and and I heard that. I heard the FIM or AMA were going to say, dude, you're just not good enough. But I can't confirm that that's what happened. But maybe maybe if those guys don't know what you know what went on, maybe that was true. Right, true, true. So, and then uh, what Kiefer said about Scummy, um, very – always been intimidating, the tattoos, the freestyle life and all this. And I met him, I think, at A1 or something because uh, Nagy was under those tits. Um, tents and Nagy lives right down the street from me we're pretty good friends but scummy is so cool and so easy to talk to and outgoing and forward and very cool guy and but i've always thought what Kiefer thought kind of intimidating dude and uh very cool guy yep. very cool yeah. it's great that he's helping these privateers yeah i mean he's not getting a ton out of this he really isn't no, you know no, what no. i mean and, and he's just doing it for no reason but promote skivvy but mostly you know help the dudes out so that's awesome like that's Absolutely. That's great. So, uh, thanks, Danger. Thanks for the news. Yeah, well, I, I think you got it. I'll give you a few bucks for your privateer challenge at uh, Oakland this weekend. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, that'd be great. We'll uh, we'll put you in the raffle for the helmet. Yeah, thanks, man. Cool. Thanks. All right, boys. All right, uh, Dave Derringer checking in. So, what we're doing for that for people? I'll, I'll remind people. Uh, thanks for Dave for reminding me. The Pulp Mech Quadruple Challenge kicked off this weekend. It's four rounds, and uh, we are going to tabulate the points from fifth on back in the LCQ. Uh, and the uh, the winner of the most points in the quadruple challenge, I think it's uh, Glendale, St. Louis, Indy. I don't know the other one. I picked four random races, and uh, the winner of the the most points gets uh, all the raffle money. Uh, Pulp Mex raffle we are doing for a Flying Colors Fly F2 helmet. Go in buy mm. a um, Dallas. Thank you, Marks. Thank you. Twenty bucks. Uh, and uh, get you one ticket, and you're going to go into a raffle, much like what Kiefer did for Nona. It worked out so well. He was such a hell of a guy for her that uh, it worked out so well. We're doing it for the privateers, and we're going to give it away. All the money goes to the guy uh, who has the most points, Ben LeMay. Yeah, Ben's got Currently fit. leading. Not happy about leading. <laughs> no, Ben, Devin Raper, yep. Otten Reith. Raper could be a guy that could be in the running. He's missed more mains than he's made. Yep. I expect LeMay to be in there more often. Share is going to be... Yep. Bubble guy. Yep. So one of those dudes is going to get all the money, 100% of the proceeds, and uh, one of you will win a Fly F2 custom painted flying colors helmet. So um, what, is it Pulpamex Raffle, Marks? What is it? I, I don't... Raffle.pulpamex.com. Okay, thank, thank you. Go there. Spend 20 bucks. Hell, we had a guy today spend 200 Nice. Yeah. So uh, that was really nice of him. So um, uh, like I said, we'll tabulate the points. LeMay is winning right now, but he'll be pissed if, if he if he actually is the winner. We just did this because we couldn't figure out who was a privateer and who wasn't. Right. So it's the best way to do it. Yeah, it's cool. A little bit of uh, guys who have the most heartbreak, let's say, and don't get into the main events. So. And uh, so we're giving back. It's nice to bridge that gap with you, what you're doing. We're happy to give back. Good. Justin Barsha coming up, by the way. Monster mm, Yamaha. God, this is going to be a great one. I can't wait. You can't wait? Mm-mm. Get right to it? Yep. Uh, and uh, so thanks, you people, for listening. We got that Maxima contest going. We have given away our works connection. Uh, quick launch, uh, pro launch to start device to who? Do you remember the guy's name? His name was Darkside. Oh, stop it. I swear. He won? He was the third caller. We, I, th- I don't think he can win. He can't a work, win. A works connection thing? He gets nothing from works connection. <sighs> Darkside, come on. Kiefer says no. 
I didn't, I didn't say no. I'm just he gets saying nothing from work. If it was something for, he doesn't get anything from. If work it was training. something for fly or something, yeah, sure. Okay, dark side wins. Third caller. He was the third caller. I, I All promise. right. Okay, yeah. marks. Yeah. Are you oh, sure he was told, a third I caller? I told him no, and he knows. Yeah, okay. I would have told him no. All right, dark side won. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, we'll do the email contest for a Maxima oil kit, uh, and also to the Vertex piston kit we gave away. The Brayton signed jersey from Fly. We have given that away, and uh, yeah, we uh, we sold the Roost, Roost MX tickets. Track walk. When, what what round is that? That's for this weekend. Okay, let's do that. You got to have like a NorCal address though, because we don't want people scalping. Weather us. actually looks good too, for once. Oakland's a beautiful stadium. It's a fantastic stadium. Uh, Darkside, you want to explain yourself? <laughs> I don't know what there is to explain, but I don't mind giving it up. Hey, I was literally looking at him last night, and I just actually texted Kiefer. Are you, are you guys there? Yeah, yeah, no, we're listening. We're oh, listening okay. to this, okay. this explanation. We're, we're intently <laughs> listening. I texted Kiefer about a uh, another works connection device I was looking at, but I, I don't mind giving it up. You guys do enough for me. I didn't even put two and two together when you when you sent me that text, but now I see. Yeah, I was looking last night at the. At the uh, I was actually. I have a question. You guys have you guys looked at Chad Reed's whole shot device? Is that a works connection device? No, I don't believe so. I haven't looked at it. Uh, uh, chat room. One guy says dark side is awesome. Another guy says dark side is a fucking mooch. So the chat room, the chat room is divided. I, I say keep it. Right. You're, you're fine. You, well, if you were third caller, then you're third caller. What can you do now? If we find out that you and Marks are in cahoots with each other down the road, then uh, you know there'll be penalties to be paid by both of you. But, right. I don't know how I'm a mooch. I, I I won something on the Slide 60 show the other day and turned it down. You did. That is a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. So the um, only reason I called in is because I was literally looking at them last night, but. Okay. I do not mind giving it to somebody that's more deserving no, you, if you feel that's necessary. No, Heather, you're Heather, legit. Heather, dark side, yes or no, can you win? Uh, I'm going to say no. Oh. Okay. Fair enough. Really? Well, I don't know. I just I feel like he's kind of a part of the show. I mean, that'd be like me calling and trying to win some shit. Like, is that cool? No. That is kind of right. She is kind of right, dark side. You did do a roundtable right. table you know pod. What? No, round dark table side, pod. no. And you're, you, you're like a frequent caller. So, dark side Mark says you can win it. He just he just said he, you can win it. You're you're in. Well, you guys decide, and I'm okay. Hey, way. okay, no, we're running a poll. <laughs> we're running a poll. Mark's put up a poll on Twitter. Can Dark Side be eligible to win prizes? And uh, Dark Side, we will let you know at the end of the show. Okay, if I don't, if I lose, can I have like can Gringo have it, or is that the same thing? Yeah, same thing. No, same thing. All right. Okay. All right. So hang All on right. for the poll. Yep, no worries. All right, go to Pulp MX Show at Twitter, uh, at Pulp MX Show on Twitter, and vote can Darkside win or not. Uh, Marks, can we give away uh, two tickets to Oakland and track walk passes to the next two people from NorCal address, please? Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Uh, Paul, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, not too bad. I just had a question about AP. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so is it very scary for the competition that AP has finally figured out how to win on slick hard pack stuff? Maybe, maybe the guy's always been so talented, Kiefer. I mean, he, we know he's good at, at the GNCC type soft dirt motocross stuff. But when you watch him ride, very smooth rider, long legs. It all, you know, points towards hard packed as well. So I don't know the real reason why he hasn't dominated on the hard. I said this earlier. If if Aaron Plessinger wins both titles, I would not be surprised. Right? He's that good. You're exactly right. Yeah. He exactly really right. is. So. It could be if it all flips, the switch flips and all that, you know, then 
It could happen. Yeah, so I think he's night, thanks, he's, man. He's one of the few riders as well that when he does move up, he's going to be a good 450 rider. Oh yeah, yeah, you know that for sure. He's his contract's up at the end of the year, so he's going to have a lot of people going for him. Uh, Cowie's going to need a spot, and KTM may have a spot. Yamaha may have a spot. You know, right. So it'll be interesting for Aaron. He might be able to uh, to have his own little bidding war because of his size and if he figures everything out in a contract year. Oh, boy. Um, it should be good. Uh, Justin Barsha coming up here shortly. It, uh, it'll be fantastic to check, talk to Justin. He's been, he's been so good. Um, I want to find out about the difference of the bikes. That's what I have that written okay. as well. Oh, well you, I'll let you ask that because you're a bike guy. Okay. You're a bike guy. Even though Yamaha's pissed at you. you no, can, they love you, me. No, they don't. Yep. They, they don't actually. <laughs> They're not happy with you. Um, thanks to Andrew Short. Thanks to uh, Colin Morrison. Uh, Colton Neck is also coming up, everybody, on the show. Um, Kiefer, you wrote your call in the day. Uh, before we get Barsha, quickly, got a couple minutes here. Yep. Um, you wrote about some overachievers and underachievers. Yep. You put Reed as an underachiever? Y- yes. Uh, come on. I expected more. He's had a broken uh, ankle. He rode three times for A1. And I, I put that in there as well, but I do... Feel like he is better than what is going on right now. I mean, it's a little bit of a shock. I'm not going to lie. 18th, 19th, and I'm looking at qualifying times. He's still around there. Um, and I don't know. It's it's at the same time. I'm stoked that he's out there. He doesn't give a shit what people think, and he wants he, to uh, ride. Uh, he's pushing through it. But at the other side, of means going, man. Just wait till you're done, healed, tested the bike, and you're ready and well, come out. You know, that's it's, I'm 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 on both sides here. I I can't figure which one I want to be on more. <laughs> you know, because it's waffle, like waffle, waffle, waffle. Well, waffle. it feels like when you when I look at the qualifying times on my phone, I'm like, "Where's Chad?" It's the first thing I say. Yep. Well, I'm curious to yep. see if he's getting better, and it hasn't got any better. I thought it would be a bit better by now. Yes, also, but I I don't know if you could put him in your underachiever. I think I can because well, it should, you did should be at least tenth. Come on, bro. We got our winners, Marks? All right, stop calling. We're going to call Barsha right away. So stop calling. Thanks to RoostMX.net for those tickets to Oakland and track walk passes, too. They'll be at Will Call under your name. Thanks to RoostMX.net. Official team graphics of Alex Ray. Uh, early poll results. 59% say no. Darkside cannot win a prize from Works 50? Connection. 59. 59. So, um, yeah, it's uh, could be t- facing an uphill battle here, uh, Darkside. Hey, Chad started 19th, finished 19th. Did he pull off? Yeah, he okay. had a problem. Okay. Uh, mechanical problem. He's in mechanic areas for a little bit. Um, what about Weimer? Do you expect him to be where he was? Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough no. track, jumping in. Bogle, same thing. Uh, I asked Weimer if he regretted his decision to come racing 15 minutes into the main, and he said no, more like three laps. <laughs> I think arm pump said it yeah. quick. Dude, that's a gnarly track. Yeah. It was awesome. The I loved whoops. it. And then the whoops you got to think about, too. All those guys hold their breath. You don't realize that, yeah. but everyone holds their breath through the whoops. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think that track was awesome. Benny and Bloss wearing a chesty now, by the way. Did you see that? Yeah, why is that? Because he crashed at Anaheim 1 and, and bruised his, his sternum. So I think he's, uh, okay, chest protector time. And I think that was a that was a big debate over on Vital of why guys, or even, oh, no, it was Wygant who Wygant, did that. Wygant, yeah. He yeah. asked why uh, guys... Yeah, yeah. Shoulder protection or you know chest protection. Honestly, how do you feel about that? I, I think it doesn't I'm, matter for separation dislocation. A chest pro is not going to help. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a hypocrite because I don't like roost, but I don't wear a chest protector. Heather took a picture of me over the week, and I just got blasted, and I, I was bruised yeah. all yeah. over. Yeah, why wouldn't you wear a chest protector? Like, like, dude, that is your livelihood. That is like, you, if you get hurt yeah. and don't ride, you lose money. I wear, like, why would you not wear a chest pro? I wear an under protector when I race, but when I don't yeah, race just, just, I, and I test, I just, just wear just, nothing. Just 
Put it on. It's it's hinder it's stuff oh, oh. on your body. Oh yeah, yeah, God, dude, those lap times will just drop when you're testing and just like you said, we're all knows. fragile flowers, mental oh, state. God knows. I mean, <laughs> it's it's your livelihood. If you get hurt, you're in trouble. I get it. I, I, so I it tells me you guys are. I made the mistake flowers. a long time ago by not wearing one, and as soon as I did, it was so much better. It's a whole new world. Just put have one you, on. Have you have you ever ridden without one? I do now. Okay. Yeah, I do now, but I mean, it doesn't matter for my speed and my my. Oh, oh, so you can't get hurt by going slower. Well, I almost died at Moscow. exactly uh, at uh, Mesquite. It doesn't matter how fast you go; it's protection. So you can't be on that side, Mister Waffle. I can. I don't earn a living by riding motorcycles like you do. It That's doesn't matter if you earn a, if you waffle, ride a waffle, dirt waffle, bike. Waffle. Period. I'm going to go on my rant it, now. No, it doesn't matter. That's how you earn a living is okay. by riding your dirt bike. So put a chest protector on. I understand that. But if you ride a dirt bike, period, you still can get hurt. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that. Didn't know that. So so, so go naked then. Don't even wear motocross boots. I'm just saying. I, I'm i a hypocrite. Uh, I should listen, wear one. We got to go. We got this guy on the line. We can't, we can't argue anymore. Uh, Justin Barsha on the Monster Yamaha team runs Vortex Sprockets on the back along with his teammate Cooper Webb. Email jake at vortexracing.com for a hell of a deal, whether it comes to the V3 bar or the Sprockets at 7 Deuce Deuce. And like I said, Barsha runs and uh, GPF Babbitt's team as well. Uh, they use Sprockets from Vortex. Uh, check them out, Sprockets and Bars. We thank those guys for coming on. And how, how appropriate they bring you our next guest on the show tonight, someone we uh, were pretty surprised that he uh, would come back on the show. Uh, Justin Barsha, what's up? Welcome on, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> You're back. You're back on. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> what? The- <laughs> he sounds so stoked. <laughs> you, sound, yeah, you sound like you're so nah, pumped. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. No, hey, listen, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I don't exactly know what I said to get to, to piss you off so much. I mean, I... You know, sometimes I wondered what you were doing out on the track. I'll be honest. I wrote that. I guess it was something to do with that, where you were like, fuck this guy and, and all the stuff he's writing about me. I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I just had enough of your shit. Right, right. No, hey, listen. <laughs> and I, I I just needed, like, a, you know, a year rest. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> a year rest. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Um, no, but it's been frustrating for you, man. It really has been. And. You, had, you haven't been the same guy. Uh, injuries helped some of that. You know, you didn't come into a Supercross series healthy for two straight years. Um, so, you know, I, I get it. You're frustrated your career, right? I mean, God, this is – and so that what makes this success in 2018 all the better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, let's be real realistic here, and I, I've been being realistic in my in my life in general. I was in a I was in a bad spot, and uh, just was uh, you know pretty much in you know I mean for me in the worst position I mentally you know could be in with injuries and uh, just not being comfortable on the bike, and mm-hmm. you know and that, that that beats you down a little bit. But yeah, it's definitely you know I went through those hard times, and it's really makes me super grateful to be in the position I'm in now, and yeah. you know to prove you know prove people wrong oh yeah no you've been you know you've been a surprise of the year three podiums and four races you tracked down eli this weekend uh maybe a few more laps and we would have had you know uh, your first win in in, in five years uh, the last time you won a supercross of course <laughs> so i mean it's been great one of those things that I, well, you did a couple of interviews with racer x in the off season that were really revealing i thought you before you raced the monster cup you were like yeah and you know nobody kind of wants me and i'm gonna ride a honda and see what i can do you know, and all that, and and I was skeptical of this jump to Yamaha because you hadn't had much success, or you didn't like the bike that much at JGR. Um, so, how close? Let's start with this. Let's back up. How close were you to doing something? Because you you said this weekend that you were even thinking of quitting. You know, you had enough money in the bank, you could live a life, a good life. How close were you to doing something on a Honda 
as a privateer? Uh, yeah, you know, for sure. It was definitely eye-opening for me and uh, in, in different ways, and not just like, you know, not being on a factory team, but in life in general. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there was definitely a lot of thought about the privateer effort. I mean, uh, it took a, it took a while for, you know, the Yamaha thing to come up. So mm-hmm. I was at a, a really close point to where I was like, I either need to get a, a ride or, you know, start putting my own thing together. So I'm at, at least, you know, prepared as much yeah. as I could be. So, so it was a, it was on borderline a little bit. Did did quitting come cross your mind? Uh, you know, after the MXGP, it was. Uh, oh boy! No, I, yeah. I never. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, after MXGP, I was just in a bad place, and yep. you know, I, I wasn't really. Uh, you know, I didn't feel good on the bike, and I wasn't. You know, mentally healthy or and physically right. healthy, and. And I, I was like, I'm not sure what I want to do. Like, honestly, I wasn't sure. And I just kind of, you know, took a break and, and cleared my head and, and, you know, had the good people around me that I mm-hmm. had around me at the time and, and made the decision that I, you know, I wanted to, you know, keep racing. I didn't plan on racing the Monster Cup, but my friend um, Tim, he uh, owns a suspension company, and he uh, called me and he's like, hey, you know, he used to be my practice mechanic uh, at Geico, and he's like, hey, let's uh, – Let's do something. And I was like, you yeah. know what? Let's let's do it. So I, I hopped on a flight from England and got home and you know only had a you know a few weeks on the Honda and then like only like three days on my race bike. So all in all, like the effort we put in, it, it, we did we did all right at the Monster Cup for the time we had. Dude, for between the USGP and then your your press day at Monster Cup, you hit the dirt and high sided down. You must have been going two feet out. Why me? Why me? What is going on? Like. You know, uh, bad. It was it was a bad deal. Those that was going on. <laughs> yeah, even with the little fresh start, uh, privateer. I I, right, I uh, right. launched out of the gate and I got super wheel spin. I, I, at least I, you know, I made them fix that for everyone else. I, yeah, I was good point. Got the cartwheel down. It. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, it was like well, you know, a lot of things were. Uh, you know, I could have kept saying why me forever, but finally yeah. I was just like whatever. I'll I'll accept it. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question from Monster Yama. Justin Barsha, unbelievably back on the Pulp MX show. Uh, I don't know if you checked your Twitter <laughs> mentions and Instagram mentions, but people were very pumped you're coming back on. They, they're excited. I know. I yeah. saw. Yeah. yeah I, was, I mean, it, it's good. We, uh, you know, we yeah. uh, we were able to squash it. I wanted to squash it earlier in the season, but it's kind of been, uh, right. you know, very busy. You know, you yeah. know how it is at the races. But, oh, for sure. You know, it was just I was mad at and uh, at my racing, and, and then when people say bad things about you, you're just like, not bad things, but yep. I guess the – Critical, Somewhat critical things. Crit- yeah, critical things. Critical things. Yeah, yeah, and it just makes you even matter. And <laughs> so, but no, it's all good now. No, I was honestly, I'm really surprised at all those people on social media that were stoked. I, I really was. I don't know if I've had that response for a guy coming on the show. Like seriously, it was. You've got a lot of fans out there, a lot of supporters. These people were stoked. Yeah, it is so, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Justin Barsha. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, Kiefer has. Kiefer doesn't want to. I have a million questions. Kiefer's opinion is that you're better because your love life is better. No, I said, Justin, calm down. I, what I said about Justin is his home life. His home life is better. So he's settled. He's settled down. He has one woman. Yeah. He's not getting DMs. He doesn't have to chase anything around. He's in love. He's safe. That Everything is, is better at home. That creates a better racer and a man. There yes, we, sir. There we go. Yes or no, Justin? I mean. I, 
I agree 100%. I mean, I, I definitely changed a lot of stuff in my, you know, my lifestyle for sure. You know, Amber came into my life, and, you know, obviously she's my fiance now. We're going to get married uh, in November, so that's, like, super positive. And, you know, she's just, like, a, yeah, a great person to have around, and she really, you know, helped, helped me rethink a, a lot of a lot of things and uh yeah and i also changed a lot of stuff you know like training and things like that and also the new the new yamaha it's uh, quite awesome honestly like i did struggle with the old one a lot mm-hmm. i just was never com- comfortable on it and this new bike you know i was actually i've seen uh travis preston today at the you know at the yamaha shop and i was like dude thank you so much <laughs> <This bike's awesome." laughs> oh man don't tell like, him that yeah, yeah don't tell don't him tell that. him that he'll get a big head yeah dude he already calls in the show and tells us about how great the yamaha <laughs> are and everything so but for reals a brand new frame sort of a lot of spar differences engine tilts different yeah like it's, i mean so what is exact can you pinpoint one thing on this bike versus the older one that you rode that you like better as feeling on the track yeah, well, it's the for sure the chassis setup is uh, the biggest difference. And for me, you know, I struggled with cornering on the old bike a lot, and it just had so much power that it just like didn't really that suit suit me. And you know, a bigger guy like I always noticed Pike, he was able to kind of manhandle it and like yeah. get it to turn in the corners. But for me, I was never able to do that. So with the new bike, it's just more like a smaller, you know, rider friendly where it can turn and stuff. So it's, that's the biggest is the chassis for sure. Yeah, it's we've had this theory about bigger guys liking that bike better. Uh, Fasciati, Millsaps, Pike, yeah, guys that can move around on it a little bit. You know, um, uh, is it so? Uh, one of the things that people have been finding out, Justin, is leave the motor alone on that thing. How close are you to to to, to that philosophy? Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, our. Our factory bike is like not that crazy from right. stock. Like right. we have, you know, obviously a factory suspension. But if you look, get up close to the bike, like it's, uh, you know, a lot of stock parts. We tried to keep it pretty basic, not, uh, you know, ruin a good bike they made. You know, sometimes we get carried away and uh, mess things up. So we kept mm-hmm. it pretty basic. But the engine is, yeah, the engine that engine comes really fast. So we yeah. just kind of, you know tune the power a little bit to rider preference and like you know because cooper runs a little bit different engine setup than i run because he likes it you know a little different than i do yeah and uh, we notice you have stock clamps and this rigidity and everything that you know that you need to keep but also not get it so rigid where you like you said you can't ride it and it's unmanageable so if there's one thing that you need out of a bike that you say hey i'm coming on the yamaha this is what i need in this bike what would that be like justin barsha likes what I need it to turn, you know, and that's and that's what I, I wanted. I wanted to make sure the thing turned because if you're not, you know, you know, what do they say? Jump for show, corner for dough. But yeah. it's kind of, it's kind, it's kind of true. I mean, we all can, you know, get through the rhythms and stuff. But the biggest thing is, you know, cornering and then seconds the whoops. So if you can get through the whoops, you know, straight and get the thing turned down, you're in a good position. And uh, on this new bike, we've been uh, able to get it to do that so far. So it's pretty sweet. Uh, through the slumps, through the injuries, everything else, I think. Nobody had any doubt that off the bike, training-wise, you did the work. You worked hard. You took pride in bicycling. You enjoy it. Uh, so when you mentioned earlier this conversation that you changed your training a bit, what would you do or what, what were you doing wrong or what did you fix something, quote-unquote, uh, in your off-bike tra- off stuff to, to help you out this year? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You know, I, uh, it's not that I really changed. I mean, I didn't, like, 
changed my training drastically. I, I uh, you know, I always go to MTF a little bit and work with those guys, you know, on the bike and things like that. And then, uh, you know, I also started, uh, you know, got a little help from uh, Ben Bostrom. Uh, he's a super smart person with nutrition and things like that. And he's been uh, very uh, mentally helpful for me oh, okay. this year, which is, cool. you know, super good. And, uh, yeah, and then I kind of, you know, took over my own cycling stuff a little bit and, yeah. and I'd run a lot and I just, I don't know. I'm not, I did a lot before the season, but like, I've kind of, you know, I think I kind of, I, 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 when I was in such a weird place. Like I always felt like I wasn't good enough. So I think I was overtraining a bit yeah. like for a couple of years. Like I was just like, man, why is this not working? Like I want, I'm just trying to work so hard and mm-hmm. so hard. But I think, I think realistically I was just overthinking everything. <laughs> that, that's hilarious because it was not hilarious, but like Osborne, joined Alden Baker's program and he told me he he did more before. Dungy made that comment yeah, exactly. too. You know, Dungy made that comment too cuz you you think that just more miles would pay off on the weekend but there comes a point where it's too much. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember I actually asked Zach about that like during outdoors last year and he's like, "Man, I used to work way harder than I do now." And I was yeah. like, that was kind of eye-opening for me and I was like, <laughs> right. I didn't really think about it at the time cuz I was in a tough place. I just kept working right. hard, but yeah. I think, you know, when you show up to the race kind of you know, you, we don't. I guess you figure out you're overtrained when you just don't have the, you know, the the power throughout yeah. the whole race. So I think right now I'm in a good spot, and like like even this week I'm kind of showed I just, you know, was able to push through the whole main and and be good. You know, so yeah. I think that's gonna help me throughout the year. And this was a man's track that tested your fitness, man. You, it was gnarly. <laughs> like it was. Yeah, tough. it was. I, I, yeah, I was in a tough position. Like you know, trying to catch Eli, and then you know Kenny was you know breathing down my neck the whole race. Yeah. So for me. I didn't have a, a, you know, I didn't have any time to rest. So it it was good in a way because, you know, I, I, you know, I felt like I could do that, you know, pace, but the track was, you know, pretty gnarly and I missed the rhythms a few times and stuff like that. And that did cost me, you know, I think I could have been a little closer to Eli and maybe tried to make a pass or something if I wouldn't have, you know, blew those rhythms. Oh, that that three off the table was so gnarly to me because it was so tall. It was so tall. Yeah, it was yeah, it was like it wasn't the off wasn't that bad. It was more of like if you didn't get on far enough, you didn't you yep. didn't have like the pop in your suspension to get off it. Yep. So it it was it was a big section. I haven't hit a section like that in a long time. What's Jar- what you just said right there? If you watch Justin and what other guys were missing is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Justin would jump to the top of that tabletop where that knuckle was, and if you jumped it shallow, you would like you said you wouldn't get that pop. Mm-hmm. So he would jump right before the knuckle and then get the lift for the next yeah. one, and then jump far again and get the lift for the next one. And I was watching this, and I was like, dude, he's nailing it every single lap, which was impressive. And that's – people don't understand how fucking hard Well, you just finished do. a fourth-gear whoop section, Yeah, you know, where you're holding your breath and you're hold, hanging on, and then you got to come around the turn and, and not jump too far and not jump too, too – too. And then maybe seat bounce off the knuckle <laughs> if you can't freaking make it. Like, it's insane. So yeah. um, how much are you working with Tommy D? I'm a big cycling fan, and I know you guys interact. I know you've done stuff with him before. Is he still a part of your deal? Yeah, me and me and Tom are great friends, and uh, you know, actually, it was probably, it's been a few years, and uh, I don't know, it's been like a year or two. Like I, uh, when I hurt my thumb before the season, I, you know, I ended up driving my van home, and I I met Tom then, and I stopped on the way home, and you know, rode bikes with him for a few weeks, and like got to know him, and he was in a tough place in his life too at that time. So we got to, you know, we were kind of in the same situation in our life, and we kind of, you know, hit it off a little bit, and like we both are, you know 
built rebuilding our careers and which is cool for him because he's building a really cool like kind of cycling camp thing for people to come and you know just mm-hmm. get stronger and stuff like that but yeah we uh, still talk a lot and you know always talking about training and things like that he's a he's a really good person what about six time you still talk to him everything good there or do you yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, good. i talk to six time all the time yeah good i, I, lo- I miss him man he was He's a fun person to be around and a cool guy, man. Yeah, I, I like my fam. <laughs> He's good people. He's good people. All right, Justin, our lines are full with people wanting to ask you questions. So um, let's get right <laughs> to it. Uh, Justin Barsha on the Pulp Mech Show uh, for the first time in maybe, God knows, two years. Uh, so, Mark, what's your question for him? Hi. Yeah, it was uh, my first time to call in. I had spoken to uh, Justin at the press conference in Houston. I was sitting in front of him and. We kind of spoke about you a little bit, and I kind of told him that you had given him some good props and would love to see him on the show. So, oh, well, maybe it's kinda. you, Mark. Maybe it's we owe you, Mark, the, the thanks. <laughs> yep, we owe you. So it, was, uh, <laughs> it, it was really nice, and it's, it was uh, when I heard he was coming on, I just wanted to say, you know, hats off and props to you, and you're riding great, and just uh, I really enjoy it, and I love your show, Steve. Thanks, man. I appreciate so it. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, thanks a yeah, lot. Great night. Uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, Kiefer, did you watch the press conference? Uh, a little bit, yes. Justin is, uh, well, you know, um, Eli knows how aggressive I can get, and, and so does Kenny. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Marv, I yelled at Marv, and I felt bad. And then, actually, everybody kind of knows how aggressive I can get. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really yeah, was funny. Just- it was a little funny, and it was like I, when I started saying, like, right. yeah, you know, I can be too aggressive, then I thought about it, and like, man, I've got into it with actually the two guys sitting next to me many a times. <laughs> so yeah. I kind of had to laugh about it a little, and like, hopefully they giggled a little. <laughs> yeah, I think they did. I think they did. Uh, Austin, what's your uh, what's your question for Justin Barsha? Hey, uh, um, just, just a quick question for you, man. Um, so... You, you said that you've changed quite a bit for your training and stuff um, coming into this off season, and saying that you've kind of taken a step back. Does does that mean like you're more mentally and physically prepared for the weekends, or how does that how does that work out? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I think my physical shape right now is the best it's ever been, and and honestly, mentally, you know, I don't think I've been in this good of mental position since I was winning championships in the 250 class. So yeah, it's definitely a, like it's a you know the brain's a you know the most powerful muscle in the body, I believe. So I mean, to have that on straight and then your body working how it works, it's like uh, it all working together is great. So yeah, I've definitely put together a, you know a good good thing so far this year. Cool. Right on, man. Thank it's, you so much. It's the, it's the woman, Thanks man. The I'm telling you, it's the woman. It's the woman. All right, Kiefer. Figures. The woman. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dale, what's up? What's your question for uh, a Bam Bam Barsha? Hey, first off, I want to say it's uh, been awesome to see the turnaround that, that you've uh, had this year. But, uh, you know, you, you and uh, Steve seem to be rekindling your relationship. And uh, I just want to know if uh, if Steve was in a car crash and stuff, would you be texting him to see if uh, <laughs> see if he's okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I went up to him this week and I said, "Hey, you know, let's uh, let's be uh, let's let's be cool again." And uh, yeah, I would, if he like crashed his car for some odd reason, I would definitely be like, "Hey, you okay, bro?" <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. Appreciate. It. We were uh, That's awesome. uh, Anton and I were debating whether Phil would do that or not, Barsha. We couldn't. I don't think so. I don't think Phil's doing that. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks God for the call. Bless. Thanks. Uh, 
Hey, but speaking of that, uh, how's the relationship with the JGR guys? Obviously, you rode there for a while. Uh, you won some races for them. Uh, again, we talked a little bit about the struggles uh, here and there. How's the relationship? Do you say hi to those guys? You and Ben were really tight. Um, how's that gone at the races? Because, you know, we all are kind of a small family week to week. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, you know, I definitely have a lot of respect for, you know, everyone at the races and, you know, it's just unfortunate that the, you know, the whole JGR thing didn't work out with, you know, the injuries and mm -hmm. just never, you know, never panned out. But yeah, I, I actually stopped after the race and, uh, said hi to Jay Bone and, uh, you know, I like Bud Man a lot and, uh, and all the guys. I, yep. I honestly got along with everyone really well and, and me and Ben are still super close. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I get along with those guys. Good, to, good to hear. Uh, all right, uh, Paul, what's up? What's your question for Justin Barsha? What's happening? Hey, uh, no, I just, I really wanted to let Justin know that uh, I, I really just like Justin Barsha as a whole mm -hmm. in years past, but his maturity this year has really turned turned me around. Like it's, you can see it. I mean, when when you went after Marvin in round one or two, but then stopped, checked up, you. You really thought about it halfway through and went, all right, all right, this is not, this is not cool. Yeah, no, stop. That you is know, it's, 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 yeah, that was the right before, right before the, the finish. Yeah, right before the finish, yes. we saw yes. the yes. old Bam Bam maybe going, and I'm going like, I'm going to go for it, and then you're like, wait, wait, no. No, stop. Yeah, it, yeah, that's funny because we actually talked about that at the Yamaha rig after the race, and I was like, I almost went for the kill, but then I uh, pulled out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wrote about that. I wrote that you were like a tiger. You know, like you were in captivity, and your old reaction would be to lash out and, and kill him. But instead, the new tiger is calm, and and the, it's just a, yeah. You know. So um, yeah, yeah. you definitely earned me as a fan. Thank you. Have a great night, guys. Right, thanks, Paul. Oh, look hey, at thanks that. a lot. You got a new fan. To elaborate on that too, just with Justin and the things that I've read and how he acts now, and I think him calling, like joking around, calling yourself out a little bit, knowing the things that you did in the past, being humble. These are the qualities that people love about you now. And maybe they didn't see enough of that before, and that's why they're so quick to to yeah. harp and judge. But, yeah, you know. So I think this is this is really cool for everyone to see, dude. Yeah, because I think like honestly, I've always been. I'm like I don't feel like a different person at all. I just don't think I really show. Like I always kind of kept myself like kind of like in a shell a little bit. And right. Then, like like I obviously lashed out quite a bit, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Like, of course that happened, but I never like been like, oh, that was stupid. I shouldn't have probably yeah. did that. But like, now I kind of realize, like, I, you know, I'm, well, I'm, I don't know. I just kind of matured, and you know, honestly, having a, a good <laughs> older woman in in my life, you know, not that she's much older than me, twenty seven, not right. much older, but like, she just was like. You know, made me more like of an adult, I guess. Right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just but, cool to see. Like, I don't I well, like it. Yeah, I mean, last year when you came back to Supercross after the injury, like, you could see guys were passing you that you knew you were better than, and you were losing your mind. You're like, I can't. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, I tried to, like, like ride aggressive to pass them back, but I really wasn't, com I wasn't no, comfortable enough, no. and I didn't have the speed or the or anything to do that. So right. I was like, it was just in a, I was just in a really awkward yep. position. <laughs> no, you could you could tell for sure. Uh, let's get to some more phone lines. Skippy, what's up? You want to ask Barsha about his 250 career? Skippy, you there? Skip. Yeah, Skippy's gone. Uh, hey, hello. B-Knob, what's up? Hello. How are you? Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? What's up? Hey, I was actually going to ask Barsha, um, you know, what was the most fun race you ever had on your 250 career? 
Oh man, there's a lot of there's a lot of wins in there. So. Right, the most actual fun though. When was the last time you actually had a really really good time where like you look back and you're like, man, that shit was fun. I think like the year the I don't remember the exact year, but when me and Dino were like, you know, block passing each other like crazy and going at it. I mean, I don't think it was that fun for him, but it was a lot of fun for me. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I don't think Dino enjoyed it, but boy, did Justin enjoy it. Oh, like fun. it was just like there was a, a few moments that were too aggressive for sure, but mm-hmm. like it was fun, fun racing, and not like yeah, I was a bit much, but it was right. still fun. Oh, there you go. All right, Skippy. Thanks, buddy. Party on. Uh, 702-586-757. We have Justin Barsha on for just a little while longer. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Justin, next time you're at the Yamaha track, are you going there tomorrow? Uh, No. I'll be there Wednesday. All right. Well, when you see see Jimmy Perry, make sure you ask him, you know, for some Mathis highlights. I worked there for four years. Uh, took t- yeah. took Timmy Perry to Timmy Ferry to some podiums. So make sure you ask Jimmy some Mathis highlights. I'm sure he'll be glad to tell you uh, <laughs> about the, the, the things I fucked up. Uh, anyway, Skeefer, go oh, ahead. Uh, people talk a lot of shit on the Yamaha's weight. Um, I know Chad said his bike was heavy last year. Blah 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 blah. But I mean, I ride a production bike a lot, a Yamaha, and on paper it's it's heavy. But when you ride it. It doesn't correlate. So I don't know how much weight you guys have taken off. I'm sure you don't know either. But does your bike feel heavy compared to, like, you know, past motorcycles that you've ridden? Um, I wouldn't say it feels heavy at all. And, like, if I, if we were talking about the old bike, I would say the old bike always felt big to me. Like, for my, like, I like I like the bike skinny. And for some reason, I could never, like, get it, like, to feel, like, skinny. It was always kind of big. But the new bike is, you know, a lot skinnier, and, and it doesn't feel big anymore. And, uh, you know, I don't have a weight issue with, with the bike, and I'm pretty light as it is. So, I, like, I don't feel that at all. But I do feel like, you know, the old one was a bit wide for me, and, like, the new one's much skinnier, and it's easier to, you know, throw around. You can, like, you can just kind of see it. Like, I'm able to throw the bike around, like, kind Absolutely. of like the 250 back in yeah. the day. Yeah, we, actually, Anaheim won practice. People were like, holy, look at him. Look at him like whipping you can it. Look move, at him. He moves around the yeah, bike. Yeah. He pushes it down yeah. on the on the landings. You yeah. just see the shit. It right? was immediate. So. Um, Justin, so what's up with the six race deal? Like it's it, obviously it's all year, but when does that get announced or what happens with that? Because there's zero chance. Well, actually, I was talking to an agent this weekend before the weekend. Justin, I was talking to a prominent agent in the sport. He said the best thing you could do right now is just quit after six races and open yourself up for bidding. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to do that. But. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I've definitely been talking to Yamaha and uh, trying to get it sorted. But as of right now, you know, it's still uh, really? you know, on for the six, uh, still on for the six races. And uh, you know, I, I do believe that it will be, uh, you know, long term for the rest of the year. I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm very happy with the bike, and it's, right. you know, it's super comfortable. And yeah, yeah. you know, I'm there's no negatives. So, and I like the team a lot. And you know, there's there's people there that I, you know, I get along with really well. And uh, everyone, realistically, I don't have an issue with anyone yeah. there. And wow, but. But still so, not nothing official. Like still the six race deal. I like it. <laughs> Yamaha's you know what? Just holding out. McCarty's like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I just haven't seen enough. Let me just get to the six. <laughs> I haven't seen enough. So you know what? It, it's all good. I'm having fun, and you know it doesn't right. matter if it's six races or one race at a time. As long as I got you know solid, yeah. the solid Yamaha under me, I'm I'm happy with it. Um, hey, can you stay on for a bit longer? Or you got to go. I know. I think I we went past. No, it. it's okay. all good. Um, uh, all right. I don't, I don't got nothing going. Hey, in the uh, I went to Bercy Supercross this year, and then afterwards I, I got a 
uh, flew over to Alpine Star and uh, got a tour of that place and everything that went on with that. And I saw how your gear is made and all the special stuff and the road race airbag suit and how boots are made. And I, I've t- said this a few times, uh, whole new respect for A-Star. I know they're good already. I already knew that. I, I wear the boots, you know, um, but... Wow, what a company! What a what a technology company for the boots and 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 like the helmet now for Tickle and your gear and everything else. Jeez, what a what a place! Yeah, I, I've been with Alpine Stars uh, for a long time now, and uh, Gabrielle's been uh, you know incredibly to me. He could he could have definitely dropped me many times when I was in the in a tough position, but he's one person that you know always believed in me. And I've actually I've been in the factory as well in Italy, and it's uh, yeah, it's definitely mind open to see all the technology and and yeah. things that you know go into this stuff and people hand sewing things and just cool stuff like that but yeah you know i'm pretty much head to toe alpine stars you know obviously you know that's the thing like all all the stuff i wear you know awry helmets and scott gargles those are you know three companies that have stuck behind me through the the thick and thin so it's uh, you know i have a great relationship with all those guys so it's it's nice to have you know people like that in your corner you and i are both the same we are scott athletes on the bike side Marcia, I, uh, yes, I, am also, are. I am a Scott athlete on the mountain bike side of things that is currently collecting dust. But uh, <laughs> are you I love all, me some Scott bikes. <laughs> dude, they're good bikes. They're really good bikes. Uh, are you only blue guy? Like, you have to wear blue all the time? Somebody, um, somebody, like, yeah. There's a certain amount of time I do have to wear um, blue, but luckily blue is my favorite color, so I don't really complain too much. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Dan, uh, what's up? Dan's got a good question, Justin. What's up, Dan? Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, Justin, I've been a fan for a long time, you know, ever since you were in 250s. And, uh, you know, when the success wasn't there in 450s, your attitude kind of changed. And I, I was kind of bummed. I was like, damn, you know, I just wanted to do good. <laughs> and now, like, this weekend, like, watching you on the podium, like, you just seem super happy. And so what I was wondering is, like, so did you did your attitude change and, like, you started having fun again and, like, that happiness created the success? Or is it the success that you're having creating the happiness? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, good, good question. So, yeah, I mean, with, you know, say you come into Anaheim 1, Justin, and you get 6th or 7th. Like, you know, how? what's what's, uh, yeah, what's the correlation? Well, you know, I uh, you know, I was definitely happy before I came into the season just in, in, in life in general. And then, uh, you know, I was comfortable on the bike, which made me happy. And, like, things were just going good. And, uh, you know, I set goals for myself. I, I set, you know, I wanted to come out, uh, you know, in Anaheim and uh, qualify top five and uh, also get out of the night top five. And I also wanted to, I said I wanted to win my heat race, which I won my heat race. And, you know, I did come out of the top, top five. I, I kind of in my expectations but yeah i would say you know obviously more success brings more happiness but at the same time i feel like i'm i'm just like you know happy no matter what like i don't know i got like seven what i got seventh or eighth overall at the you know that that uh, triple crown race and it was like i rode great and like i could have before i would have been really mad at myself but i was like man i rode i rode really good actually i just had some a few negative things but i stayed mm-hmm. positive and like like you know i took the took the positives and took the negatives and and just moved on and like just stayed you know level-headed um yeah no it's uh it, it shows thanks dan hey no problem good luck to the rest of the way this year uh, justin Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, I heard from somebody, a mutual friend, who may or may not rhyme with Schmon Schmoles, um, that you at one point, Justin, just didn't even bother looking at your social media mentions. You were like, I'm never looking at those. <laughs> I, I just, I'm done. I'm done looking at those. But now, yeah, I, now, it, now it's good. But Yeah, I was pretty much just over people being super negative and yeah. like talking crap. 
crap about me, which like, cause people don't really know what's going on necessarily because it's kind of like, you know, you can't always say what's, what's going on really. So it was just like, man, these people are talking so much crap about me, yeah. but yeah. I just like took a break from, sometimes you got to just take a break from your phone altogether. And I, I've, uh, I've been better at that as well. It's just like, even though everything's been super positive, I still like try to, you know, break up like all that stuff, like yeah. try to keep racing separate from, you know, <laughs> the during the week life and training, which, you know, obviously our life is pretty much only racing, but at the same time, like it, I kind of keep it broken up a little and just have a good, good schedule and, yeah. you know, try to stay away from negative things. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Well, Hey, uh, we need, Thanks. we need oh, more, uh, Justin Barsha video edits. I feel more video edits. We don't have enough. Like when he was on Honda, yeah. I don't get enough I... Barsha in my life. <laughs> wow. Okay. There you we know? go. Oh, I mean, set it up. <laughs> where's Where's Cudby when we need him? Let's get on that. Let's do it. He's out there ripping his Enduro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all he cares about is off-road now, bro. Dual sport. No, I miss yeah. him. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having a chat with me. Um, regardless of whether you did or not, you, you deserve all the praise in the world for coming back from where you were and these results you're putting in, and it shows, you know, in, in, in how things are going and everything else, and, and – I thought I was skeptical of the Yamaha move because of the past results in the bike, but I couldn't have been more wrong, man. This is uh, this is great, and uh, I think you're going to win one of these real soon. You're seven points down, and what what a start to the season! It's it's great. It's great for all of us in the media. It's great yeah. for fans. Yeah, and more importantly, congratulations on your home life. Oh, that's, Keith, that's, we're always bringing it back to that. <laughs> hey, that's the most important thing is getting your shit correct at home, yeah. and you got it correct. That's awesome. Um, but uh, thanks for coming on, Justin. I really appreciate it, and uh, we will uh, we'll no. see you this weekend in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I uh, appreciate being on the show. You know, it's been it's been a while, and uh, put everything aside, and just fresh start for for everything in general, life and racing, and uh, you know, all the beef is uh, buried, as they would say. The beef is buried. <laughs> it is done, man. The well, beef thanks. Is buried. Thanks, and uh, we'll see you this weekend, man. Thank you. Good luck. For sure. Have a good night, guys. Thanks. Take care. Vortex Racing official sprockets of Justin Barsha bringing you Justin Barsha on the show. Well, he's fun to watch ride, dude. Marks sitting over there judging. No, look no. at the baby. Look at the no. baby. Talk about home life. I'm just bummed about mine. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about yours later. Don't worry. Yeah. No. Hey, listen. I, like, if he hadn't said one word to me and still hated my guts, it doesn't matter. I would still write these terrific things about him because he's killing it. Yeah, and I he's think he's doing great. Yeah, and when when guys don't do good, he said exactly what I thought he would say. He's like, hey, when I'm not doing good, truth hurts. I don't want to hear it. And yeah. and when you're at that level, you hear a lot of the bad shit too. So. I mean, a part of me wants to toot my own horn. About? These guys come back around. I think in everybody in life, they get a little older, everyone comes back around. Yeah, just, you know. Well, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll just shut up. Um, Alex Ray, uh, a guy named Alex Ray said uh, that Heather sounds hot. She does sound hot um, on the radio. So, and also, too, what's the result of the poll before we go to commercial? What are we at, Marks, for Dark Side's chances of winning a Works Connection? Uh, it's, it's not looking good. <laughs> what is really? It? Not looking good. 70, 70% percent says no. <laughs> oh, dark side. He's probably not coming back from that. Oh man. Poor dark side. Well, I should have never opened my mouth. All right. Side. We're taking a commercial break here. We're going to come back with Colt neck. Talk about life and uh, caught in the nets. Uh, Cooksey will be over as well as Cameron, the fly street guy. Uh, so thanks to everybody for listening. We'll be right back after this commercial break. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV, 
And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing Flyracing.com. they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it Flyracing.com. the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. 
GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save. And we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code. And if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. 
With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex is the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For talent and kite hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. I 
WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
everybody, Pop Mitchell, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Kiefer, that's your song of the night. Yeah. I, I, I liked it the first time when it was by Angels and Airwaves. It's not even close to Angels and Airwaves. That is totally Angels and Airwaves. Dangerous Summer is nothing like Angels and Airwaves. And I'm taking Aiden, my 12-year-old child, to his first concert, and this is what we're taking him to. Where are they playing? Uh, when, we, when are they playing? Next month sometime. Great dad you are. Yeah. You'll probably miss it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Justin Barsha was just on, and uh, a good interview by Justin, for sure. Yep. And uh, his love life. See how happy he is? At home is better, so. That's great. He is uh, He is better, and uh, that's, uh, that's a great thing to see. He was a great interview. and um, Great radio. He was great radio, along with uh, Andrew Short, Colin Morrison also on tonight, and, of course, Jason Thomas was on earlier. Thanks to our sponsors to make this happen. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com for uh, all the discount codes and everything else. Dark side, it is <laughs> not looking marks. good. Marks, it is not good. Poor dark side. Now, some one of us got a text during the commercial break that said from dark side that said, "Don't worry, I'll just have to work overtime to buy one." And I hope Heather feels. I hope uh, Heather feels fantastic for that. A dagger. Just yeah, you like that? Stabbing yep, it yep, right through the heart. Yeah, he, yep, there we go. He'll just work overtime and um, maybe miss a kid's birthday or a niece and nephew's birthday or something and so he can buy a works connection. I'm just going to buy him a works connection purse if he doesn't win himself. <laughs> so we're still looking to give one away, everybody. <laughs> we're still in. In the honor of Darkseid, we're going to give that uh, that works connection purse away. Uh, Cameron from Fly Street is in studio along with Cooksey. We'll get to them in a second. But our first, our next guest of the night is the first rider to ever be saved. Maybe his life from the Steve Mathis Memorial Nets that are up at Supercross now. Uh, he's been on the show before. He rode Endurocross for us in the fall. He's a privateer hero, Colton Neck. What's up, Colton? How are you, man? Uh, doing pretty good, Steve. Actually, uh, a lot better than I might have been had the net not have been there. <laughs> Oh, now we're clapping. Now we're yes, clapping. Yes, I've saved a life, everybody. Let me ask you this, Eck. At any point, did you think as you were flying through the air from clipping the jump and getting whiskey, thank God for Mathis, bam, into the net? No, actually, as I was laying on the ground, I was thinking to myself, like, man, I would be the guy that would hit the net, of course. That's, <laughs> well, that's no, me. No, the odds were on Alex Ray right now. That's true, yeah. We had heavy odds on A-Ray sending it into the net, um, to be honest. But congratulations. Yeah, A-Ray hangs it out, but uh, I, I guess I, I beat him to the punch. <laughs> um, now, we were debating this earlier on my uh, podcast show for Racer X, the wrap-up. JT was like, that net didn't save him. He was just going to kind of tumble on the backside of the berm. And Wygant and I were like, no, 
That saved him from the concrete. No, you have that backwards. What? It was Wygant saying that he would have just tumbled on the berm. JT no. was on your side. No, no, no. God? Wygant said the stop made it worse because he, he might have wrung his neck. But Wygant said it did help. But JT was the one. Yes, absolutely. I listened to it on the way over. Yeah, here. no. JT said he would have just. So JT said he would have just backslid the side of the back of the berm. No, Wygant said. No. Right, I'm, I'm confused. All right. No, I, I, I got to say that I think the net saved me. I think. Uh, of course it, it did. If if it wasn't there, I think the fight was chasing me into the concrete. <laughs> what What's funny, though, is so I want these nets put in to create bigger bowl berms on the inside of the track, on the outsides of the track, I should say. Um, and rider safety was not in front of my mind. But I am going to take full credit for your safety, Eck. Uh, uh, because I, I just want the bull berms on the outside of the stadium, you know, to come back. That and that's why they did, they weren't there, you know. So, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think the racing's better when we have bull turns. That's for sure. Hey. But uh, you got extra benefit of of catching riders like me. <laughs> yeah, dude. And so, Wagan was saying like the stop, the hitting of the net, and the stopping might have given you some serious whiplash. But you're fine. Yeah, I'm all good. Surprisingly, I mean, I woke up a little bit sore, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm all good. I actually I tried to grab onto the net like Spider Man, but my bike <laughs> ran into the back of me and ripped me off. Oh boy, it's uh, I I don't mean to laugh, and I, I wish we were on the show for for qualify, you know, for for finishing top five or winning a main event, Colton. I you know I, I do I, I do wish that, but you're really on here because you flew off the track into the net. And, and and we had to talk to you about it. That's that's fantastic, though. I I, I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to say your crash was fantastic, but your crash was fantastic. No, no, I, I get it. You had uh, you had a lot of uh, emotion going into these nets. So. I did, I did. <laughs> and that video you sent me, who was that? Your mechanic or, or not mechanic? But who was it that filmed you? I don't know who that guy was, yeah. but he... yeah, my my buddy Griffin uh, Gas Productions. He goes to all the races with me and films me and makes. Uh, Makes a little videos, so bro, it uh, glad, glad we had him there. Uh, it, Fifty-seven thousand views already, <laughs> and probably why, got a shit ton of followers from that. And Wygant said, "Let's be honest, this actually hurt him more." Maybe it was Wygant. Maybe I do have that backwards. Maybe Wygant did say that. Is that because of all the people texting you saying <laughs> yeah. you're wrong right now? <laughs> yes, <Okay>. yes, absolutely. <laughs> right, just want to make sure. Well, fuck you, Wygant. X says that it saved his life. So, um. Hey, uh, a little tough start to the season for you, Colton, though, in all seriousness. Probably not going exactly the way you want, huh? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been a tough season, you know, from my uh, from getting landed on last year, you know, breaking my back, yep. having, having a spinal cord injury. It's It was – I'm just honestly just grateful just to be on the track again. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just to even be walking and to be on the track again is cool. So I'm just yep. trying to – just trying to take it race by race and try to get a little bit better each time. You know, I made the night show in Houston, which was cool. That was like a big, uh, big moment for me to prove to myself that I, I yep. still have what it takes, but, right. um, you know, definitely, definitely not happy with the way I've been riding. So yeah, I can turn well, around. Yeah. You did have a serious injury in Dallas. You're right. Uh, about that. It, it, it was ugly. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to affect you. Do you have some lingering effects from that crash still? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I still don't have like great feeling in in my feet. Um, okay. <laughs> so that 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 makes things a little tough. Like, you know, it's hard to. 
um, you know, feel my feet on the foot pegs a little bit, but right. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's, that's the main thing for me, but mm-hmm. I think, uh, more than that, just like the mental side of things, just yeah. getting, getting back on the track after, uh, after an injury like that was, it's, it's been pretty tough for me mentally. So wow. I'm just trying to, trying to work through that. Me. Could, be, could be a lot worse if that net wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there. Just, you know, you could be injured again, but that yeah. net was there. So the nets, the net saved my life. Thank you, Steve Mathis. No, oh, me and Colton. Clip that, please. <laughs> Clip that little thing. Thank you. You should have to. Sh- you know what, Colton? Just have shot put a butt patch on your for the next round. So thank you, Steve, on the back of your mm-hmm. ass, because that's what yeah, he'll, that's what he want. Yep. Uh, yep. Let's do Steve, that. We we definitely need a net butt patch of some sort. Yep. Steve Mathis Memorial Nets. I'm not even dead, but that's what I want to call him. I was uh, I was having a heart to heart with Colton. Oh, well, um, about his love life or no, his no, okay, no love right. life. But right. I feel like Colton is better than what we've been seeing. And we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago at Milestone, and I just told him, I go, look, no one gives a shit about how you do. No one, if you make it to the main, you get 15th, or you don't even make the night show. No one in the grand scheme of things is going to care besides you and your immediate family. So I think me being in the position that he was in a, a long time ago, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to do well because he trains, he busts his ass, he does all these things, he spends his money. So he expects to do certain things in the race every Saturday night. And then when those things don't happen, it could really mentally drain you and compound you, especially at his level. And then make Sounds you... like you're speaking a little bit from experience, Kiefer. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and, and, right. and I think I speak for a lot of guys out there that yep. have this problem. And I just told him, I go, look, man, just go have fun. Ride your dirt bike. Who gives a shit if you finish, you know, you qualify 25th or if you make the main or if you don't make, I go, just do yourself, be happy what you're doing because a lot of people would love to be in your position. And I think he's going to ride better because I've seen Colt ride and he's a very, very good rider. He just needs to uh, just chill out a little bit and not worry about how he's going to do, you know? There you go, Colton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think I definitely, uh, definitely put a lot of, a lot more pressure on myself than anybody else does. So, Um, but you know, this year I'm just, I'm just grateful to be back out there, man. So it's I'm just trying to trying to take it as it comes and and uh, and make the best of it. One thing about as you were flying off the track into the net was your vision was clear with the X brand goggles. <laughs> it was very clear. I uh, I saw the net very well. Yes, I, I examined it thoroughly. EKSBrand.com, everybody. Pulp Show 18. Save. Use the same goggles that Colt Neck used when he flew into the net. Um, hey, we had Scummy on earlier tonight, uh, Skivvy. Um, he was telling us a little bit about why he's doing it, why he's helping guys like you and Nagy and Seven Deuce Deuce out. And, uh, I mean, look, it's not a factory ride or anything else, but cool guy, cool program, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it was really a cool deal. Um, you know, put it together super last minute. But, uh, yeah, it, it's really awesome. You know, he's helping out, you know, like you said, me, Nagy, Shoemaker, you know, the Antic Naps. Um, it's, it's been really cool. They're, they're there supporting us, you know, taking our bikes to the races. So, uh, you know, can't ask for much more than that. It's, it's been awesome. What about the Enduro Cross experience we had Mm -hmm. you go through earlier this fall? That was fantastic. You, by the way, you were the top performing Pulp MX rider in the Enduro Cross series. (laughs) I mean, yeah, the, uh, Enduro Cross, man, that's, that's a topic of frustration for me (laughs) (laughs) i definitely uh i want to try it again because i I don't think i uh i don't think i did as good as i could have but maybe next year we'll get another shot 
Hey, explain to the people out there that may not know this and your love of riding. Okay. You get hurt last year at Dallas. You're laid up in the hospital. You don't know if you're going to walk. Um, you get out of the hospital, you bust your ass to walk. And I guess what I'm trying to figure out and, and make other people understand is why go back and ride your dirt bike and why go back and race and really explain why you want to do that and how, how big a part of that feeling is, 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 is in your life. Because that's key for every single day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a lot of people ask me, like you said, you know, why, why am I back out there? You know, I, I yep. kind of got a second chance, you know, with, you know, being able to walk again. And I just tell them that it's, it's the only thing that I've ever wanted, like my whole life, that's, is just to, to race my dirt bike, you know, to make a living racing my dirt bike. And, um, you know, the fact that I'm able-bodied and it, if I was able-bodied and I decided not to, I know I would regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't go back out there and try. So, uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm going out there and I'm, I'm giving it my best and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to get back to, uh, back to racing and, you know, hopefully better than where I left off. So it's kind of like what Shorty was talking about earlier. He's like, I can't explain it. No one can understand unless you do the Dakar. And it's the same thing with, with Colton and people that ride dirt bikes. You can't explain it unless you ride a dirt bike and you have that, you know, I can't explain why I wanted the net so bad. I just saw, but I saw Colton fly into it and I knew, and I knew. No, nobody. Oh, nothing. Man. Nobody. Gotcha. Nothing. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, Paul's got a question for you. Paul, what's up? You got a question for Colton? Hashtag Nets. Oh my God. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. But uh, so, how was your experience with Ryan? I mean, Ryan Wilson is a is a personal friend of mine from when we were kids. But how has he been in developing your motor and helping you out with all the you know with your motor and everything else, getting you some horsepower, everything else. Yeah, uh, Ryan Wilson, um, super awesome dude. Uh, he's actually like best friend of uh, of my trainer, like my physical trainer, actually. Um, yeah, he uh, he he builds awesome motors. I'm actually I'm not working with him this year. I've got just a stock engine in my bike now. But uh, really? oh, yeah, wow. he built yeah. yeah he he built me an awesome motor last year in the 250 class. So uh, can we can we get you a cam or something? Eck, I mean, can we get you something? Yeah. Yeah, hook a brother up. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm ready. Do you feel like you need it though, bro? It's a 250F. No, he's on a 450. That's what I said. It's a 450. <laughs> 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 yeah, you hit you, uh, Colton. You're the net guy. You just got it confirmed right there. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, hey, I, no, I was, I was actually looking at the poll for for Dark Side. It's so bad. It's, it's so bad right now. Um. No, it's uh, it's one of those things in Supercross. Probably 450, you're probably all right, I guess. You know, I mean, yeah, like. You I mean, you probably use a little bit little more, bit, right? Yeah. I mean, you have an exhaust on. Yeah. It. Tell me, you have an exhaust on. Yeah, I've okay. got an exhaust. Thank you. I've, I've got a, uh, I've got an ignition on it, but uh, the engine itself stock, so. Yeah, ignition's but, not so bad. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely would like a little bit more. You know, there's uh, there's places where I would, I think a little more power would be helpful, but. Starts. Overall, it's pretty good. Uh, what do you do? You're not going east, are you? What's the plan? Uh, that's my plan right now. Um, wow, nice. I like it. Good for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I had, uh, you know, through my whole injury, um, through road recovery, and um, this company called Charity Air, um, they actually ended up life-flighting me home from uh, from Texas wow. back to California. 
Um, so I made friends with the owner and, uh, they're, you know, they're helping me with all my travel expenses. So, Oh, awesome. Uh, That's so cool. um, yeah, it's, it's badass. So I'm planning to be at every round as long as I'm healthy. What are you going to do for a vehicle? Because as we talked to scummy about they're they're only for the West coast. So what, how are you going to get there and stuff? Yeah. Um, I just, this past weekend, I linked up with, uh, Logan Carno, uh-huh. um, another, another 450 privateer. Yep. Um, so he's going to take my bike to the races and then, uh, nice. I'll be, I'll be flying. So I'm pretty stoked. Well, dude, if you get up there and the LCQs a little more, maybe you win the Pulpamex quadruple LCQ challenge that we're giving money away for. So it's going to get, I, you. I know nothing about it. What, what is this challenge? You were given points in four rounds from fifth on back in the fourth of the LCQ. Uh, and if the guy with the most points at the end of four rounds gets uh, all this cash that people are buying for a, for a helmet raffle. All right. So we'll right. uh, we'll have to get you in on that. Um, well, hey, man, uh, thank you, Colton, for coming on the show. Again, I'm sorry it's not on to talk about your terrific riding. Uh, I'm sorry it's because you flew into a net, but you made history. You know what? And history is made many ways, and, uh, and you made it. Baby steps. You made history. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. No problem. Thank you, buddy. We'll uh, see you this weekend in uh, in Oakland, if not uh, for sure down the road. Yeah, San Diego. see you soon, buddy. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Cold neck, everybody. Uh, you know what? Look, I'm happy he flew into the net. But that was a really good answer uh, for why he wants to keep doing it. Yeah. and Honestly, I, had, I talked to somebody, a mutual friend of, of, of his yeah. that I know, and the guy told me, yeah, Colton's going to be done. Like, the injury is bad enough. I don't think he's going to race again. Yeah, I think that's a, that's... That's what everybody thinks when you have it, you know, yeah, but uh, yeah. he's just a good kid, he you is. know, yep. and we have that we had that conversation at Milestone and as I walked away he gave me a hug. And I'm like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. So, and I like oh, that. Dude, that's that is the way to your heart right there. It is there. because I know you're a good Love person. This guy right you know, here. when you like you say, "Man, you give me a hug and you can feel someone hug yeah. you." You're like, "That's a you can tell what kind of person that guy is." Oh boy. Yeah. No, that's fine. Random hugs. Good. Let's all hug. I'd like to see the Seven Deuce Deuce and you come together in a hug fest. Yeah. It'd be yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get us some phone calls for uh, Chris Kiefer. Uh, Autry? Is this Autry? Yep. How's what's, it going? What's up, bro? What's your question for Kiefer? All right. I got a little bit of a, I guess, a comment also. Okay. Uh, I have a 2015 KX450 with those uh, show SFF tack fork on the front. <laughs> those are terrible. Yeah. Those are terrible. I actually don't hate them. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Okay. Okay. I think it might have to do with my height and weight. I'm 6'3 and 200 pounds. Yep. I think that kind of gets rid of that little bit of harshness on me. But I had kind of a, a half-retard moment this weekend. Um, I've hated the bike for a few weeks. And I, I it was about to drop $600 on getting that suspension conversion kit. Because I know you guys say it's great. And, you know, all the suspension bikes, regular sports bikes I've been riding all my life are awesome. But... I finally went and I said, "Okay, there's got to be something wrong." Everybody says they're bad. I can't. They can't be this bad. And I checked my rear shock, and I just got this bike a few months ago. And I guess the guy who owned the bike before had the uh, high and low speed compression as soft as they would go, oh. and the rebound as high as it would go. Awesome. So, <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's a great combo. Awesome. <laughs> the guy was like probably weighed just as much as I did, and then he also blew the fork seals in the front. Had the inner chamber pumped up to 210 psi, and I think the maxing goes 190. Yeah, and then find a new bike because this bike doesn't turn worth a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Does it. yeah, right. I just yeah, right. Let everybody know if you're gonna, um, you know, change out your air forks, just think about some other stuff on the bike you can maybe change before dropping $600 on it. You okay. Know? 
Uh, yep, good points. Uh, all good points. Check your sag. Check, check your air your pressures. Sag first. Check your air pressure. Check you know, your do, seals. Do all of that. For and sure. also, you are right, dude. Like bigger dudes like that fork. I've had other comments about that. So uh, that's all blown out. That line was not going well. But thanks for the call, uh, Sam. What's up? Hey, I got a helmet question for Chris. Okay. Um, I'm on the market for a new helmet, and I've looked around a little bit for data results, and I'd just like to know uh, what you think the safest helmets are out there, like the top three. Oh boy. Well. Yeah. This, could, this probably question. could get this is probably could get me in trouble, but I'm going to tell you just my personal opinion, and this is just me. Um, I'm going to put my money on three helmets. I would either go in no particular order. I would go Showy, 6D, or Narai. Those three. All right, cool. So, All right, thanks, man. Thank uh, helmets are touchy. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, people will tell you that 60 is no good in the high the high impact. You show know. is no good in low speed stuff. It, it is. Uh, right. it, the MIP stuff is good that Fly uses. Uh, other people will tell you that the Flex thing Bell uses is the best. It's, it is right. such a wild west of opinions because I think – Depending on a multiple impact, a one impact, a high speed impact, a low speed impact, every helmet it has a different area where it's best at. And I've crashed in all of those helmets on my head, so I have some experience, and those are the ones that I always keep going back to. Um, not to say the other ones don't do the job. Yeah. I'm just saying I have experience in those. Uh, Dark side, you are going to lose the pole, bro. Yeah, I knew as soon as you put a pole up, I was done. So you're going to just put work overtime, bro. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was joking. It's all good. Um, so my, the, the Mooch question or the Mooch comment bothers me. I don't think I've ever been asked you for anything, but that's all right. Who said Mooch, Heather? No, no, it was, uh, chat, chat on Facebook or something. Yeah. Chat room stuff. Oh, don't worry about that. Those people are dumb. Yeah. But all right. So my question is an off-road question. I know you don't like dealing off-road too much. Yeah. We got to go. We got to go, Dark Side. Well, man, come on, man. Gary Sutherland gets screwed. Uh, I, you know, how does, how does this happen? He's RM Army. He's now he's in a better spot. He's in a better place with RM Army. We will take care of him. That's my dog tag. Sounds right like there. a cowbell. Got to have more cowbell. That's my that's my RM Army dog tags right there. Dark side. They're, they got my name on them. Okay, dinner time. Bring it again. So, so Team Pulp is gonna pay pay for him to go race. He's got RM Army, bro. He's good. He's in a better place than he's ever been. I, I'm not even going to start this because Steve will just give me the look. Hurry the fuck on. And, yeah, we uh, got a guy, we got a VIP on hold right now. I could I VIP. could talk about this for 15 minutes, but I won't. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Hey, man, appreciate the opportunity either way. Thanks, so. Thanks. All right. See you guys. All right. You're going you're gonna to lost that poll. Okay. Uh, let's get this man on the phone real quick. Uh, we're, we're ending the show here. Short show, but we got to talk to this man. Uh, Alex Ray. Thank God. How's it going, man? Kiefer is Ow. so bummed at you. Dude, I was actually... Dude, I was so happy for you, and I texted you, and then you just pissed me off. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> why did I, why did I piss you off? Are you off? still sick? Are you still struggling? Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, so did you... Um, did you... Uh, uh, did you pull off in the main? Uh, well, I, I I crashed first. Uh, I didn't just, like, do a few laps and pull off. No, I I ate shit in those whoops that you absolutely loved this weekend. Oh, they were so good. They they actually were, but, dude, they were slicker and goose shit whenever we went out there for the main event. But hey, I'll let him lie. He sucks. He thinks I just suck. Uh, hey, well, hey. Dude, you were on your deathbed. So, um, 
Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put you on hold. Marx has got to ask you a question, then we can try to get you back, okay? Okay. 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 I don't know if we can go there with him on the phone. Oh, I yeah. I just realized that. Yeah, yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't think we should right now. I didn't know that. Right. Uh, who's on? Oh. Uh, Michael, what's up? How are you? Hey. What's Hello? up, What's up, Michael? How are you? You got a question for Kiefer? Yes, I do. Uh, I got a question about tire pressure with the new Michelins and even the new uh, Dunlops and possibly even the Bridgestones and others. Okay. Uh, and because uh, I've always been 11, 12, 12 and a half for front and rear, and I'm hearing that he's recommending higher pressures mm-hmm. uh, with the new Dunlops. I mean, uh, the new Michelins. Michelins yes. Yeah, Michelins <laughs> run a little bit higher. Yes, sir, because the carcass is a little softer, and same goes with the 3S Dunlops as well. Like 13.5 seems to be the sweet spot, so you don't get a lot of that roll. So uh, Bridgestones, you can run a lower pressure like you have been running, maybe 12, 12.5, but for sure Dunlop and Michelin's run 13.5 in front and rear. Okay. Uh, another question, uh, the same for the front on the Michelin, or any, well, mostly the Michelin. Uh, do you rec- on a 450, do you recommend the the – the uh, the one the eighty one hundred or the ninety one hundred, and uh, why? Um, for us out here on the west coast, I usually use an eighty one hundred. This guy's it, not on the west coast. Okay. Um, yeah, if, I, can, I can hear it in his voice. But if you are, if it's hard pack, faster stuff, ninety one hundred is pretty good. But if it's softer and ruddy, I would stick to the eighty. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I was tempted to to jump up to the ninety, but okay. Do you uh, do you have a set of Starcross fives? Uh, yes, I do. And what do you think of the performance? Well, I love them. Good. Uh, yep. I, I won them from you last year. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com for more info. Michelin Starcross 5 offers excellent performance for a wide range of conditions and terrain. Please check them out. They reduce weight up to 15% in the sand tire and average of 10% on the other versions. Hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5. Stick to the track like glue. <laughs> uh, this is funny. Uh, well, thanks, Keeper. Uh, no problem. Thanks, man. Got your hand in there, too. Uh, enjoy your evening. Thanks, Thanks man. Appreciate Thank it. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. Yo. Yeah, well, I guess Yo, we, we got to go, right? Well, okay. So I think I know what you guys are freaking... I already talked about it. I mean, I kind of already blew it out a little bit. Yeah, okay. So here's sort of what happened. After the race, I get a freaking DM on Instagram. I have, like, a bunch of, like, message requests on my Instagram or whatever. But like, be nice. I, apparently, like there was this chick. Okay, she's like, she said, "Hey, like I'm a super big fan. Like, mm-hmm. what hotel are you staying at? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your room number? Mm-hmm. All this stuff." But I was a good boy, and I didn't say nothing. I just went to bed, and Keeper was pissed mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Right, because it doesn't get. I mean, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean that was a that was that was a done deal, and you I don't care how sick you were, you could have just chilled out and didn't have to do nothing. And she was super cute, and that could have been you never know. What if that was the one that you missed that you'll never see again? No, man. You guys already know that 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 already happened. It did, yeah. You missed out on her for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yep. But, Absolutely. Uh, I guess I guess I'm bummed because I'm married and I don't get DMs like that. You know, Steve and I don't get shit. We don't get no oh, DM. Oh, speak for yourself, pal. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't get shit. 
No, so. Steve's probably like Seth. He's he's just trying to stay above water. He's just drowning it. If I hear Seth Rarick complain about his lack of chicks <laughs> one more time, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Seriously, bro. I'm gonna punch him. My, my 65 year old mother was here and would bang him in a second. <laughs> like I'm oh, yeah. about my mom giving BJ's. I am not. I am not. I'm tired of hearing Rarick talk about this. I'm tired of get it. some of those pants. Oh, yeah, the real yeah, you gotta get the you gotta get the skinny jeans. Where do you go? H and M, whatever the hell you know, shops. You know what's awesome, A Ray, is that you're sick as balls. Uh, the old A Ray, you know, never would have even seen the main event. Um, but you're the new guy, the new rider. You you got a great start in the heat. You put it in the main event, and even though you're sick as balls and it didn't work, you got scared of the whoops and you crashed. It's still such a performance. Whoa, for whoa, you. whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, hold up! No, I didn't Blame. get scared of the whoops. Oh, I'm sorry. Did no, I say scared? I was just thinking that out loud then. Um, no, listen. No, no. no I'm giving you a compliment, okay? Good job. Like, that's what you got to do. That's that's awesome. Here's, I, I complimented him, and he's like, bro, you think I was that good? And I was like, I'm not saying that you were shitty. I'm just saying when I watched you, it was impressive. I knew you're good, but that was a good race. Like, you rode really well. All right. We got we got to run. Good job, A-Ray. Um, do you think Darkseid deserves to win prizes on the show? Get him a freaking starting device, man. I mean, he needs it. It was a. He can start up front. Start up front. Congratulations, Darkside. Uh, A Ray's going to get you a start device. Yep. There you go. WorksConnection.com. Greatest company out there. Thanks, A Ray. All right, man. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Alex Ray, everybody. He wanted to be on the show longer. He just fucked him. <laughs> I mean, we got to go. We got to go. We got things to do. You got to drive back home. We still have the BTO Sports tweet at Travis. We have uh, voicemails where a guy gets very mad at, at Marks uh, for leaving him on hold. We got, uh, we got much more things to cover tonight. Thanks to Barsha and Short and Colt Neck and Scummy for all coming on tonight. And, uh, and for you people for downloading the shows and, and uh, all that. Over 4 million downloads last year for all of our shows. It was pretty, pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Great. Four million downloads is a lot. So, uh, flyracing.com, big supporter of us, and therefore we uh, support them. In studio, our bu- friend of the show, uh, Chris Cooksey, he brought by, uh, who's Cameron, um, who is the Fly Street manager, Cameron? What are you? The, the, this, the division uh, manager? Head guy of Fly Street? <laughs> what are you, Cameron? Uh, officially sales brand manager for Perfect. Fly Street. I was also a brand manager at Parts Unlimited back in the day. That's so right. So we can communicate on a brand manager level. Just above where Kiefer lives. That no mm-hmm. one else would understand. No one else would understand. It's like a Jedi. Um, hey, so anyways, people don't know. We know Fly Racing uh, is, you know, Baggett and, and, and Pike and all these great off-road guys and everything else. Uh, but a whole line of street stuff that uh, WPS and Fly has been pushing for a number of years now. That's correct, yeah. The Fly Street brand started in 2010. Um, it's something that a lot of people don't really know about, but it is the second biggest division of Fly right behind the moto side. So... Um, it's a lot bigger than people know. Yeah. You personally have worn a Fly Street shirt for yes. years with no idea no that idea. Fly with five stars under it was Fly No Street, idea. I just thought so. it was I thought it was like a five star general. Like oh, I was, really? I, was, I didn't know that either. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a big thing you guys are pushing and you're more active in it and you're doing ride alongs here in Vegas and everything else. So um, yeah, it's, I mean, what kind of stuff can people f- check out? Yeah. So uh, helmets are, of course, the biggest thing everyone, or I shouldn't say everyone, but Helmets are huge around the country. You know, mm-hmm. we've got some really good sellers in helmets. And then we have textile jackets, pants, boots, gloves, um, pretty much everything you need for riding a street bike, you know. And with there being such a motorcycle fan base of the show, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that will ride street bikes yep. as well. So I think it's cool for 
for people to know, their favorite Moto Gear brand is also supplying awesome now, uh, street apparel. Now, when you think of when you think of street, there's two types of street. There's Road Race Guy Street, and there's Harley Guy Street, right? Right. Fly makes things for both. Um, so we do have a Harley brand. I'm actually wearing the hat right now. It's Highway 21. It's okay. another brand that I'm in. All right. So see another thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Who knew? Right. Right. No, it's just a, it's a separate yeah. clientele, and they, they don't really mingle. They don't really like the same stuff. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we have everything from sport bike apparel to sport touring mm-hmm. adventure. So your dual sport guys, and then you have your Harley crowd that wears the leathers and you know. Do you have fingerless. chaps? Do you have chaps? We do have chaps. Shut. I up. can get you a set if you'd like. I can get each of you a set That'd if you'd like. Sweet. I would like to get Heather in some chaps. Easy. We can make that oh, happen. Easy. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> um, no, it's it's uh, Cooksy. Uh, how's this stuff do for you here in Vegas? Stuff's excellent. We have what does really good out here is the mesh jackets. Fly has the best entry level and mid level mesh jackets, and you know how hot it gets here. So yeah, it, it kicks ass. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's uh, again, uh, whether it's watercraft. Mountain biking, um, a snowmobile. Now you know Highway 21 and Streetline. Like things, that people just think of fly as this off-road giant, but it's much more than that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's something that's awesome to be a part of. I personally am more of a moto guy, but um, oh, you are. I am. Uh, yeah. See, I worked at Parts, right? And I'm the yep. FMF brand manager. Mm-hmm. And things aren't working that great. Probably because WPS was killing it with FMF. Okay, Probably. that's part, part of the problem. All right. And uh, so they tell me they're like, "Hey, Mathis, we really like the job you're doing." Uh, you're doing good, but uh, we are going to move you over to, uh, I forget the street bike company's name that made pipes. Not like road race. Vance and Hines. No, no, no. Muzzy. No, no, none of that. Schmackropovic. No, 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 no. It was, uh, you know, more straight muffler stuff, just Harley stuff and things like that. Anyways, I'm like, I'm out. It's been a nice run. And I had nothing lined up. But I, 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 didn't, I had no interest in doing that. Um, but, you know, like you said, you're a moto guy, so that's cool. You're, like, learning it. I should have done that. I should, should have learned more about the other side of the business. Yeah, it's funny because the, the street side, there's eight to one street motorcycles registered every year to yeah. dirt bikes. Oh, so huge, it, yeah. it's giant. And with Fly, you know, it's such a small yeah. part because Fly Racing is so huge on the moto side. Yeah. So <laughs> just in the last few years, the growth of Fly Street has been tremendous, and it keeps, yeah. you know, growing through. And, and oh, Cooksey, for you, the rep in the field, you got to break through the stigma of like, hey, God, like we're not just a moto company. Everybody th- thinks that way, and every company gets pigeonholed. Like we're, we're pigeonholed into the internet shit-talking show. You know what I mean? But we're not. We're more than that. We do that also, but we're, we're more than that. But for you, people, you're like, hey, look at the Fly Street line. Look at the Highway 21. And people are like, no, 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 I just want off-road stuff. You're like, no, wait. Like, it's yeah. a battle, but you got to get there. That's one of the things I first had to do with my dealers is, is show them the logo, show them the differences, and that's something we've actually talked about. But I was really excited about the Highway 21. The V-Twin guys, they're not like motor guys. They come in, they actually have money. They want to buy the best stuff, and they're willing to do it. But they are associated with moto stuff, and they see fly, and they didn't want to wear it. As soon as we came out with Highway 21, which is the same company, branded differently, Ah, oh, man, it does really well. So what does Highway 21 mean? Where'd that come from? So Highway 21 is actually the road in Boise, Idaho that WPS is located on, but it's the main, kind of the starting stretch for what's called the Loman Loop or the probably the most popular riding loop in Idaho for street bikes. So oh, cool. you can leave from the Terry, office. Terry came up with that idea. They, you, you nailed it. You know Terry well. I know Terry well. That's his idea. Yeah. So you, you, leave, you could leave from our office right. in the summertime, go pretty much up one river, across the fork of a river and then down another river and it's a big triangle from Boise and back into Boise. Hmm. Cool. Heather, some chaps for Heather? Please. 
Yeah? Yeah, I like to get on that ASAP. <laughs> Crotchal region. Uh, I did tell him to bring you a, uh, a leather vest. Oh, up yeah. With so you could do shirtless, you yeah, know, shirtless leather, leather vest. I like that idea. No, for you. Yeah, no, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> okay. I declined, but yeah. we can make it happen. Thank you. I appreciate you declining. <laughs> uh, Bart, you want to support Darkseid? I, yes, I am supporting Darkseid. I cannot believe you left it to a poll. With <laughs> neither, neither, could, neither could Mark's over there in the corner either. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's fair. I, I you know, I, uh, I I enjoy Darkside. He's a he's a regular, and he, you know, he's always a gentleman. Always says gentleman, and uh, I'm really. No, that's for actually Dark Nash. Side. That's actually Nash. <laughs> I get them all confused. Well, but wait a minute. So, do you like Darkside or Nash better? Who should get the works connection? Start the device. Yeah. Now, now you put me on the. Uh, yeah. Let, let's. Let's give it to Nash. Nash is getting. All right, Nash. You're Nash, in. good job. Nash. All right, Nash. Nash, go, Nash gets it. <laughs> Hey, one, one, a few other notes. Uh, well done with uh, with Bam Bam. I I haven't been the biggest fan of of Barsha in uh, the last few years, but his attitude and his comeback is and his and his rekindle friendship with you. Well done. I'm a I'm a huge fan now, and I I'm just I'm oh, rooting awesome. for this guy, and I was screaming for him. Uh, the you know the catch uh, Tomac and uh, pumped on Roxon. And uh, one, one more for Jason Thomas. I, I will only go see an outdoor national if I'm doing uh, the fly racing VIP. I, I have nice. seen my dad go there, and it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a moment for us to bond, and Jason Thomas always takes care of us, and uh, wow. I, I can't speak highly enough of it. What a so, tearjerper tear that is. No, that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thanks. So, so – you know what's really surprising about the whole dark side controversy tonight is that Heather, out of all people, right. kind-hearted Heather. That's what I'm saying. And her big boobs said no. Right. Those those gummy bear filled things in there are just. She has a big heart, but it was kind of black tonight. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I mean, Marks was down. I'm down. Keepers, but Heather just yeah. no. You can't do that, dude. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna chime in here. As soon as you left the pull up to the people on the blog, well, that's that was... when I had to I had to go to bat for dark side because I most of those guys write bullshit. Yeah. No, the part the the, right. the poll was more just for me to laugh. <laughs> okay, I want to chime in, and I know Dark Side really well. He's an awesome dude. But dude, you've got your own radio show. You can't win prizes from Steve's. Come on. Yeah, that's kind of right. I, I'm not going to hate on that either. Seventy-three percent say no. I'm gonna call next week and win something. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bart. Appreciate. It. Thanks for the listens, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. You guys have a good night, guys. Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cameras in here from Fly uh, Street and Highway 21, and uh, promoting the uh, product. So please, dealers out there, open your WPS. It's probably a separate catalog, actually. Uh, it's in the apparel book. So okay. same book they order. Yeah. Fly right. Moto. Open it up. Look at the street stuff, shit, uh, and uh, street shit. And, uh, and order something. And then Highway 21 as well uh, for the people who are more into the Harley stuff and everything else. But, um, yeah, thanks, man. You're, so you're a fan of the show? You listen to the show? Yeah, big fan of the show. Don't yeah. tell people how janky the studio is. Uh, it's really gorgeous in here. Taj Mahal of radio <laughs> studios. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, all right, Marks, you have those questions ready? Yes. Sure. All right, no? Yeah. Oh. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. Heather. The tweets of Travis. Heather just fucking over dark side. Dude, I'm telling you something about Heather that you yeah. might not know. Yeah, yeah. She's super gnarly. Yeah. Off the air. Right. 
So well, you've told me about some of the fights you guys got into. Very abusive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. just want to let you know. Okay, that. all right. All right, uh, btosports.com, uh, terrific company. Whether you're uh, driving a UTV, uh, riding your street bike, uh, blasting a Burmese dirt bike, whatever it is, btosports.com has got you covered. Uh, great company. Free shipping uh, over 500 bucks, 800 bucks international. What was it? No, it was less than that. Five ninety nine. Yeah. It was yeah, four ninety nine or something. Five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. There it is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, thanks to BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX in the notes, or when you call and you mention PulpMX, they will give you a hell of a deal. Check out the exclusive show Kiefer and I did from BTOsports.com the Friday before Anaheim. It was a lot of fun. Went down there. I'm still waiting for the slush fund. Uh, How's that going? I have no answer from those guys. Mm. So, um, All right. So these questions are submitted to at PulpMX Show on Twitter. Travis Marks. Um, are you guys going to stick around? You too? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, and uh, these questions are submitted at Travis Marks uh, on uh, or at Pulp Mike Show. Travis Marks picks the best ones. Watch, they're going to be all from Dark Side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Go ahead, Marks. Uh, I'll read this question and let you guess who it's from. Oh, shit. Why is Steve too cool to not ask questions at the press conference when he does actually show up? And everyone else applauded the writers without being asked, yet Steve sat silent and gave stink eye to the host. Who felt unbelievably <laughs> uncomfortable? Yeah, fuck Daniel Blair. That's all I got to <laughs> say to that. So, all right, that was quick. Yep. Uh, this one is from Tyson Stegall. Which is safer: a longer, faster start where people are more spread out in the first turn, or a short, slower start where everyone is bunching up and throwing elbows? In the I think first he turn? just answered his own question, didn't he? Right. Right. I mean, the long, long. Dude, I'm down for a short start with elbows way more than a fast one. Uh, I don't know. They, there's more gapping on the on the long ones. You yeah, know? but you got speed. I, I when, see. I when just you do been, go down, it hurts more. Yeah, but everyone's separated a little bit. Did you see that 250 so. LCQ and that dude ate it at high speed? Yeah. Oh, it was ugly. It does it, I mean, it happens in both, but I, I think more frequently in the shorter starts. This one's from Tanner Hall. Some other people, too. Steve, have you changed your mind on Tomac having a chance at the championship now? He's got a chance... Like, I have a chance of stepping out the front door tomorrow and getting hit by lightning. Or getting, or getting run over by a train. Or getting a DM. Or getting a DM from a super hot chick. Right. Um, there's a chance that Toma can win this. He's 36 back, so there's definitely a chance he can win this. If he did, it would be the greatest comeback in 44 years of Supercross history. Is there a chance? Yes. Is it likely? No. So you're saying there's a chance. Steve. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's better I can, than that. I, I can get hit by lightning. Which can happen. So lightning's like what, ten thousand to one? I have no idea. Thousand to one? I have no idea. It's gotta be at least six to one. Yeah, I would say he was gonna he's gonna have to run the table, obviously win, 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 win. And then gonna have to have some bad luck with J A and all the rest of the guys that are pretty consistent, even if they get a crappy start, so it's gonna be rough. Consistency he, isn't Tomac's uh, strength. It's not his I mean, he had, a, he had, a, he had a, bike, a couple of bike problems that weren't his fault. But Nobody in front of him really is an established guy that's won it before, though. No, but so, you saw J.A. get a horrible, I don't want to say horrible, mid-pack start, get shuffled around, still come back to fourth. So, mm. But what happens is no one, said, no one said the same things about Ryan Villapoto and Ryan Dungey. We've never seen anybody be consistent because we had a bit of a turnover with James and Chad. So what happens is the new guy, whoever that is, becomes super consistent because that's how they become the new guy. Uh, we've had other years. 1990 comes to mind that it isn't like that. 1985 comes to mind that isn't like that. But generally speaking, when you're as good as Anderson, 
and you're that good, you start being very consistent. And the only reason we haven't seen them is because we've had the champions before. They're gone now. So always a guy takes the – whoever takes their place is super consistent. Right. And right now it's Anderson. So. Yeah, but, I mean, Eli won nine races last year. Yep. It's really early. There's, I mean, look what how quick Marvin was out of it. it, it it's too early to say that. I still got him at 6-1. to one. Okay. Next question. Word. Kenny Bob wants to know, Eli Tomac's starts in the mains have gotten so much better. Do you think the new metal starting pads are the reason? Mm, I, maybe. He likes them. I, I talked to him about it. He likes them. They're, they're good so far. Uh, A1. Um, two out of the three at the Triple Crown were yeah, good. Yeah, he was up there. This weekend, yeah. Like, maybe that's it. I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, it could be. Yeah. This one's for Kiefer from Trevor Hughes. Of the four local suspension places, TBT of Oklahoma, Raynard, Marshall Plum, or Factory Connection, which is best? How would he know yeah, that? I'd... How would he know? I don't. That's, that's, no, I don't know anything that's local. So racetech.com. They have service centers everywhere. Pulpmax eighteen is the code. Yeah. If although I love Marshall, here's one thing. I if like he's Ziggy. going to Factory Connection Center, it's pretty much the same setting throughout um, the nation. So I'm familiar with that. Which is, did he say what bike? No. Yeah. See, it's too many variables. Racetech.com. I, I can't answer it. Racetech.com. This one's from Travis Cannon. How hard is it to judge jumps on the on the Alta with it not having a transmission? Is it weird not knowing third gear on the gas clears the jump? Yes. He he doesn't know because he has so much experience on one. Yes, but it doesn't take long before you get used to it. Yeah, I would say that you're, but, Steve's right. I, I mean, mean, I got into this debate uh, on Twitter uh, last week. People, I was talking about the price being cut on Altas and how yeah. it's more feasible than ever before in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I've ridden one. I just, if you're on the market for a 250F, the Altas should be right on par with the other bikes as to what you want. You don't have to... It's not better. It's not an obvious choice. But if you're looking at the five OEMs, think about an Alta. For real. I absolutely believe that. Yeah, I rode that thing, and it was so much fun. It was so easy to ride. The only thing I had to get used to was going into the turn and not having a clutch if I needed to kind of put the front wheel back where I needed to. And then one time over a jump, I went for a shift, and it wasn't there. So, To me, it took me about... A couple hours to not get used to putting my finger out on the clutch and not um, shifting. And also how I, as motorcycle guys, I don't, we really don't know what gear we're in. We go by feel and sound. I mean, when you ask a pro, hey, what gear are you hitting at? They're not going to be like, hmm, I don't really know what gear I'm in. So it goes off just feel of going off the jump and how much throttle to give. So for me, it didn't take that long to adjust. But what going off what Cooksey said... I use the Alta for so many things, and one of the things that's so bitching about it is I can really work on my technique because I don't have to focus on clutch and shifting, so I can really concentrate on my foot placement, how my body positioning is, and all that relates to that bike. People think, oh, you have to ride different because it's electric. It's not that far off. A guy, of course, there's always that what about guy on Twitter. There's, the world is full of what about people. The guy said, what about... You know, long desert riders, and I'm yeah. like, okay, all right. You can't do that. Yeah, it's not your bike. Yeah, it's not made for that yet. But, but if you're a guy that you're at the track and you want to ride for 15 minutes and bullshit with your homies for 30, it's what's, perfect. What's a 250F? Eight grand? Eighty five hundred? Yeah, eighty five hundred bucks. So it's fifteen hundred dollars more. And the maintenance on that thing is so much lower. Yeah, think about it, people. It's that good. Can I do something with the yellow fucking puke? They're yellow? white. Yeah, they're, they're white in eighteen. 
Yeah, but the new, the 18s aren't the price drops, or are they? Yes. Oh, they are? They are. Okay, yeah. All of them Thank now, God. That so. puke yellow needs to go. Hey, let's build a new bike. You know what looks awesome? Puke yellow. Like. Yeah, I don't like the yellow, but. No, they no. Have, that uh, was a fucking terrible choice. I can't talk much about the Maybe they don't do other colors because it matches the other OEMs, right? Well, that's what they're trying to be a different, you know. Oh, fuck. Puke yellow? Well, yeah. yeah. I'm not Looked there. like the KTMs back when you were wrenching on them, Steve. No, we had orange. Well, that was we, a puke we, orange, we, though. We weren't tapioca then. No, no, we were orange. It wasn't too far off. No, a couple years. All right. <laughs> what? Keeper's face, just like, eh. Yeah, this is horrible. The Alter or the KTM? KTM back then. Yeah, tapioca. Bad. Yeah, my one loved it. All right. This was from Bobby Duran. Do you think KTM hit the panic button on Webb for a ride next year? I know. I heard in the pits that he was already signed. I was like, stop it. No, he's not. Uh, no, I have no idea. I don't know. He, he's got a long season to pull. If he sucks balls for the next month, two months, all of a sudden starts pulling out good rides, and no one's going to remember the sucking balls part. So he's got a lot of time to figure things out. And he looked. There's some glimmer in Phoenix. There was a. Looked a little better. So it's looking up. Well, the heat race was about the worst well, race ever. Yes. Steve, did you notice all day? He, he just looked better. The problem is there's so many dudes from one to eight. Yeah. I mean, you got to be on you got to be on point. No, I, I think we said it today in the, in the uh, recap show. He got a, he could have got fourth or he could have got ninth and he got eighth. It was that that deep of a field. So Ben Coates wants to know, Kiefer, will you and Aiden try to qualify for Loretta's this year? <sighs> That's a lot of money. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. This chick on. Twitter, Rachel. She says she'd like to go on record as a chick who has DM Steve Mathis, and he is a delight. And she has DM me. <laughs> she has? She has. I think that's Dark Side. No, her name's Rachel, and she did DM me. I was in a gangbang. Fake news. Yeah. No, she did, and, and it was fantastic. And Pookie saw the DM and everything. Mm, must be All nice. Right. Right. Not me. Carry on. Mm. Uh, expensive? I don't know. Aiden wants to do it. I'll You're not doing it. No I'll way. support him. I'll go. Um... You're not doing it. If I do it, Travis is coming with me, though. You're not doing it. He's not so, doing it. That was the rule. When, when Next year, me and Travis both said, hey, only reason why, we're, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it together. So He's not doing it. He must have told me 15 times how much money it costs. Yeah, it's, it was 10 grand. It sucked. It <laughs> was a lot of money. For like two seconds, I thought you meant Mark's. So I'm like, is he going to backflip? What's he going to do? <laughs> he's, he's the sideshow. No one has seen Mark's ride, so nobody knows. All right. We still got a race, by the way. Oh, I'm I'm not racing you. No way. Why? I crashed on 10-foot double. I am not ready to race anybody. I'll defend you. That was no. I, It was slick. Everyone jumped it like 10 minutes after that when it dried out. doesn't you, matter. You just that, didn't let the... It doesn't matter. Didn't let it dry out. It doesn't matter. Can that, I take that, your bike then? No. <sighs> Shut up, Kiefer. <laughs> Kiefer almost said, yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard there, there may be a repossession in the future if you don't ride that thing, Steve. Mm. Okay, dinner. I have the dog tags. <laughs> you can have my bike when you rip the dog tags from my cold, dead hands. Okay. This one's from Keel McStovepipe. Stop it. <laughs> Kiefer, how many more wins does Tomac get? Five. What? That's it. No, he gets more than that. Five. No, he gets more than that. How many races are left? Thirteen? Thirteen. Five. No way. That's a hot Hold on. You, yeah. just, you just said he gets more than five, and he has no chance at the title. <laughs> no, trust me. I'm yeah. thinking the same thing. Yeah. So what is, he got nine last year and didn't win the title. And he was, he was down less points. But it was, five. It was Ryan the Diesel Dungeon. So he gets – oh, did he look that great last year? I must have he was there all, every week. I must he didn't have, he didn't have any major – You know who's going to be there every week? Jason Anderson. Seven wins total. Five more. Right. Jason Anderson looks better, but it's still Jason Anderson. I want to see more. He gained over 100 points on anybody not Ryan Dungey last year. 
Mm-hmm. Just saying. Jason Anderson was there. Mm-hmm. This one's from Big Papa Yum Yum. Stop it. How long before the upper brass at KTM slash Husky break the news to Marvin to quote-unquote let Jason buy? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Uh, that could come into play. Absolutely. Anderson was very much riding in support of uh, Dungey last year and to much to the chagrin of many other OEMs. So why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't the flip side happen? We know Marvin's a team player. We do. We do know he's a team player. But is he a team player with Cameron? Like that one. (laughs) But is he a team player with JA? Yes, because Roger tells him to be. But there's a beef. I know there's probably also. I don't know. But if you check the points, he's only one point separated from. I don't know. All right, Trevor Hughes wants to know what's the best 125 to restore aside from a YZ. Well, an 87 CR125. Buy my 89. It's already restored, Trevor. That's no fun. Um, no, any old Hondas are good. Yeah, they hold their value. There's a semi-good parts selection available. They're always good to look at. 87 was rad. Yeah. You can't find an 87 in good condition because they had magnesium right side covers and they're all rotted. It's a big problem with 87s and 86s. Hmm. I didn't know that. This one's from Dirty Al Green. Bink. Any news on Mookie for next week? No. Week to week for Mookie. <laughs> Heat race Mookie was in effect a little bit. Oh, he was. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. I was excited when I saw that. Trisha Vodin wants to know, how do riders get selected to ride press day? It's a rotational schedule with all the teams, but what we're finding out is like last year when the title chase was coming down to the wire, Marv and Dunge were showing up every week. And... The Feld guys are cool with that because more riders, more interviews, more press. So I think if you're an elite-level team or rider, you could do every single one if you wanted to, and they'll be fine with it. But there is a schedule, and it just rotates. But I feel like this question is more directed towards the privateers that are pissed that are not getting invited. If you're the 7 Deuce Deuce and you will go to every single 5 a.m. news show, you're in. Yeah, because the second part of her question was, can any of the top guys ride if they choose? Yes. Um... This one's from Ryan. How does the does, 20... Is there any questions about Heather's cold black heart? Mm-hmm. There's questions about Heather's... No. No, okay. No, there's no. not. <laughs> I just got the look. How does the 24... Dark, dark side, working overtime, okay, to get the... To get Slaving. The easy, and, then, and then falling asleep at the wheel, because he worked till 2, 2 a.m. to afford this easy start, and he goes in the ditch, and his car catches on fire, and he burns to death. Mm-hmm. On Heather or no? That's Ooh. on Heather. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'll text him to see if he's all right. And he really likes Heather a lot. He looks up to Heather. Barsh like, is full yeah, of shit, too. He ain't, he ain't texting me. He ain't texting me. Neither is Phil. The only guys texting me are Weimer and AC. You think? That's yep. it? Brayton says he would. Eh. Tony Alessi? No. Did you guys already talk about how awesome AC is in the press conference? It's like a stand-up routine. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. He's awesome. How does the 2014 CRF250 motor compare to the 18? I sold my 14 for an 18, but now I'm scared to buy after shootouts. Oh, boy. What was the question? 18 what? 250. The CRF250 motor? How does it compare to the 14? Oh, it's better than, I, yeah, it's better than, it's better than the 14, for sure. He's struggling because he no. wants to promote the 18. No, I don't. I don't have to promote it. I'm just saying the 18 CRF250 is better. You get a, you want some more bottom end? You, what, you put a pipe on what it. What was the year the CRF came with a 42 mil carb and bogged every time you landed off a Dude, jump? That was the twin twin uh, carb one. Twin carb? 
Dude, remember muffler. They had, yeah, but I thought they had a, a yeah. Sorry, I said carb. Two, twin <laughs> muffler. Carb. Sorry. Um, I don't know. The, one of the years they put a huge carb on it, and every time you land, it went ba boom. Yeah, 2011. Oh, okay. So 14. Yeah. Oh, they fixed it by then. I don't know. This one's from Marcus Johansson. Yep. Is Hill giving us the no, worst title defense ever? Really? That far ago? Yeah, it was a long time oh, ago. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Or is Barsha's early season form actually championship winning form? I don't know. Still thinking about Heather. I don't know. I didn't listen to it because I was listening to about the Barsha. Honda. Her yeah. moving to right in front of you was like the worst idea that we've had all night. <laughs> one more time. Speak one more time. I honestly think Pookie, if Pookie had a mic, she would be on Heather's side. I think it would be the women saying he cannot win. Maybe they're synced up, the period. Yeah. Calling me a woman? No. No, Why? stop. Oh, you, said you, oh yeah, you said no. Yes, I said Yeah, no. that's right. Tits chimed in on Twitter about oh, that. Oh, shocking. Do you want to hear what his no, comment was? Shocking. Yes. <laughs> Once you have your own moto podcast and get press cre- press credentials, Don't bro me. then you're considered industry and shouldn't yeah, be allowed to Yeah, because it's super hard anything. to get press credentials. <laughs> it's super gnarly, big process. We know who tits is. Yeah. Dude, excited. it's actually not easy. As a joker like me, it was kind of hard. I see guys every week that I'm like... I don't know how they get them because I have to submit like my birth certificate. No, you don't. Yeah, it's pretty hard. All right. Um, what's the question what's again? What's the question uh, is Hill giving the worst title defense ever, or oh. is Barsha's current form actually championship? Uh, that's two different questions. But it, I, I don't know. Let's break both down real quick. All right, go ahead. Hill. I'm busy. I'm worried. <laughs> this is bad. It's not the bike. People say, it's the bike. It's not the bike. The bike's not this bad. This bike is not this bad. The bike's not on par with the other bikes, but it ain't this bad. It, he's jumping big stuff out of corner, so I know the bike is not bad. I do not know what the hell's going on. His passion to go ride 450 was large. And I know Steve said, everybody says it 143 times. They're better on a 450. But this guy drove it home constantly in every interview. I want to ride a 450. I want to ride a 450. JGR agreed to the deal so he could ride a 450. I do not know if he's just riding this wave so he can get on a 450. But if I was JGR, East Coast time, put the kid on a 450. Let's see what all this shit talking's about. If he's really that good, you're going to know real quick. Yes or no? No. Next question. Bullshit. That's all. That's it? Bullshit. A lot of, lot of Barsha questions. And... We feel like we answered those, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or he did, anyways. Yeah. All right. Uh, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. Put Pulp MX uh, in the uh, coupon code or call them and mention Pulp MX for a hell of a deal on anything BTOsports.com has. And uh, maybe some exciting news for BTO Sports down the line a little bit. Oh, yeah. He said something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I get my slush fund that I wanted. Uh, at Pulp Mix Show, uh, Twitter is always open for uh, for you people to uh, to uh, submit a question each and every week. And um, all right. So what else? Emails. Voicemails. Voicemail, 702-586-757. Call anytime. Leave a note. Uh, these are the best of the best that was... Uh, 47 voicemails I had to go through, and, and fuck you people for leaving that many messages. All right, let's go. Hey, guys. Great show. I uh, wanted to just make an observation. So when Reed um, came into the series totally out of shape, you know, broken ankle, hadn't been riding, um, man, did anybody just call Stuart and say, listen, all you got to do is come show up for the races, and all you got to do is go against Reed. Just y'all two go against each other. You're probably out of shape. But you know what? So is Reed, and the two of y'all can just have a, 
old showdown out there. I think it would have been exciting for the fans to see, even if they're going for 21st and 22nd place, uh, still would have been a cool show. Anyhow, just my two cents. Didn't know if anybody uh, went at that angle just to try to get Stu to come back. I would absolutely pay money to see this. <laughs> it's the <laughs> dumbest idea ever. It would never happen. Imagine a pay-per-view, though. But I would pay money to do this. Yes. That'd be great. Stu, Chad. Battle. Battle. As long as they don't put them with all the other riders. Let's do an exhibition. No, yeah, yeah, no, it two. sounded like the guy went one-on-one. Well, he said like 22nd, 21st. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want him in the back. No, one-on-one. Who would, who would win? Right now? Right now. Not even you never How many been, laps? Let's say 10 minutes. Chad. Really? Stu? Five minutes. Ch- Stu. So that Stu. five minutes is the I think so. The window. I think so. Marks, who would win? Five-minute race. Stu. 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 I'm still saying Stu on Cameron. 10 minutes. Cameron. Oh, in five minutes, Stu, absolutely. 10 minutes? Chad. I'm sticking with Stu. Me 10. and Cameron are on the same page. Highway 21, buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm back. Um, and, you know, with all the attrition with Muscan and Tomac and all that stuff, uh, just still seeing Stu roll around out there. Well, actually, I don't know if he'd be able to roll around. It seems like it's pretty competitive to get out there with one second between first and 18th. But uh, anyhow, just uh, an observation from South Carolina. Aloha, and uh, have a great day. Aloha from South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Um, this your boy, Moto. So, I just listened to the Racer X pod from, I guess, today, or y'all did it Sunday, and y'all, I, y'all like the format and everything, but I just got one question, and I want to know, how do y'all expect these guys to race 51 main events in 17 weeks and not get hurt? And y'all already talked about the um, the thinning of the roster and the riders and how many there are and how many each team's got and everybody getting hurt. I just want to know, do y'all? I just want to know y'all can debate. Start. I mean, now. what's the difference between the racing the fifty one main events than heat races and semis? And I mean, it's that's, all race. It's all gate racing. drops. Gate drop. Yeah, it's all gate drops. I mean, I don't see. I mean, I guess. You don't quite have the same intensity in a heat race as you would in a main event, but it's not far off. And it doesn't matter. Shit can happen. Shit can happen. What's up, dramatic guy? Fifty-one the, main events. That heat race Brayton one was basically a main event. Uh, Robert's yeah, a got a question about motocross action to Kiefer. What's up, Robert? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. How are you, man? I'm pretty good. I had a question for Kiefer. I was going to call in last time he was in the studio, and y'all touched on it a little bit, but. Uh, Keeper, have you got a chance to – have you read their 450 shootout? Uh, yes. I try to read all of them to everybody's. Oh, boy. Does it, it – didn't a lot of that seem pretty personal? Like, I felt like that was almost aimed directly at, like, you and, and maybe Michael Lindsay. Like, of mm. course it was. Yeah. yeah. It was It was pretty pretty glaring. Like, I don't know. They seem very, very bitter. Like, that was – They are. Most of that shootout was just bitching about all the other publications and saying how great they were, and then like one page about the actual bikes. I had an OEM tell me that it was the worst shootout they've ever read, and they'll 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 rethink giving bikes to MXA because they trashed the intro process so bad. Yeah. They're like, why do we spend all this money and all this work and all this effort for MXA, and when they're just going to say that it's garbage that we do this? Well, and I also hear OEM say there's shootout day that they come to the manufacturer is just a formality, and it's just mostly uh, 
they already have their stuff already buttoned what, up. What it does is Jody's, Jody writes that shit in the magazine that makes the other guys look bad who right. want to show up at these intros. Yeah, and... and Although Eklund is kind of a goofball for... Well, I like Daryl. Well, I don't. Okay. Because he blocked me. Yep. And I accused him of stealing stuff off Twitter, and then he said that it wasn't him. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> Kiefer's like, does not want to go there. No, I, 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 I've I, grown up with Daryl, and he's okay with me, and I understand well, what your guys' I, deal is, and that's your guys' deal. But I'm right. Okay. Then you're, then, then you're right. I'm right. Okay. Um, I think you're right, going Steve. back to this guy's question, is just avoiding this topic so bad. Um, Funny, I don't take it on. personal for me. Like I say in my shootouts when I do my podcast, go where you feel that you get the best information, who you can trust, and that's where you go. If it's me, if it's Michael, if it's uh, Jody, whoever, that's where I feel like you should go. I try to attract and be transparent and try to help the people. Um, and I think that's what Kiefer Inc. testing does better than anyone else's. For me, I pay attention to all the questions and, and that you guys send me to the email or if you guys at the track. And big magazines, they don't do that. They put out their shit, and that's it. You, I mean, are you going to talk to me at right, the track? Not, but you were right, not, though. Not uh, personal at all. Robert, Robert, you were right. Like, I don't know what the word count of that story was, but most of it was devoted to talking about how they're the greatest and other magazines you don't suck. Like, Okay, that's your point. Cool. Maybe cover it in two hundred words, and then spend the rest of the words on the shootout. Yeah, and I. Oh, it was it was painful. It was it was a painful read. <laughs> I disagree too because on on their staff they've have never had any of one guy that tested with manufacturers. Like I've been testing a long time. I've tested with several manufacturers. I know how to test. I know how to evaluate. If it's three days and you can't figure out the bike in three days at three different tracks, chances are something's wrong. Manufacturers, when they do production testing, there's a four-day test, and then the Japanese go home or the Austrians go home. They might come back with new parts, do another four days with a whole different bike. But if you can't figure it out in that sort of time, then I don't know what to tell you. So their REM shootouts, that's great. That's, that's a good, you want to listen to them? That's fine. But, yeah, I disagree with their holier-than-thou, we're-the-best kind of attitude. Um, if they just said, hey, look, this is how You're we do it. You're out of your mind, dude. This is how you do it, and then you guys want to listen, hop on, that's great. But to tell everybody else sucks, and if you it don't was... pick the KTM to win, you're high or whatever the hell they said. Yeah, it was. Kiefer, the, it was... the word you said earlier was trust. Is yeah. there a magazine that you can trust less than MXA right now? The, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Here's the deal. I like some of the shit they have. That's the bad part. It's like I like some of the stuff they do. I'm not hating on it. I just don't like their condescending bullshit that they throw out there. Like, some of their testing is good. I like the way they have their magazine laid out. It's easy to read. And some of the stuff that they do say is correct. I'm not saying they're wrong 24-7. I just don't like it shoving it down everyone's throat like we're badass. But you're right, uh, Robert. I did take that as a direct attack on Kiefer and maybe Michael Lindsay. Their well, and what I what I thought was weird too, if you noticed like how much shit they changed on the bikes, and like you were saying, you know, through your shootouts, you weren't even willing to change the tire on the Suzuki because that's not how it comes. You're trying to give the review out of the box. You go through the stuff they changed. They changed bars and clutch springs and all kinds of crap. It's like you're not even really doing a stock shootout anymore. You know, you could mod any one of those bikes to your liking. Yeah, and the reasoning is, is like, who's going to buy a bike and just leave it stock? Well, I know a lot of guys that do that. I'm one of them. Yeah, my, my broke ass would. <laughs> I oh, promise you that. Uh, Kiefer testing 
shootout was bullshit on the RM Army. I just want to state that. Right now. <laughs> well, that's one unanimous thing that I think Before everyone agrees. Far, it's not bullshit. Okay, dinner. I'm on the RM Army. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thanks, All right, man. fellas. Y'all have a good evening. Thank you. you. Appreciate it. All right. Voicemail. Time. No, feel free to play this. Hey, uh, I was just uh, want to make a comment on Chad Reed this year. He, uh, last year, was talking about uh, wanting to beat Michael Rockwell's record for as far as main event wins. So do you think that he's actually trying to win a race, or is he just trying to beat that record that he uh, wanted to commit to? So This guy's got it all wrong, but he... he... It's not, a, it's not a win record. All-time start. starts. Yeah. Uh, LaRocco holds the record. Chad will pass him, I think, at Dallas or tie him at Dallas or something. The three more, so, I think. Yeah. So that's the record he's going for. Not an all-time win. Then. It'll happen. And Chad Reed will have the most starts in Supercross history. But didn't he want the oldest guy to win record, too? I'm sure I'm he sure does. does. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. Thanks. Mathis, please tell me you are joining the Blue Crew. Mm. Stamp yeah. it on the show, would you? Goodbye. I can't. I can't stamp it. <laughs> really? I can't, I can't stamp it on the show. You can? I can't. No. Nope. Okay. When is the negotiating going to be final? I don't oh. know. I'm, I'm still in talks. We'll see. I got an air filter from JGR this weekend, though. So You rode mine, right? I did. And the, you liked it? The motor was really good. What about the chassis? I don't know. The motor was really good. How about okay. those forks? Ooh. My hands were so pumped up, I couldn't turn anyways. But right. the motor was great. Motor is great. Yeah. Billy, suck fucking 34 minutes on hold, and you didn't answer my call. Tell Travis he can suck my dick. Yep. Yeah. There you go, Marks. 34 minutes. Some people wait on hold for hours. He could have hung up. That oh. ain't That ain't on me. Probably totally. one, it was probably the guy that wanted to win tires, and he had a crappy question. So Totally on you. Suck it. Calling in is voluntary, right? They don't have to. Yeah, and you don't have to wait on hold either. You and Heather just got that shade of black tonight, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> Travis! <laughs> Motherfucker, next time, just hang up on my ass. Don't make me wait 35 mm-hmm. fucking minutes for yep. nothing, you dick. Yep. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. fuck off. It's fucking midnight, and the only one left in your chat room is me and Town Pound. Suck it. And you can play it on the air. Oh, Steve, America wants to thank All you. All those people in the chat room are 95% like. dildos. What's up, Steve and gang? Um, just listening to last night's show. And we just saying that, you know, first it was six minutes less racing. Now it's 16 minutes less racing. Well, something else we got to realize is that for every heat LCQ and everything else, there was pre-race analysts by the two monkeys in the studio. And then not only do you have the racing itself and then after analysts, then interviews, all that takes up time and all that kind of useful filler, but all this bullshit that they threw in, I, I can almost guarantee that there were more commercials. I mean, honestly, it was a drag to watch on Saturday night. I really did not. Uh, I enjoyed the racing. I thought it was good, and I kind of liked the format, but there needs to be something else going on to fill up all that extra time because 
If not, this format is just going to fall right on its foot. They got to tighten it up. I don't know. For sure. I'll go back to listening to the rest of the show now, but it just pissed me they off. They got to tighten it up. Thanks. They will. They'll work on it. It, it. it did drag. It dragged at the race. It dragged on TV. It was bad. You know, they'll, they'll figure it out. I mean, I talked to Mitch Payton at, after the race, and I said, uh, what did you think of the Triple Crown? And he said he needed more time between oh, races. To work? I'm like, more time? He's like, yeah, you know, we just didn't. After the riders got off the podium, there wasn't quite enough time to debrief with them. And I'm just like, oh, boy, not more time. But it's Mitch Payton, so I just went, okay, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, correct, sir. All right. What's up, Mathis? Uh, listening to yesterday's show, and I haven't listened to all of it, but I know there's been a lot of talk about the time of the races and the TV and all that. I follow other forms of racing. Um, Fox Sports 1 recently picked up NHRA drag racing a couple years back and have been doing things a little different with it, and drag racing drags out real long. So what they do is they have, like, the semifinals and the final rounds are live, and all the rest of the rounds, you know, I mean, you just get highlights from it. Is that something you see Fox Sports doing moving forward with the Triple Crown and just in general, you know, having like the, you know, maybe the LCQs and then the main events live and that's it. Everything else is just highlights. Keep up the good work. You guys sure. kill it. Wow. And, uh, yeah, like bro, that. keep killing it. I don't know. I, I mentioned that to you a year ago, Steve, and you kind of, kind of shit on it. I, I was saying, take the qualifiers, put them on like FS2, and then you can transfer over for main events. Some kind of like a similar to what the UFC does. Yeah, but I think the whole thing is about being live. In today's Instagram, Twitter world that we live in, guys like me are at the race. We're tweeting it live. We're telling you what's going on live. And people are like, what the fuck? I, don't want, I already know what happens, you know? Right. We live in a live sporting world. That's literally the only thing that gets ratings nowadays, you know? Well, that's the qualifiers. You so, can go watch them online. Have, have some sort of an online uh, format, and then you switch over to the mains live on the big TV. Yeah, but then how's your deal with Fox going to go when you tell them, hey, we're going to direct, direct people you know, to in the internet to go watch. You know, well, it'll be a Fox website, and then you'll have better ratings. You sell it for more money on the uh, big program. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's not a bad idea to tighten everything up. I just people love it live. That's what they like. I have, I have no problem. I like watching how it is. I just the triple crown the triple was crown just went, fucking yeah. long, dude. Yeah. All right, that, we're done with voicemails. I think. Yeah, we're good, right, Marks? It's your show. It is my show. It don't, is your show. Don't you fucking forget yeah. it. Yeah. Don't you forget it. For now. Uh, thanks uh, Thanks for people for tuning in. We got an After Dark question. We do? On the phone. Oh, on the phone? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's on the phone. Let's do it. Can I do it? No, let's oh, do wait. it. wait. Pookie just gave me a look. Oh. Okay! Okay! <laughs> because of uh, these guys got to go, Pookie? I didn't give you a look, bro. Okay. I got a DM from a chick. Yep. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's a look right there. That yep. was the look. What's up, John? Hey, uh, this is for Kiefer and Mrs. Kiefer. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, John. Uh, so this is going to be an after dark thing. So everybody, uh, everybody, uh, turn off the radio if you got kids in there, and um, you know, don't uh, warn you right now, right? We got to do all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off if you're if you're young. Get off. We don't know if John what John's going to say right now. So yeah, just be careful just, out there. We don't get in trouble, Kiefer's. Be safe. Mrs. Kiefer and her cold black heart have grabbed the headset. Jesus. Hashtag poor dark side. Uh, okay, what's up, John? How are you? All right, so just a quick question. Maybe it's two-parter. Is it wrong 
if I think it's okay if my wife thinks about riding other bikes sometimes. No. Mm-hmm. Well, just re- relax. <laughs> let him ask. Let's, let him ask the question. He did. That's you, part one. What do you mean you think about like, like you want it to happen? No. She. You. You said your wife thinks about it. No, he thinks about it. No, I'm I'm okay with her thinking about riding other bikes. It's oh. like a problem. Oh, her. See. Yeah. Did right. you miss the whole question? Because I got it the first time. Just. Can you just? We know. Can you just chill? <laughs> can you just chill down for a second? No, so I, I have a black down. heart. Remember. Okay, yeah, sir. Down. Sir, go ahead. You're, you're saying that you don't mind her thinking about riding other bikes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think I think it's hot. Uh, I think it's cool, and uh, I just don't know if I should have some brand loyalty or something coming in here. Okay. Post ejaculation remorse. So here's the deal with this. Fantasy is always better than reality, okay? The thought of uh, Heather while we're doing it, of her doing stuff to other men, sure, I'm into it. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Yay, I'm thinking about, you're thinking about some dude and role play. Awesome. Like, awesome. Whatever gets you going. It's better for me. I'm the one doing it in the moment. But the key thing is, is once she's done and once you're done, does that feeling go away? Yes or no? If it doesn't, that's worrisome. For me, after I finish, if, if, I, if I think about another chick, which I usually don't. Usually I get off more about Heather thinking about another dude than I think about other chicks. I'm I'm done with that. Like I'm like hell no, that shit's never happening. But if you think about it after you're done, then that's that could be a problem. All right, th- thank you for that. You know the knowledge. And my, my second part was uh, my wife and I are Denver natives too, and I got to ask Mrs. Keefer if she has a Denver Broncos Hall pass. Oh. Oh yeah, dude, that's not even a question. Well, I've always said I was going to marry John Elway since I was like four years old. Even though he's ugly as sin, but he's yeah. still a god. Horse teeth. Yeah, right, well. exactly. He's a scraper vagina. He's got money. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I think she does. I think she's got a Gronk Hall Pass too. No, she has a JJ uh, Watt. JJ Watt. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then the Decker dude, Decker. So, does the John? Does your wife tell you that this is what she thinks about? Like, how did this come about? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been married for like five years right, now, which right. too long, but uh, yep. we're, we're pretty open, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm not uptight, if you say that, if you could call it that. Does she uh, does she ask about it when it's just in a casual midday conversation, or is that just in the bedroom type talk? Uh, it could be naughty text while I'm at work, which is where I'm at right now. Yep. It's happening all night. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I just got a text just now. Yeah, that's all. That's all healthy, dude. Like for me, like if she's doing that for you and it gets her off, you off, and you come home, and you guys have sex, and it's awesome. That's all healthy stuff. It's when you have different feelings and she's doing it, and you're not down with it, or vice versa. Then that's when shit goes south. So. Hey, I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah, I think we learned something today. Thanks, John. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Later. Bye. Ah, uh, there we go. Heather answered that at quickly. work. Quickly. I'm still a little confused, though. So she's texting him saying, hey, you know the neighbor John? I wish I was banging him right now. No, let's just paint a picture. Like, Well, let's hope it's not the neighbor John, and let's hope it's someone that's... Oh. I don't know. I'm just Let's just say, oh, Mike, pretend I'm like I'm humping Mike right now, and I'm texting you this stuff, right? And Uh, then just think about me riding Mike right now, and he'd be like, yeah, you should do this to Mike. And then back and forth, and then you get home. Pretend you're Mike coming in the door... And then you get home, I'm Mike, and then you lay pipe. Boom. Mike's laying pipe. (laughs) 
Who the fuck is Mike? I don't know. Don't know. I'm just making up a name. Mike. Uh, Mike. So anyway. All right. Um, speaking of Mike. Steve at Honda World Downey will uh, hook you up with a great deal on a newer used Honda over a hundred used, hundred used cars, thirty minutes anywhere from LA for the five freeway and six hundred five freeway meet. Love these guys, Honda World Downey. If you need a Honda, uh, whether it's uh, the great and fantastic Ridgeline or a Civic or a CRV or an Accord or whatever, uh, mention mention Pulpa Mex to uh, anybody down at Honda World Downey. Get the best deal in town. Free first-time oil change if you mention Pulp MX down there. We thank the folks from Honda World Downey. We thank um, Justin Barsha, Andrew Short, Colton Eck, Colin Scummy Morrison. Best interview tonight, Kiefer? Barsh. Yeah. Barsha's good. No offense to the other guys. Love Shorty. I love Shorty, too, but Barsha, it's nice to have him back on and yeah. nice to be a little bit more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF. Love the guys at FMF. They're very stoked on Plessinger right now. Works Connection. Sorry, Dark Side. Atlas Neck Brace, <laughs> AtlasBrace.com, W Wheels. Like I said, if you're looking for wheels for anything uh, two-wheeled related, please check out W. They could help you out. Guts Racing. I uh, love those guys. The Phantom Seat Foam. They're a big part of the Rockstar Husky team with Anderson, who's leading the points right now. Guts Racing. Uh, if you need something for your seat, Publimex 2018 is the code. Get Data. Get get the start with Get, get Data. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Cooksey, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Uh, Cameron from Fly Street, thanks for listening all these years. And, and, and please, people, check it out, right? Yeah. Highway 21, Fly Street. It's in the catalog. Yep. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no worries, but thank you. Marks? Oh, hi. Oh, uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy this week? Yeah. Every week. What, what, jersey, what jersey were you giving away? Um, well, you said that. Now I forget. It was in there. What was it? Josh Grant. Josh Grant jersey yep. for the winner, for the weekly winner of uh, Oakland Fantasy, PulpMXFantasy.com. I'm having two terrible weeks. I dropped from number 77 to God knows what now. So, very frustrating. How did JT, JT do this week? Oh, he was 50, 135. Wow. That was his score? Yes. It was so bad. Yeesh. It's going to be ugly on Wednesday when we oh, do our pod. Boy. Uh, so uh, thanks to BTO and Michelin for, for those prizes. Um, and uh, Kiefer, thank you. Thank you. Heather. Thank you. It's fun. I love it. Thanks, Heather. Even though I have a black heart. Well, we're going to hook them up. Don't worry. I know. I'm sorry. No, we're side. not. Uh, no, we're not going to fold. I'm going to hook him up because we're not I feel fold. like a No, he's going to work overtime and get it himself. No. What if it's, he... it's what's wrong in the world today, Marks. Yep. No, if it was just some random dude, I wouldn't do it. Participation so. trophies, that's what's wrong. Yeah, and, and you're and you're contributing to it. So uh thank you everybody for listening. Thanks, Swiss Corps Moser, for everything for coming on. Next week, uh Tony Berluti will be in that chair where yeah. he's right now. Nice. Thanks to people. Tune. What the fuck? Thanks to people on uh Facebook Live as well. All right, everybody. See you next week. Okay. Hey, fuck off. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.
complete me I 